You, my friend, are listening to The Happy Hearthstone, the longest-running Hearthstone podcast in the history of space and time and cards. As always, this show is brought to you by lovely listeners just like you. Thank you so much, Damn Koala, Hubie, Punk Harls, Avantes, James W., and all the other patrons for making this show possible. You can join them and grab some great perks for yourself over at patreon.com slash thehappyhearthstone. And be sure to check out the show notes and all the past show notes over at thehappyhearthstone.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 217 of the Happy Hearthstone, where we talk about the Forged in the Barrens and go through all of the cards there. We're doing it a little differently this time from last time, uh, kind of taking the the old way of doing it and bringing in a special guest that's going to review all the cards with me. Today, we have Noodle Swoop, who you may remember from last time as our paladin expert, but he's much more than that. Welcome, Noodle. Hi, well, or, uh, hello. <laughs> I'm uh, really excited to be on the show. Uh, thank you for having me, Guy. Uh, I hope I can bring a little bit of expertise and a little bit of insight. Maybe we'll have a little bit of a tilted paladin perspective, but uh, still, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to, to give the reviews as I see them. No worries. So this is the first time through for a lot of these cards for both of us. Uh, we haven't had a lot of opportunity to prepare this time, so you're going to be getting some hot takes from us both. Uh, but we've been around the block a few times, so I think it'll still be pretty pretty useful. Yeah, um, I, I know I've had a chance to see a lot of the cards, uh, but then they did that full dump, and I immediately went into... How do I theory craft the best deck that I'm gonna like tear apart the meta day one? And uh, that, of course, was with Paladin, not with uh, another class. And so some of the other class cards, I'm definitely it's gonna be my first time seeing them. Yeah, well, it's good. It's good to know them anyway. So it'll be a good review for you before uh, before everything drops on Tuesday. Uh, we're hoping to get this episode out on Monday. Um, right beforehand so you have a chance to get our hot takes and start coming up with some of your own ideas as well uh, but um, this wouldn't be the happy hearthstone uh without starting with uh what's bringing us joy so noodle what's making you happy these days um so since the last card review um i have since started streaming and i've started to build a community uh, of my own where people come in to to see uh paladin do things that paladins do. Um, and I, I'm growing that. And then on top of growing that, I've since uh, joined Hype Horizon on Hype Rising, their community team. And uh, I'm just really super excited to, to be doing that as well as uh, doing it while we have this whole new set coming out too. So it's kind of like, you know, gives me a fresh opportunity to, to have fun new things to talk about with people and uh, also at the same time kind of like do it underneath that whole hype horizon uh, name too which is cool I, i'm really happy to be part of it yeah we're excited to have you on the team as well so i was kind of hoping that you'd you'd give yourself a plug there uh, but we yeah, we just started this new hype rising community team uh that's what i was gonna say was bringing me joy as well is uh bringing in a lot of maybe smaller streamers that you may not know yet that we think have a bright future ahead of them noodle being one so uh super excited uh, about that 
uh, as well as all the changes that you had mentioned. And there's been a lot since the last episode of, of the Happy Hearthstone uh, with the core set being introduced, uh, the patch actually going live, some unnerfings in both uh, Wild and in Standard uh, that are leaving us with a really interesting meta in the short term. Uh, have you had a chance to play much since those went live? So I haven't had a chance to play Classic yet. Uh, I'm still kind of working through what is the best, really, uh, initial take, and then to put my own take, which probably is an inferior take, apparently, because everyone keeps saying, the cards don't change. They're the best that they are right now. (laughs) I'm like, there's got to be a better take on it, but maybe not. Uh, But I have had a chance to play in the Franken meta, and I've been having a ton of fun with the Albatross um, unnerfing because now it's a three mana card. So it uh, plays a little bit sooner. And it also means that you can bring it back with Rally. So I have been playing what I call the last quest uh, or also known as Bird Rally Quest Pally. So, <laughs> so many birds. I, I feel like I'm a rare bird breeder. I'm like, oh, look at these rare birds. Yeah, you want birds? I give you birds. I get fish because I'm going to copy my uh, murder, my girl. And you get birds. <laughs> Tons of birds. You love birds. I love fish. It's all good. <laughs> I love it. I, I especially love the name there. So, uh, Bird Rally Quest Pally, huh? <laughs> it, it, it really has been a blast. I mean, I don't win every single game, and and there there are some things with the nerfing that like Hunter is just super super aggressive right now, and there's not really much that can be done. So sometimes those games you just go in and you're just like, well, uh, well, bad matchup. I'm just going to move on. But other times, you know, it still can be fun. I've actually managed to give hunters plenty of birds. Sometimes where it's like, oh, they need one damage. What did they get from the top of their deck? Oh, they got a bird. I win. <laughs> Interesting. But you're also giving them beasts, and there is some beast synergy that they can... They can oddly, oddly enough, that doesn't help when the beast that they really want is the one that helps them draw cards, and instead right. they got the one that's like, oh, I, I guess I just get to have a 1-1. One, one. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I haven't actually had a chance to play too much in the in the Franken meta, as you called it, but I have been playing a little bit of classic, and it, it really does bring you back. Uh, I I don't think that it's solved. Um, it was the longest meta that Hearthstone has had. I think it was like a little over a year before they had their first expansion um, for the Goblins versus Gnomes, but. Um, but I think we've all learned a bit more about deck building since then. And so I think there is still a little bit of room for for new decks or new ideas, uh, though, yeah. though definitely because we did stay in that meta for a long time. It's it's largely solved, I would think, uh, just maybe uh, one or two cards different. I, I would think so, too. But then you're, you've also ta- you're talking about. Uh, a ge- generations where there haven't been people to to really put in their their take on it or their spin on it. Like for example, Funky Monkey, uh, he actually has a Paladin deck that's doing really well, mm. and uh, that that's something that most people are like Paladin's not really uh, people don't play that. And meanwhile, he's like 
trouncing right now on the ladder over there in classic. So interesting. I, I'll be interested to try it myself. Yeah, it's one that that I think is going to be fun for a little while, but it's not something I think I'm going to make the push for uh, for Legend in um, maybe ever. Uh, just starting with the two star bonus is a little bit rough uh, to get going, even. Yeah, I, I can see that too. And plus, if it is really solved, then it's gonna get it's gonna get old like the um, like the other modes do towards the end of an expansion. Uh, while we're waiting for the next one, uh, I think a lot of people want to move on at, at that point. And so, unless they start adding some of the expansions into classic, it, it might not uh, might not have well, that. And who knows? I mean, you saw at BlizzCon they did talk about how people that played WoW Classic, if they wanted to in the future, they're going to have that choice to, if they want to, skip forward to Burning Crusade. So maybe there's uh, plans in the works for that in the future as well. Like, hey, now we're going to move you up just one expansion. Yeah, it's just, it's weird to think how they would do that, though, without nerfing things back to the way that they were nerfed in that meta, so... (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> and we'll, that we'll see, gets right? really complicated. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, with that said, uh, let's jump into it. So um, again, we'll just go through the format of I'll read out the card. Noodle will give his expert opinion. I'll argue with him. And then uh, we'll go on to the next one. <laughs> and then I'll admit <laughs> that you're right. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to cave in. This is your show just as much as mine, though. All right. So starting with Demon Hunter, we have a zero mana shadow rare spell, Sigil of Silence. At the start of your next turn, silence all enemy minions. Um, So initially, I just see that as like, uh, cost me nothing, and I eliminate every fun thing that you've just done on your board the next turn. uh, that seems pretty strong. I don't know if there are tutors necessarily for zero cost spells just yet, so they would have to run that in their deck, which they may not want to run a zero cast cost spell, but with stuff like Voracious Reader and Aggro style decks that could eliminate taunts, uh, it could be pretty powerful. Yeah, and it puts up the pause on your opponent playing minions that they that they want the effect from uh, the next turn. So uh, not having it happen right away, it seems really powerful, especially when you look at, um, you know, comparable spells in Priest, right? That they cost four mana to silence all your enemy minions and draw a card. But I don't think drawing a card is worth the four mana difference in, in those. And, and plus is slowing their turn down. So I think this is going to be a pretty powerful one that, maybe does get run over the existing silence uh, that that Demon Hunters still find room for. Um, so well, it, it'll be interesting to see. And uh, is is that one continuing on? Consume Magic, I, th- I think, is departing. So I oh. think the, um, when it comes to cards that are staying in, it's the, the minion that silences would be the other option, I believe. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I guess I, I that's another place that I could have prepared a little better and what else is leaving in the meta. Uh, <laughs> no, there's no, a lot no, no, of no. stuff with the corset there's, rotating. There's so, there's so much. I mean, it's hard to keep track sometimes. So it's almost like 
wait, isn't that, isn't that, you know, it's, it's almost like we will need to keep up a, another list of just to double check ourselves when it comes to those things. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking the core set went live, uh, on this, um, on the, on the patch, but it, it looks like we still have some access to some of the, um, classic and so, basic cards. So it's interesting because it's kind of like a, f- like they said, the Franken meta, because even n- now that I've started to um, kind of get into it, uh, like cards that are going to, or that currently exist in in uh, Hearthstone in the current play year before rotation that have been changed. So for example, uh, Holy Light, it has changed. It is now the the new version of that that card. Same with equality going to three. Um, so those changes have taken effect, but like some cards didn't. So like Malagos is still the f- plus five spell damage one, which it, it's odd. I don't know where they. <laughs> Like that's a distinct card change because the card art is completely changed as well, or something. And, and so, the name like, is different. So, yeah, I think that's what it is. It might be the name, right? Like because the name is distinctly different. Mm. That's where the the change happened. Hmm. Um, could be. Um, but so so it's weird right now. We're in a weird in between. I would say let's focus on what's going to happen in the future, not necessarily this current little. Snippet makes of time. Sense. <laughs> makes perfect so. sense. All right. So next up is a one mana fell spell, uh, Fury. And it's a rank spell, which means that it gets stronger uh, over time. So at rank one, um, which is up to five mana, uh, then you give your hero plus two attack uh, on the turn. And then it upgrades when you have five mana and ten mana to be just a little bit more attack for the same cost. Um, and so uh, I think this is like the replacement for Twin Slice, and uh, it seems a little more fair. Um, as as you go up further and in the ranks, it does more, which is applicable. And at, at, in the early stages of the game, up until five mana, it only does the two. It, 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 it's an adequate replacement for Twin Slice, and, and, and is so it's still kind of like a nerf to Twin Slice at the same time. Um, but it's still, all in all, a, a great card. Definitely something that I feel like Demon Hunter's going to run, regardless of you know which uh, setup they they go with. And so at five mana, then it just uh, gives your hero plus three attack, and at ten mana, it gives which is the max, it gives uh, four attack. So I agree. So uh, it seems to be the twin slice replacement, uh, not as good, obviously for. Uh, a bunch of different reasons, um, but uh, still something that we'll see play because you know <laughs> aggro demon hunter's always been a thing, right? Yeah, and it, it, even in like the OTK variant or even uh, like a soul variant, that's going to help them with getting healing back from their uh, Arcanai warblades. Oh, mm-hmm. I think it is. Yep, the warblades. Um, and so. Uh, They'll, they'll be able to to still utilize that um, if that yeah and that the Eldrachi Eldrachi Warblades and that'll still be inside um, standard as well so they'll be able to utilize that pretty well 
All right. Next up is a one mana weapon, Tusk Piercer. It's rare. It's a one attack and two durability with a death rattle. Draw a death rattle minion. Um, in a death rattle build, Hunter, it, it's a draw. Um, Demon Hunter loves to draw stuff. I don't know if it's enough draw to warrant the slot for it, especially with it being only a one damage weapon. But maybe um, just just for the draw alone, but like even if you just equip it and then equip another weapon right over top of it, right? Just to get that that initial draw started, so that way you can work your way through your uh, death rattle minions. It, it could be pretty good. Uh, the the interesting thing to me is that Demon Hunter is not really known for their death rattles. They they seem to be trying something in this set, but I don't know that they added enough support for it to to make it great um curious i want to keep an eye out for it if there's enough neutral support to make it um make it interesting and get people out of that Uh, i think that demon hunter has been one of those ones that all the all the cards were so powerful that even though there wasn't technically a pure uh version or a pure pure um archetype for it that people were kind of running mostly pure demon hunters anyway and splashing just for a couple of um couple of neutrals that were relevant in the meta so this might just be a way of trying to get people to to look at neutral cards in demon hunter that they may not have been looking at before well and and i know uh the looking at the neutral death rattles there's that one five mana uh death rattle that we'll get to in the neutrals that uh, is pretty interesting but I, it's, I feel like some of it is exactly that. There's There may not be that support um, when it comes to Death Rattle minions at the moment. Now, they could be building uh, like they tend to do. Oftentimes, you, you get things in one set, and it's not really super powerful until the set after that. Yeah. Um, and But even then, who's to say once they add in that additional support, if it's enough? We, we don't know that. Uh, so... It's kind of like that wait and see. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. It'll, it'll be a lot of playtesting to to work it out. Indeed. And good thing we have some good deck builders that will experiment with that, like Draco Cat uh, and uh, the Ilk. Oh, I, I know Draco Cat's already working on his list mm-hmm. and is excited to uh, try out the Death Rattle uh, Demon Hunter for sure. So the first Death Rattle minion that we'll talk about is a two-mana common Razor Boar. It's a 2-2 beast with a Death Rattle. Summon a Death Rattle minion that costs three or less from your hand. And when you uh, look at this card, then it's it, then you end up starting to look at the rest of the Death Rattle minions that are in Demon Hunter, uh, namely one that we're about to get to as well, the Razor Fed Beastmaster. So essentially it just summons that that from your hand and puts it down for free. I wish there was almost a way to trigger these other than they have to attack or die um, <laughs> to be able to make that happen. But maybe that's something that's coming along too. Hey, we're going to put well, down I the th- sigil of flame and that's how we yeah. end up activating them to, to appear. <laughs> I think these are still easy enough to uh, to trigger. Um, I mean, the, this is a 2-2, two, two, so 2, two health isn't hard. Uh, even with a broom, uh, you know, then you're rushing it into something and getting a better, theoretically a better minion. So um, 
I don't I don't think that killing them is going to be a problem, and especially if silence is as limited as it is in other classes, unless it's an all demon hunter uh, meta. Uh, I think these probably survive and um, and thrive. Well, and and I mean, I guess the other side of it too is oftentimes I think uh, your opponent may choose to kill off the razor war hoping that you don't have the the minion that mm-hmm. you need right that it's going to miss and uh then they've they've killed it off and you haven't continued your chain of uh dropping death rattle minions for free so that, although, that might also be be part of the game plan although that's where that tusk piercer comes in to make sure that they know you have one just that, whether it falls in that uh that mana cost that you get it for free um is where the difference is. I gotcha. Uh, the Sigil of Flame, then, is an epic two-mana fell spell. Uh, at the start of your next turn, deal three damage to all minions. And, uh, I mean, that, it's just just like uh, Doomsayer, except for uh, now it's just three damage, and at the early in the early game when you would play Doomsayer for that board clear, sometimes it would trigger or it wouldn't trigger. This time it, it's always going to happen no matter what, so it'll cause people to have to delay their turn just so that way uh, they can play around the the damage that's going to happen, or they have to change up their game plan to to meet that. And I think that's a lot of the cards from the set, as we'll see later on. It's now the game becomes more what how do i play now that that my opponent has just done something and now i have to actually pay attention to the game i can't just play it while um i'm also you know at work trying to actually do the things that my boss is wanting me to do um <laughs> because <laughs> you can't ignore what your opponent just did on his turn if you missed that he did, played sigil of flame well now all the things you just did are in vain <laughs> <laughs> and these sigils are actually interesting to me that they're kind of like secrets, but they're not secret. So there's something that'll happen on the next turn. Um, gives you a little bit more leeway to make more powerful effects, I think, than than on the secret side. And I wonder if we might see something like that in other classes. I guess we'll find out as we go through. <laughs> like oh, I said, definitely. first time through. <laughs> and three... Three damage to all minions for uh, two mana is pretty good, and it activates your own death rattles, so it could be another way of uh, of triggering some of those. Um, kind of interesting. Yeah, especially with the next card. So, <laughs> the next card being Razorfen Beastmaster, a rare a rare three mana three three uh, with a death rattle. Summon a death rattle minion that costs four or less from your hand. And so that would be a way to trigger him. You could play your Sigil of Flame and then also play your Razorfin Beastmaster and know that, you know, you've got that board presence, but at the same time, it's it's kind of illusory, but you're going to have something behind it. That's four or less. That's a Death Rattle minion. Yeah, that I don't see here, but I don't, you know that's, that's that's the other side of it. It's like okay, now now let me do a quick little surge for mana, death rattle, <laughs> and wild probably sees play uh, in it like in I, I don't know. 
as, as people are experimenting a bit with uh, Demon Hunter, new Demon Hunter. Um, but yeah, unless unless this uh, Death Rattle does find some other support, I, I, oh, okay. I, I think so it'll be the, a little tough. The Death Rattle that's four mana is the from Dark Moon Fair. It's the renowned performer. The four mana 3-3 three, three with Rush that uh, summons two one one taunts. Oh, mm-hmm. it, uh, oh, there we so go. It, it kind of follows that track. Yeah, something that they had before. We didn't even really think about the fact that it had Death Rattle as like a synergy, but it's out there. There is a card there. <laughs> uh, next up is Vile Call. It's a common three mana spell. Uh, summon two 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 demons with life steal. Um, this, this reminds me of petting zoo, but they have life steal and they're two twos instead of three threes. And I I don't know. I I feel like that's, that's just not good enough. (laughs) I think, I think as long as, uh, the, uh, Ilganoth OTK is there, anything with life steal is still going to be used or found, uh, have a place found for it. Um, and I'm not a big fan of Lifesteal, so I'm not super happy that you get four foreign stats with Lifesteal uh, for three mana and you have to use two removals potentially to, to get rid of it. Uh, so it's going to be harder to avoid the, the life gain on that. Um, so I, it might still be a little bit expensive for what it does. There's better options if you want to get tokens on the board. Um, but... I'm expecting that we'll see we'll see this one uh, show up a few times anyway. I, I think people will play test with it. I don't know if it's if, if it's really something. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, next up is a legendary four mana three four named Kurtris Ashfallen with a battle cry: Attack the left and right most enemy minions. Outcast. He's immune this turn. And. Uh... This is uh, one of those cards that's going to see play. Um, you have the uh, Illidari studies. He'll be found off of that. An excellent choice as well. If he is found off of the studies, because then he's three mana, he's discounted down. Um, and he's a, he would be immune that turn as well. Um, people will probably run him as well. The fact that he, he does something immediately, he still attacks the leftmost and rightmost, or if there's a single minion, he'll also attack that single minion twice, uh, provided that the minion doesn't have um, four attack and he's not outcasted. So uh, he, he's definitely uh, going to see play in one form or another. Um, I also think there's something interesting uh, about the leftmost, rightmost, and then like even the consideration of Silas. He also considers the leftmost and right rightmost minions. So it's almost as though like there's uh, this play about where you put your minions on the board, where you, you how you set up against various uh, opponents. Um, it kind of it's interesting that that we're now being told where we put our minions matter and uh, how, how much health they have. So it, and, and then on top of it, you have to think about, okay, if I'm facing the demon hunter and the left most is actually my right side. And then my, 
rightmost is my left side. So the biggest guy needs to go to the to my right there left. <laughs> is that true? Or do they see it the same way that you see it? I, I believe that's true. I think hmm. that it changes based off of where, which side you're on. Hmm. I'll have to do some testing there. I just assumed that it would be the <laughs> left and right uh, most uh, uh, on your own side. So <laughs> now, now my mind is like messed up. I think, I think though. Now, now, now I'm messing with your thought process of this card. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking in like battlegrounds where Illidan attacks uh, your your left and right most minions attack uh, first. When you're up against their minions, then it still looks like it's the left one that attacks first, and then the right one, right? But I think it's because their boards are set up the same way in Battlegrounds, right? In Battlegrounds, your board, you put it together, it appears the same way from the left to the right, no matter what. I don't think it's the same when... <laughs> no, I can't even remember. When you're playing Standard, I think when, when I'm playing on Standard and I'm on my side of the board, my things that I've set up from left to right look like they're set up from right to left for you. Hmm. Okay, we'll have to test this out. Yeah, for yeah, science. for sure. Uh, <laughs> I'll placement. challenge you to a duel. <laughs> placement has been something in the past uh, where you know you have had to worry about things like swipes and um, what was the cascading walls or something like that, or crushing walls um, in Hunter that destroyed the left and right most minions. So it's been something that you've needed to consider a little bit before, but now it's, it seems to be coming back in a, in a more um, cautious way. Well, and it's always been, you know, there's various uh, spells that the center minion takes the most, the yeah. two minions to the side take a little bit or vice versa. So mm-hmm. it's always been a consideration. I know some of the times when I'm playing, I'm, I'm not as considerate, but as you get to those higher levels, it's going to become even more and more important to, to understand how those mechanics work and, and uh, how to play uh, around them. Yeah, it's definitely in high level play, then you'll be punished if you don't uh, consider it more. Um, Even a low level play, you'll be punished, but you probably won't learn your lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Vengeful Spirit. It's an epic four mana four four with the outcast ability draw two death rattle minions. So uh, more outcast draw, more Illidari study, um, and more help for this death rattle um, build. Uh, Definitely, I think if you're building this Death Rattle Demon Hunter, you're going to include it. And that, um, especially the, the stats for 4 for 4 4 is that plus draw. You, you, you can't beat that, I think. And not just draw, but draw 2 for 4. Yeah. Um, so and usually very, it's 3 for very, 4. And very specific draw, too. Like the tutors out the things that you want. So I, I, I think it's, it's, it's an, an auto include inside this Death Rattle build if this is the route you're going. Yeah, and actually, it's starting to feel more like uh, like something that you could make work. And this is this would be the catalyst that keeps your hand full for those uh, the Razorfin Beastmaster or the uh, Razor Boar um, to make sure that you have a handful of Death Rattle minions that can trigger off of those. So, um, 
Now I'm starting to become a believer. I'm interested in building one myself. <laughs> and I think this is the last Demon Hunter card is uh, the legendary Death Speaker Blackthorn. He's a seven mana, three six with a battle cry. Summon three Death Rattle minions that cost five or less from your deck. And that is, it's it's distinctly powerful. And it's, it's almost so powerful that you're like, wait a second, can I make it so that way I just have like five costs? Like almost just, that's all I want. Just just the five cost minions. I don't, like, I don't want to set them down and get, you know, two Razor Boars and a Razor Fen Beastmaster, but maybe I do. Um, it's it's still distinctly board presence and, and a chunky board that you put down for seven mana. I mean, I wouldn't be upset to get all that as far as stats, um, but it's almost like they, they distinctly want that five cost death rattle. Um, hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how, how that does work out. I, um, when it comes to, to neutral death rattles, you, you do have tail and Forgring and also uh, the burning blade acolyte. Uh, those are the two uh, five costed death rattle minions that are out there. Uh, as far as neutrals, and you also have Alar as well. Will Alar see play in uh, Demon Hunter? That'll be interesting. And what's uh, Alar? Can you remind? Oh, is that Alar the... Alar is the, the legendary elemental that's a 5-mana 7-3 that Death Rattle summon a 0-3 Ashes of Alar that resurrects this minion on your next turn. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, that... So it keeps coming back over and over and over again. That's a lot of stats for 7-mana, so... I could I could see people experimenting with that. Just how do you keep it in the deck? I would always draw it before I drew this one. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost like can we somehow uh, maybe we lower lore keeper Polkelt the deck to get to the Death Speaker so that way we can pull all those five costs out all at one time. Hmm. Who knows. I mean, that, that could be an interesting play. I, I don't think that's the way that this deck is being built. It makes more sense to be very, um, especially with the Demon Hunter being more of a tempo, smashing face type of uh, class that uh, you would end up using all of the cards that were brought in with this set and uh, <laughs> and kind of working up to that point. But uh, it'll be interesting to see. Agree, and they've been kind of uh, up to that point. The ones that summoned death rattles summon one higher, right? So this one summoning lower costs, but more of them um, might be another. Like you could still swarm, right? You're getting three minions, and those minions can replace themselves with slightly higher minions. So um, I'm, I'm interested to see what people come up with for for as far as the death rattle build, but. It, it, I don't know. The the Demon Hunter seems to be that jack-of-all-trades class that does a little bit of everything. Uh, and so when they have something as specific as these Death Rattle uh, mechanics then being added to it kind of out of left field, uh, it feels a little, <laughs> a little strange to me. Um, so I, I wonder if people will embrace it as much as they've embraced the Demon Hunter class. And, and for all we know, it, it's it's something out of left field that that we don't understand until the mini expansion comes out or mm-hmm. the, the next um, expansion comes out and then they bring in 
even stronger five costed death rattles that you know you distinctly understand why they built that and, and you hate it so much and you're like why is this the top <laughs> meta deck death rattles don't make sense in demon hunter nerf it nerf it nerf it <laughs> you know and right. it's like wait we, we just got it please let's just let's, let's let's play with it for a little bit <laughs> before we we get rid of it altogether. good point all right, moving on to Druid. Uh, first up, we have Living Seed. It's a rank spell, a rare, uh, and two mana. Uh, draw a beast, reduce its cost by one. At five mana, it reduces the cost by two. And at uh, 10 mana, it reduces the cost by three. And uh, Druid, definitely known for loving to uh, to discount things. Uh, they, they had that... Uh, they still have the dormant minion that that comes back and mm-hmm. discounts everything. Um, so you know, cheating mana is is, is definitely a, a druid centric type of uh, card. Um, and for it being uh, the imprisoned satyr, that's what I was thinking of. Uh, for it being uh, its rank spell, I think it fits right into to druid. It's very specific draw too with the beast. So um, that that kind of uh, is unique as well. You know, which which ones do you get? Which ones do you try to do? You tutor specific beasts, or do you uh, you know kind of just you're happy if you get get any of them, especially later on once it's ranked all the way up. You know, you're you're gonna end up discounting to where the spells for free, and and you can play your beast right away. And there has been beast druids in the past, uh, so I, I think that it could be another archetype that comes back. Uh, I just wonder, like at ten mana, reducing a, the cost by three seems less important. Uh, druid doesn't have. I mean, I guess druid does have a fair amount of draw, uh, so they can keep their hand full and maybe play more than one thing. But usually, if you're trying to discount something a lot, uh, then it you don't necessarily need that on turn 10 um, that you're, you're trying to to ramp up a little bit faster and get to play them for the, the impact that they have. Uh, I mean, it's still really good uh, on turn two. It's basically a two mana draw one, uh, but tutor style. Uh, so it will see play at five mana. It's probably as it's at its sweet spot. Cause you might be able to grab something and play it right away at, at the 10 mana i'm not sure that that it's worth <laughs> it's worth saving it uh for and, for that long and, and i also think that's also where like they don't want it to be at a detriment now is is the the three reduction good enough that you're like oh okay well i got a cost reduction the spell i drew for free and i got a discount on what i drew mm-hmm. um it, it it might still be worth it the interesting thing about it too is that it is a nature spell Oh yes. Um, so there, there's also some synergies with some of the cards in the set as well. Even, even with it, even if it's not uh, seen as like the strongest as far as the the ranked spells go, I, I think it is pretty strong though. It's a tutor, so mm-hmm. anytime there's there's cards that draw specific things, we we oftentimes see them uh, in standard play used constantly. So I, I feel like that is. It, it's definitely going to see play now when and where and how, how often you see it uh, being utilized. Uh, that'll be a whole other thing, but I think, I think we'll see it for sure. 
Okay. Mark of the Spike Shell is a two-mana rare nature spell. Uh, give a minion plus two plus two. If it has taunt, add a copy of it to your hand. Um, so this is almost kind of like draw as well. This kind of makes me feel, uh, kind of reminds me of uh, Hand of a Doll. Mm-hmm. In a way, you're getting a copy of that card. You're getting that plus two plus two. Pretty pretty solid especially if you're going with a taunt build which is apparently what you would do in order to make sure that that activated but even if it wasn't a taunt minion uh two plus two plus two for two pretty you know yeah (laughs) not not bad especially if you're going with a beast build which tends to you know have decent stats anyway um and and when it comes to like even those little tokens uh so even if they don't have taunt, it's a token. It's an activator for those little gibberlings and um, still something that's going to help that aggro style build as well. It, I think it works. Yeah, it's just a shame you lose some of the really good taunts from the Year of the Dragon um, in at least standard side that uh, I think had a lot of synergy there. But um new things will pop up in their place right well and and i think there's even the the dragon that's the corrupt dragon um from the dark moon races like if if i corrupted it and then i was able to get a copy of that that i've also buffed the the thing that i just played that because on top of it because of the fact that you're like when you think about those corrupt turns right the corrupt dragon it's three mana, I believe. So you'd have to play a four mana. And then on turn five, you could play that dragon and then also go ahead and play this. I, I think that's that's the setup there, right? That That's the combo is, oh, okay. And then I also get another corrupted dragon into my hand. Mm-hmm. You know, that I can then play again. So I'm further protected by this, whatever is coming my direction. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, next up is the Razor Main Battle Guard. He's a rare two mana two three. Uh, the first taunt minion you play each turn costs two less. More mana cheating. All designed around this taunt build too. Um, and uh, I sense this I, being frustrating to play against. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and and it's interesting too with it being that two mana two three. It kind of reminds me of the. Um, the secret discounter in in uh, in mage in mage they have the two two mana two three that your secrets count cost one it's the same discount it's just instead now it's taunt instead of secrets so um, it looks like you know that card the it, it's the fair fairground I, I can't, I, my name my name is escaping me but i know i know no it's yeah, in there you know right? we know what you're talking about <laughs> uh, so uh the it, it's it's right up there and that that guy sees play constantly in secret mage so if that's that's secret mage is a strong archetype it totally works and, and this is supposed to go up against that i, I feel like he's going to see play as well and you may even see see interesting things where where he gets coined out on on turn one and then immediately there's another top minion right beside him as well <laughs> I don't know of too many two-costed taunt minions, but off the top of my head, there's one that says, hello. 
multiple times, in fact. Actually. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Yeah. And, and I, there's achievements for him. So, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, off the top of my head, Anoyatron fits perfectly in this this taunt druid build. And I have a feeling that's that's gonna be the play, right? That's the that's the leadoff play is coin, razor main, battle guard, Anoyotron. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> to which to which then you're gonna see Mark of the Spike Shell go on to him on the next turn, which then what happens again? Oh wait, yeah, you get another you one. Him say hello, hello, hello. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we see where this is going. <laughs> All right, I'm in. I'm in. I, I'm sold now. <laughs> uh, next up is Thorn Growth Sentries. It's a two mana nature common spell. Uh, summon two one two turtles with taunt. Um, I, I I believe there was somebody that talked about it. It might have been in the the spoiler stream or the last stream where they talked about like the turtles from the oasis that have growths off of them or something they they look very unhappy about it um, but uh i i don't know i don't i don't i don't see this as the card as as the one that that people play but maybe uh you know you do have this next card that we're about to talk about um that kind of works with it because it is a nature spell um I, I don't know though. That... Uh, so I think that it, it fits a lot of archetypes. Uh, it fits actually pretty nicely into um, the token druids. It's decent okay. stats for two mana. Uh, it builds you a board that you can then you know cheat some other things. It works well in duels. <laughs> so kind of yeah. like the replacement for uh, those life steal ones, the yeah. life weight guardians. Mm-hmm. Um, so I yeah, I can see it there. See it there, and then it has the synergy with all the other taunt things, um, like that you can get another copy of one of them uh, uh, with plus two, plus two with the spike shell uh, shield yeah. and things like that. So, it, if you're doing taunts, it's an easy add. If you're doing just spells, um, it's another easy add. Uh, and yeah, tokens I think has it. You probably aren't going to play it in the beast build, but um, I don't know. Are the I guess are the turtles. The turtle, I would assume yeah, they the are, beasts. are beasts. They are yeah, beasts. They so, you know, there's there's some some synergies there. Uh, I wouldn't count it out yet. A guff rune totem is a legendary three mana two four. After you cast a nature spell, give another friendly minion plus two plus two. And so right there, we ha- we've had multiple nature spells, living seed, mark of the spike shell, now even the the turtles uh and the turtles getting like if if you have that say uh turn five you can play guff and then immediately play your turtles and then they get buffed as well or one of them does so um it it definitely could work out um sure plenty of nature spells in druid too where where that, that's excellent. It, essentially, this is this is saying you know. I, I think even it, you could probably turn three lightning bloom and also get your turtles out, and and then you've got a solid board. And you know, even if you have to take somewhat of a turn off um, the next turn, you, you've still got something going there. 
yeah, I, I definitely could see this in like a gibberling too. So d- turn one, <laughs> gibberling turn two, uh, like you said, uh, lightning bloom this out, maybe a- another one. I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting to see uh, how how this gets abused. But because it's a c- constant, it's not like a battle cry or anything. Every time you cast a nature spell, uh, anything that has heavy nature spells is going to throw this in. Because um, oftentimes you're going to get it out with the nature spells and just buff your board out of control. Yeah, Dru- Druid has a, a plethora of uh, really cheap nature spells, so I feel like that's, that's definitely a distinct possibility. <laughs> Plague Moth. Oh, sorry. The, 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 the little bird is super cute. <laughs> little bird on his hand. The blue bird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyways. Is, is that the blue bird from... Um, isn't there a blue bird in Overwatch? Looks very similar. Um, is there? Okay. That'd be cool. <laughs> Cross over there. <laughs> Uh, next up is Plague Maw the Rotting. He's a legendary 4-mana 3-4. After a friendly minion with taunt dies, summon a new copy of it without taunt. Uh, well, if we were talking about cute before, this is definitely not cute. <laughs> that was the but, model for uh, this one. <laughs> no, come on now. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but definitely uh, with that taunt build, that's that's excellent. Especially if you have a, a the turtles, for, for example. I mean... You're you're not losing anything, but if just one of those turtles dies, then it comes back. But the the biggest thing that you're getting out of this is a combination with um, one of those minions that there was an achievement for. Graybell. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's it. There you go. You're helping me out. I, I was trying to think of his name. Yeah, you could then get. Wait, two gray bows, and they still have their death rattles. It doesn't. It just without taunt, not without their death rattle. So now you have the death rattle to be able to go onto this minion that you just summoned. So <laughs> now there's multiple ways to just constantly have gray bow. This taunt build is looking like something that people should be playing. He's yeah. The, he's definitely going to be something that people try um and it's going to be really annoying to play against especially once you get that gray bow engine going uh having so, something else that assists you with that is uh just adds to the annoying factor games are going so to be I, long again i i feel like uh, druids are needing to borrow the demon hunters death rattle cards uh, like draw cards, <laughs> like like let's pull out Graybow very specifically, so that way mm-hmm. we can do this build. Um, Polkelt's still a thing. It is very very possible, and on top of it, now that you have these unique individual draws, then you're thinning the deck, being able to get to that that uh, those specific cards that you need. I I think it's a very doable. I the question becomes: Is it fast enough? Like, is this? Mm-hmm. If, is this idea of getting these two legendaries together at the same time uh, a, a possibility? Druid has a lot of draw, so I think it, it is possible. Um, and they have a lot of uh, of earlier taunts that you still get the benefit from. Well, I mean, they're going to have those annoyatrons, right? So right. they're <laughs> I mean, hard to clear. You're going to hear hello, hello, hello uh, over and over and over again. Even if they die, they come back and say hello again. 
<laughs> I f- feel like the achievement for dying to an Annoyatron is something that everybody's going to get eventually. <laughs> Druid decides to, to run them. So. Uh, Pride's Fury is a four mana common spell. Give your minions plus one plus three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I just, I, I just distinctly remember the reveal and uh, Regis saying, look, there's a Vicuña on it. (laughs) (laughs) How uh, that's the Vicuña's uh, name taken up by Dexter's uh, loyal followers. And uh, it's amazing that that's, that's, that's what everyone focuses on is the card art because this card, not, not that great. Giving your minions plus one, uh, may not be enough to keep them around. There's there's plenty of board clears that are out there. By the time four mana, they're able to get this going. Um, uh, I just don't see it working out. Hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit slow for like the token decks, but it does give them enough health. And especially if you're kind of focusing on the taunt style, it, that health might be enough. I mean, it's four in stats for four mana for all of your minions so um i don't know it it gives your your um your plague maw uh your guff a little bit more health where they don't necessarily give it to themselves it's not a nature spell uh unfortunately but um i i think in tokens and spells uh, druid, then this will be used. Um, not sure if it's fast enough for taunt, uh, which is already starting to look a little bit slow. Um, but yeah, I, I, I wouldn't discount it for for other. Um, it, it's archetypes. mainly that that four mana that that really is like uh, to me. It's it's a lot to ask. I mean, granted, it is giving all your minions so. But all it takes is a zero mana demon hunter spell to just wreck your yeah, day. Just eliminate all of it, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm set up. I'm so ready for this Pride Fury. It's going to be awesome. Oh. <laughs> all right. The Thick Hide Totem is a common four mana, three five beast with taunt and death rattle gain five armor. The Thick Hide Totem? Okay. I thought you said totem there. Toto. Like, <laughs> Sorry. <"Toto." yeah." laughs> no, no, no. That's, I was like, that, that confused me. Um, taunt, Death Rattle, gain five armor. Um, sounds pretty good. Uh, it's definitely, it's a taunt minion to help out that taunt build. Uh, it slows things down, not only in, a, in, in the body itself, but also in the gain of the armor. Reminds me of Scarab Beetles, which saw a ton of play, if I remember correctly. Um, so... I'm pretty sure this fits somewhere in there. I mean, it is, it does cost four, but for what it does, I, I think uh, it, it fits with that taunt build. And it's a beast, so you can draw it uh, with the uh, living seed and get it reduced. Um, so um, it, it could be a cheap taunt for for that that value, and with the oh, teacher's yeah. pet as well, you know. And then even discount it down even more with your uh, Razor Maw. So you, you kind of can draw it out, discount it, and then even discount it further to where it's essentially free. Such as with the Celestial Alignment, it's an uh, 
epic seven mana arcane spell. Set each mana to zero mana crystals. Set the cost of cards in all hands and decks to one. <laughs> all right, so this is one of those cards that I feel like it's either going to be amazing or it's going to be meh. Um, I, I feel like there there is a little bit of punishment, right? A once little bit. It, once you play it, then the person that gets to start with the one mana is your opponent, and you've discounted everything in their hand to one. So whatever their biggest thing is, they get to do it right away. Um, and granted, you did you could have potentially on a ten mana turn have done a few things beforehand, um, but more than likely, if you're if you're building this deck, you're building it with the intent of the the next turn, I'm going to capitalize on that one mana. Um, I, I don't know. It can, it can go either way, right? Um, if the, the, the line for the card or the, the flavor text for the card says, is my deck any good? I mean, if the stars align... <laughs> um, so I, I feel like it's exactly that. If you can get the deck built perfectly to where it works out just right, maybe, just maybe, just it, it's very reminiscent of, uh, you know, Ramp Paladin. We just saw that, right, with the Cheese Paladin. Uh, you know, you gave your opponent 10 mana first whenever you would play, uh, your Nas, uh, and uh, they could potentially capitalize on that. You know, rogues would end up using every last thing that they had in their hand and you'd be dead the next turn. <laughs> uh, so it's it's one of those things. It, it, it could, if it's built right, maybe, just maybe work out well, especially with other cards that are in the set. Um, it it could, could become very powerful. Um, it also could be... Um, just, just one of those cards that's like, oh, it's a funny joke. We had fun with that, didn't we? There's definitely going to be people trying to hit some combos with this. I would think even more so in wild. Um, you know, you you pair it with Kalthos and uh, play a couple things, then reset everything and uh, reduce the cost. Maybe have a couple of. Um, what is the mana saber uh, waiting in the wings to attack and let you use your one mana big cost yeah, things that, yeah. that then reduce uh, the cost of spells and uh, minions in your hand to one. Um, or I guess you don't have to do that here. You just automatically get them and then uh, hit them with the Mally combo or whatnot. Uh, so, and nourish is still a thing that's out there. So yeah. I mean, like it's possible that you could then be able to the, the next turn multiply and be able to to have more mana than the other other guy and be able to use it right away. Um, same with like um, being able to ramp back up right away. Right. You can, right. Um, overgrowth then at one is not terrible. And 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 then the next turn they're still only playing one card a turn. So now you're you're playing more than them. And and it's like you you just reset that ramp drive all over again. So I mean, there's there's possibilities out there with it for sure. I, I'm 
skeptical that any will work well enough that it'll be competitive, but uh, I'm looking forward to the memes. (laughs) (laughs) There's bound to be something fun to do with it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Just like, I mean, there's been a lot of powerful decks in the, in the past that have used a seven mana spell, right? Uh, So it's not necessarily too slow and it does reset, um, reset pretty well. Just, because your opponent gets the advantage first, um, then yeah, it makes it it makes it a little difficult. And you, it's not like you can use lightning bloom or innervate or even the coin then because it resets all of the, your cards to one. So those then are uh, less useful as well. Then then your uh, your lightning bloom ends up being a disadvantage. <laughs> It's like, oh, right. I can use it now, but the next turn I don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Druid of the Plains is an epic 7-mana seven 7-6 seven, beast with Rush and Frenzy transform into a 6-7 Kodo with Taunt. Um, and so uh, this was one of the first cards that, that we learned about at BlizzCon uh, with Frenzy being the keyword. Um, the... Um, Seven six attack first, and then transform into protection. Is you know, it's a double edged sword. You can attack, then you can defend. Um, and actually, six seven, um, that's a still a, a pretty darn big coda for sure. Um, so uh, the only question becomes like at seven is is that you know something that is going to be able to be utilized it's pretty expensive um but maybe with that alignment uh going on that that can work out in its favor or the living Um, seed reduces it as well Yeah, Mm -hmm. and and druid does have ramp abilities so it is possible that there's there's something there i i just don't know It's, it's just a little weird that it's seven attack with the rush um like i'm not sure that it makes that big of a difference um like well, if it, it was needs to survive, it, I mean, it's like it could take out a taunt minion on the other side, and right, it'd be enough to to handle that and still still end up being something that could protect you as well. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, when I think of Paladin, Paladin just had the the one card for them that's seven cost as well, a five seven. Um, that heals and uh, oh, is that the junior uh, guardian of kings? So like it would directly counter that, but I mean I don't know if we're gonna see a lot of the guardian of kings being played. So I don't know where what what minion we're really interested in taking down with the druid of planes that we need to have it. That's the other side of it. Right. Agreed. That's kind of where I was going. Like, there's not a lot of seven health. Uh, I mean, I guess there are there are a few uh, like of the death rattle ones that come back um, that it might be meant to counter. But then you would think it would also have seven attack on the uh, on the defense side to to finish them off. But I mean, yeah. Uh, so. And, and on top of it, that has to have five attack, right? That's 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 seven health, five attack, because you can't have it die. If it dies, it doesn't frenzy. So, 
we're worried about taking out the Guardian of Kings, uh, Grand Empress Shekzara, the Enhanced Dreadlord, uh, and okay. an Ogremancer, uh, oh, okay. Gold Road Grunt, uh, Dark Spear Berserker, Baron Rivendare, uh, Tower Guard Escapee, um, a Smug Senior. That's what I was thinking of, the Smug Senior, yeah. Uh, High Inquisitor White Mane, Kelthos, and Nazoth. Those are those are the cards that we're looking at. That that the, the, this the, have this, seven health. Specifically, have seven health and not more than six attack. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Koldara Drake has six attack. Sorry. Oh right. You can kill the Drake, but <laughs> it might be important be enough. Yeah, it might might be worthwhile if we're seeing a lot of those cold Koldara Drakes. All right, moving on to Hunter. The Sunscale Raptors, a rare 1-mana one 1-3 one, beast with Frenzy. Shuffle a Sunscale Raptor into your deck with a permanent plus 2 plus 1. Uh, so another one of those Frenzy ones. Looking at a, that's that's refill for Hunter as well. Um, and also kind of works well with some of the things we're seeing coming back in core um, with uh, shuffling in uh, beasts. Uh, and, and it's like you're currently including now a three three four in your deck um that, that you can keep getting well and it becomes it gets bigger as it gets shuffled back so um so like i think it just becomes a three four and then you get like another three four the next time or is it do you think it comes back as like a no, so when you get it as a 3-4 and it uh, uh, gets the frenzy effect again, then it will shuffle a 5-5 uh, five, uh, five, and then a 7-6 oh, wow. and bigger and bigger. And there's an achievement for it, too, to be pretty big. Oh, so. okay. So it's like you can eventually have, like, uh, the, the mama raptor like from <laughs> yeah. Jurassic Park where he's, like, hunting all the, the raptors. Oh, there she is. That magnificent beast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and for one mana, those are going to feel really nice to play, those ginormous beasts. <laughs> and, you know, you couple it with a few other cards that let you draw beasts uh, or have other beast synergies. Beast Hunter seems like it's coming back. Oh, yeah. That, that's that i i thought it just stopped it like I, that was it three four no there's they just keep growing uh that that's awesome especially you add in like the fact that like as you get them later on that it's not a disadvantage then it's not like right. oh i just get, drew a one mana three four later on in the game no 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 i drew a one mana you know however high they got because <laughs> going to be huge at a certain point right they need to find a way to incorporate that in the battlegrounds like it it shows up in your um in your next tavern tier or something be a fun beast yeah you know they've already looked at battlegrounds having some of those frenzy mechanics so i feel like it it, you know it's it's distinctly possible that we'll see it because i mean it does scale well so and and it is a sun scale raptor so it makes sense that it scales (laughs) <laughs> uh, wound prey is a one mana common spell deal one damage summon a one one hyena with rush 
So that's an easy way to trigger that frenzy. Um, oh, yeah. Your, uh, no, I thought frenzy rabbit. had to be an attack, didn't it? No, it's just damage. It doesn't have to be from a, a like attacking something. It's it's just damage, I believe, right? Yeah, a one-time effect after this survives damage. Oh, so okay. It, it can be from your own. Like you could pen fling your own guy and get your frenzy. Well, there you go. Interesting. I think we've seen similar effects before. Deal a damage, get a get a one one. Uh, I don't think it was a hyena. I think it was a bulldog or something in a, in past sets uh, that still saw play, uh, especially as a hunter at that time uh, had some spells like no minions uh, or very few minions uh, in them. So the the swift hyena, you know, it's a rush minion. It's board presence. Can you could take down a bigger minion too if that's what you need to do the best. Uh, I think it's you're going to see this sequel. It's it, and the one damage can even go face. So there's not. Like, it, yeah. there's no reason not to not to run it. Other than space concerns, because there's a lot of really great stuff, I think, in, in Hunter. Oh, yes, <laughs> if it's your 30-second card, then then I can see it. But there's also, there's more cards in Hunter that are coming along, so I think I think it's going to be included. That's true. Like, the Kolkar Pack Runner is an epic 2-mana two 2-3. Two, After you cast a spell, summon a 1-1 one, one Hyena with Rush. So, for 3-mana, you get... So now uh, we have how many hyenas? We'll have two. Two? I, I, and then we'll have more, right? Like if we then, <laughs> we'll just keep getting multiples of them. So I, yeah, um, I feel like that that's working with that as well. Um, just a shame the quest has, uh, has rotated or will rotate. Yeah, or you'd see, you definitely would see uh, the pack runner, but maybe in wild, that's where this belongs. Maybe. Prospector's Caravan is a two mana rare one three. At the start of your turn, give all minions in your hand plus one plus one. So we're supposed to be seeing a lot of these caravans. Um, so this is the first one that we've seen, though. We didn't see a caravan in Druid or in. Uh, Correct in demon hunter but this is the first one for for the set that we've come across um all minions so it's hand buffing um the question will become like how many how many minions are we going to have in hand to make this work work out where this works but if you're grabbing hold of very specific minions it could work out very well especially with uh, the prime uh, Zixor prime mm-hmm. would end up summoning copies that are buffed. So that sounds excellent to me. Um, we also have the trampling rhino that would gain benefit from this as well. Um, it seems like a really powerful effect. Um, it's interesting to see hand buff and hunter. Um, that's not usually something that's there. I know there was scrap shot, um, that did that, but Scrapshot didn't even see play. Well, in the the Hellbore um, buffed beasts in hand and some other things like that, but but yeah, and it has been a, a theme when they did it. I think in Mean Streets of Gadgets and everybody got some hand buff. Uh, then some maybe again in Wild, this will have more of an impact. But to me, it doesn't seem to do enough because, like you said, um, it depends on how much you have in your hand. And Hunter uh, 
benefits the most from this when they have things in play. Now, there are some some good death rattle minions like the porcupine that I would like to to use this with, but it doesn't have enough health to really last. It doesn't have enough attack to make sense in an aggressive deck. And uh, the effect is dependent on the weaknesses of Hunter. So I'm, I would doubt this sees a ton of play. Yeah. It's almost like if, if, if what it did was it like it, it just, you know, was a one damage ping to, to the, <laughs> to the enemy's face like that that, that would see play right like, right right I, i'd play that or, yeah, or if i gave it to minions on board as one yeah if it was minions on board that would make sense too i i just don't know or like, even one minion. tends to run real lean right like like mm-hmm. you think about um was it quick shot is that the spell that's returning back for in core like like they tend to run where where they're, they need to draw those things, but they're going to use them right away. And right. The voracious Reader has been inside um, Hunter for, for quite quite a little bit and, and still utilized even with nerfs. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't see that. This this caravan's going to you know, make or break. But there may, may come a time where there's a control Hunter that, that enjoys it. You know, Death Rail Hunter was, was something that was tried out, and there is definitely control tools in that. So maybe that's where this fits. Next up is tame beast. It's the hunter's rank spell. Uh, it's a rare two mana summon a two, two beast with rush upgrades, uh, to a four, four beast with rush at five mana and a six, six beast with rush, uh, at 10. And what's interesting is that the beasts that it summons actually are are different too. The crab, it's a crab, tamed crab, uh, when it's a with the two mana, two two two. Uh, the rank two is a tamed scorpid, which is a four, that four four. And then there's a tamed thunder lizard for the the rank three version. And actually, that one looks really cool. Um, I, I love the artwork that's all involved with this. As far as rank spells go, this one looks like it's definitely something that you're going to enjoy once you get it. I mean, six six rush for two? What? Later on? Yeah, I'll take that. Anyone would take that. That's awesome. And, and it has a lot of flavor from World of Warcraft. So I think a lot of times Hearthstone's kind of, it's based on her, on uh, World of Warcraft and you and you see some similarities or recognize some characters. But this actually has the feel of the game where as you, as you get, as you progress in the, uh, as a hunter, uh, then you, you change up the pets that you're using. So I kind of like that it is a different, different minion um so where I, eventually you're 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 making your way to get your your dinosaur from angoro crater right? exactly yeah like, I, I remember doing that <laughs> <laughs> it felt like it felt like i was amazing once i got my hunter to the point where i was able to get get that that uh dinosaur ro- roaming around with me and once i did that i was like cool i don't have to play hunter anymore <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, that was definitely one of my favorite favorite pets, though, for sure. For sure, yeah. Dinos were awesome. The Pack Kodo is a common three mana three three beast with a battle cry: "Discover a beast secret or weapon." 
Um, so it is a three man um, beast. It does give you options. So I like that. It's like the um, the Ringling's rifle. You could potentially even pull that from this. But at the same time, it, it gives you a chance to to find uh, an answer to something that's that that you may not have in your deck. Um, but it, it's just one of each. So it's like you get a beast, a secret, and a weapon. Pick one. Um, so... <laughs> Have you have you seen it in play? Is that really how it goes, or does it say does it give yeah, you an option I, to pick a beast, I, secret, I, or weapon that you discover from? In one of the reveal streams, oh, okay. or in one of the the, the streams, and it, and it is. It's like you don't get to go. I need a seat. Like you don't get to say it doesn't say beast, secret, hunter, or weapon, and then you click one, and then it brings up another screen. No, it's just like here you go. Here's your options. No, it's still options uh, that can be a little bit more targeted. Well, yeah, especially you know when you think about it, like like some of the pools for for these are are kind of small right now with it being a four set meta. So I think um, it's possible that this sees see some play, just as the the just as an option, especially if you're doing this beast hunter um, build to be able to to have an answer for what you're facing in you know, choosing a different weapon or secret that helps you kind of handle the situation that you're facing. So Yeah, it makes sense. And then as more sets are added to the standard pool, then maybe it's one that gets cut. But initially, uh, while you have fewer choices, you'll learn what those are and and have some better better RNG, (laughs) right? Yeah, for sure. Tavish Stormpike is a legendary three mana two five. After a friendly beast attacks, summon a beast from your deck that costs one less. So I feel like this is like we had OTK uh, Demon Hunter. So this is how we get to OTK Hunter, right? There, there's, there's, there's got to be a chain that goes somewhere along the lines of of Tundra Rhino is somewhere in there to then you can also get, you know, various different beasts that it just summons that cost one less. So you build the deck perfectly and you get that uh, OTK just handled or somewhat close to it. I mean, you're Hunter. So even by the time you get to the point where, where you're able to play it, um, you've chipped down a, enough health that, all these beasts are just going to go trampling face. Well, we'll have to see how uh, Clark Hellscream comes up with, or what he comes up with for making this an OTK. I'm a little bit more skeptical uh, that because it's one less than the the minions, and you've got a lot of like hyenas and things with rush that aren't going to give you anything. Um, you've got. I don't know. It, it seems like it's going to be a hard one to use. You almost need him to come out really late. Five health gives him enough staying power that maybe you can still use it for swarm uh, more so than an OTK. Um, but yeah, I'm I would skeptical. Think, <laughs> I would think even Rush alone, like if you can play him on three, you could mock Nathal Lion, which has Rush into Zixor. Um, into say like a scavenging hyena or 
um, something along that lines to where you could get even just just that alone would be significant board presence. So um, there, there's there's something there. I mean, anytime that you're going to get a beast summon for for free. Yeah, I think I think you're you're winning, even if it's not an OTK. Um, but that may be more of a wild thing anyways to get that OTK with oh yeah for, for sure and and you you get him out for cheaper because of Emperor and then drop a crush and uh, then other charge minions down, <laughs> down charge the devil sore yeah. Uh, yeah yeah <laughs> uh, Piercing Shot is a common 4-mana spell. Uh, deal 6 damage to a minion. Excess damage hits the enemy hero. Um, so, just like Trampling Rhino, this is, this is that trampling damage, and Hunter loves being able to do damage. This, this is, what, Explosive Runes, right? But, but it costs one more because you can choose which minion you hit. Um... <laughs> Or it's a uh, uh, fireball. <laughs> it's six damage for yeah. four mana, but you can split it between minions split and face. Yeah, I, I mean, I, this is this is seems like the reason that you don't have uh, Zakus inside a, a deck is because you have piercing shot. Yep, uh, I mean this. This feels like a good card to me. Um, four mana seems a little bit slow, but six damage is actually a, a decent amount. And worst case scenario, you can use it on your own hyena to deal five damage to the face. Four mana for five damage as the the over the top uh, could be the difference between winning and losing. So well, I mean, especially because you can you can still get that one damage right if you've used your. Uh wound prey on their face first. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that's, I, I think it's uh, definitely, definitely uh, being run for sure. Yeah, we'll see a lot of this, I think, in in pretty much every format except for wild. Uh, it's, this might be a little too slow in wild, but um, like duels will use it. Arena will definitely use it. Um, standard we'll see we'll see a fair amount i think hunter's making a comeback this time around mm -hmm. warsong wranglers an epic four mana three four with a battle cry discover a beast in your deck give all copies of it plus two plus one i'm sorry i, I keep seeing all these cute cards <laughs> he's got a unicorn right it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> the unicorn and zebra but the effect is amazing too. It's a discover effect. Um, so that means if you run three specific beasts, you will always get the one that you want and you will give it and its copies uh, buffs. And that means it's also in hand. So maybe you're uh, getting sunscale raptors that are getting uh, buffed up as well. I mean, <laughs> right. that, that's distinctly a way, way to do it. Um, but then you could also be looking at, well, I need to do this trampling damage. I have the the piercing shot, and I have the the trampling uh, rhinos. I, that that could be definitely how how it goes about. It. And again, this is more of that buffing synergy as well with the caravan. I don't know if you're necessarily <laughs> worrying about the caravan being there, but uh, uh, definitely buffing uh, your minions, getting them. Uh, 
uh, in hand. It's it's draw in, in a way as well. I, I think the C's play for sure. Yeah, ab- absolutely. As Beast Hunter makes his comeback, uh, it's okay stats for four mana. It's a little bit light, but... Um, because it's giving those extra stats to something that's yet to, to come, um, including the one that you draw from it or that you uh, discover from it. So uh, you potentially even get to to boost it right away um, for sure. And in wild, this might actually even see play with the, the first quest, right? Where you shuffle a whole bunch of uh, one mana, four threes uh, into your deck and then give them all plus two, plus one. They're even better. So um, yeah. could could be every, interesting. Every, every single copy. Yeah. I, I, I think it's, uh, yeah, especially tram- Trampling Rhino is a five cost. I mean, it just leads right into it. I mean, that, that to me right there is exactly where you're going with it, for sure. I don't know who the what the other two. Uh, I, I would think Zixor is one, and then maybe your uh, Raptor is the other. I, I think that that's the deck. Right? Porcupine. <laughs> porcupine. I, I okay. keep wanting to make it work. <laughs> okay, porcupine. So we're gonna do porcupine or uh, Moon. Um, what's the the uh, wolf? Um, Moonfang. Moonfang. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Moonfang would benefit. There you go. One extra hit. Yeah. Uh, Barak Kodobane is a legendary five mana, three, five with a battle cry, draw one, two, and three cost spell. Um, so specific draw um, and specific draw is always one of those things we talked about before. Uh, always good. Um, but with- it is five mana, so it kind of falls in line with... Uh, the legendary from Dark Moon for Warrior. Um, I can't think of his name. Ringling uh, Master. Yeah, 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 that guy. Um, and the only problem is, is that uh, when it comes to spells, you do have the new tracking. You have uh, the wound prey. Um, you have your, you know, your tame beasts and your pier- now piercing shot. That's four costs, so nope, not gonna work there. Three costs. We need that three cost spell, right? And wild, that's kill command. <laughs> okay, but but we don't have that now. Right. So wait, wait. What's our? We need that three cost spell, right? Like, what's our three cost spell that we're we're going for? That's in hunter, deadly shot. Wait, no, petting zoo. Wait, no. No. In fact, the the answer that I've heard from our hunter ex- expert that we know is that um, there's actually another legendary that has a three cost spell that is shuffled into your deck, and that is um, Mancrick. Yeah. And so the answer is to play Mancrick, and then you find his wife because you draw out the wife because it's a three cost spell. And then you're able to get that summoned attack. Hmm. And that is like pretty much that Barak, Kodobane, and Mancrick. Or if if Rock's in the deck, Mancrick's in the deck. So um, interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, but I, I almost feel like to have that very targeted specific draw makes sense. I mean, um, especially if you're using tracking or uh, you're uh, using that wound prey. Um, Absolutely. Kind of the builds that you're going with, uh, um, and uh, 
also your tame beast. I, I think it, I think it fits. Um, and and on top of it, what's what's interesting with the fact that you draw a one, two, and three cost spell with this being a five mana is that it actually sets you up to be able to utilize all of those on your turn six because they all cost a total of six. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it, granted, if it's Mancrick, that means he's just going to, you know, automatically run off and you'll have, you know, <laughs> just your hero power to use in place of your three cost spell. Um, but I don't think you're going to be upset if uh, if you already have that Mancrick um, hidden face. So. Agree. And I, I think stat-wise, it's not good 3-5 five for 5, but because you get to draw three cards with it or up to three cards with it, um, that's a really good value even, uh, that usually you get two for three mana uh, most of the time. Um, so so, so, so we're, we are getting two for three mana though at the moment. Right. Uh, it's, it's really what it comes down to, except for if we do happen to come across Mancrick before, beforehand. Um, uh, I, I feel like there's, there's, there's something coming to the mini set for, for the three costs and the, that's where we'll really see the value of them. But you know what, for the time being, I, I feel like that's a sufficient, uh, include, uh, with the whole man combo. I agree. Just, just, just to, to make it worthwhile. Yeah. I mean, if you're saying that you draw two for three mana, uh, then you, uh, have reduced this the base stats to two mana and two mana three five is exceptional. Yeah, that's excellent. I, I think it still works even, even without getting the three costs, even if you don't happen to find man Kirk mm-hmm. or need to find his wife I, and you find Barack, you're, you're not going to be upset. Moving into what is this uh, mage, right? <laughs> Flurry is a zero cost. Rare Frost Spell, freeze a random enemy minion, upgrades when you have 5 mana to freezing 2, and to 10 mana uh, freezing 3 enemy minions. And it's a zero cost it's spell. Zero cost, cantrip. Zero cost. I mean, you can't you can't be upset about zero cost spells in Mage. The, the, that enables those combos, you know, with... Uh, the elementals, which I don't know if they did that elemental continue on into this set, may have. Uh, which elemental? The one that puts all the cards into your hand? No, 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 Mm-mm, it didn't. But I mean, it still enables uh, like a Mozaki. That that's still mm-hmm. a possibility there. Um, and it's also de- delay, right? And and oh, when it's rank one, you 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 may need to freeze that one very specific minion that's coming towards your face, and uh, you know that enables you to set up more things. And it didn't even cost you anything to do. Um, and you know, as it upgrades, it just gets better and better. And then it also combos with other cards as well. If if you have that uh the glacier racer then you you have that ability there as well plus other cards that are also coming in the set so i i think mage is happy to get this absolutely um, as part of their toolkit for sure yeah i, I kind of like it as uh as an old school mage player that really enjoyed the frost mage and that's what i've been playing in classic um I think that this kind of takes it back to the roots. It's still random, uh, which seems to be more of what they've been going for mage in the last couple of years. But, um, you know, 
it's if once you're at 10 uh, mana, then it's freezing three things. That's a good portion of the board. You, you kind of have a good idea of what it's going to hit. Uh, so and, and I think it's very for, mo- for most boards. I mean, that's that is the board, right? That's the whole board. Mm-hmm. You, you don't get too many full board uh, developments, although I mean, they are saying we're moving towards a more board centric design. So it's possible that it may not be enough, but still at zero mana. Three is great. Exactly. Ruined Orb is a common two-mana arcane spell. Deal two damage, discover a spell. Um, So I thought we were going away from random into more random, but this is is damage into into random. So... um, uh, It is... It's essentially hand-fill, like it is draw... At two mana, two damage is great. You're going to have those the elemental, um, the phoenix. Is that what it is? Imprisoned phoenix. Is that oh, mm-hmm. um, that allows them to to hit for four. Ramp up the the power of that as well. Um, so they'll be able to do four damage with it for two. Um, and I I just. I feel like that's an include in any mage deck for sure. I agree. Uh, I mean, just refilling the hand um, gives too many or gives so many options, and there's a lot of cheap spells. So again, this helps with Mozaki, uh, just keeping the chain running uh, and making sure that you don't run out of stuff. So it does kind of replace that cyclone. Um, you, you know, you might not be getting as much uh, as as you did for those, but uh, just being able to play into whatever while doing damage uh, is huge for mage. This will be in every deck, I think. Mm-hmm. I think so. For Wildfire, epic two mana fire spell. Increase the damage of your hero power by one. <laughs> um, so this was one of those ones in the reveals that they randomly came across, <laughs> but also uh, helps out with a, one of the later legendaries that we're going to see, which has to do with your hero power. And for two mana to increase that damage permanently, um, that's, that's amazing. Um, so there, that enables a whole entire deck type. Um, and it's, it's very akin to like being able to, um, rank up that shadow uh, priest damage as well. Um, so kind of fits fits as well. You can just start pinging face with it, with your hero power and not feel bad about it. You know, if you get it to two, that's great. If you get it to three, that's amazing. Um, and you can even yeah. augment it with the fallen hero and get a couple more. You might even discover this with some of the discover spells and then just make your hero power like supercharged. So yeah, and that's the biggest thing is you can also just get it randomly cast by say Solarian as well. So there's there's lots lots of ways to to find it, make it happen randomly. Um, so, um, so that said, I don't think it's. I don't think it's all that great, but I'm gonna experiment with it. I, I think it's just kind of a it. <laughs> It breaks the tempo a little bit, and honestly, in most of the archetypes with um, Mage, then um, 
you're not using the hero power a lot. You're just trying to set up uh, your minions and your spells uh, for for doing massive amounts of damage. That's usually just like a oh, I just need one more to ping that that taunt that's in my way, uh, rather than something that you build around. But I think it'll be a lot of fun, and people will build around it. Just won't be won't be that strong of a deck. I'm I'm guessing. Yeah, I think uh, the way that most people are building it is like as a way to do like an OTK where you are able to get more dress, more dress down multiple times using uh, your potions of illusion as well as mana biscuits. Um, but I don't, I don't necessarily think that that's the way that that deck even should or really is built. I think it's more along of a control route where you know slowly but surely over time. And we eventually get to the amount that is needed that just one is enough. Yeah. And uh, we'll just finish finish the, the fight. <laughs> I mean, for sure, it's going to be a fun one. You get the arcane amplifier uh, to deal a little bit more damage. Probably, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm skeptical that it's that that tempo wise it fits, but um, you're right. Uh, I guess we'll see. Uh, Arcane Luminary, epic three mana four three cards that didn't start in your deck cost two less, but not less than one. I like that they they're at least setting up cards to not decrease things down to free, um, as we have now said goodbye to Sorcerer's Apprentice. Um, her time in the sun has, has come to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, we still see discounts, right? We there, There's still a, a way to discount things down, but not, not to zero, which uh, working with this, you can, you can use a uh, evocation, right? Mm-hmm. Of the card, get all those cards and they, they cost even less. Um, there's also some interesting play with uh deck of lunacy you could set up your deck to where hey i got all three cost spells and now they're all one and now i play arcane luminary and and auctioneer and now i can just play them all (laughs) yeah so uh, there's 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 some fun to be had with them Especially if you have Rune Door, you have you have other ways to to get cards that didn't start there but um, belong there. Yeah, and it's cards too. So even minions that get added uh, that didn't start there. So I think this has a lot of flexibility. It might not be in every deck, but it's going to be in a lot of them. Just from a stats oh, so- wise, a four three for three is decent. Let alone having an effect on top of that. So font of power. Is that it, right? The the one that gets you the the minions in hand? You could also discount those. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so no minion mage, just add a couple of these, right? <laughs> no minion mage except this guy. Right. <laughs> I did a I did a Nomi no minion mage before where you just try to draw your whole hand or draw your whole deck and then play Nomi. So it, was, it didn't work, but, um, you know, there's, <laughs> there's room for deck building. <laughs> All right. Oasis Allies, a common three mana frost spell secret. When a friendly minion is attacked, summon a three six water elemental. Uh, so uh, another secret for the secret pool. I think it's a great one. Um, water elementals can be extremely helpful uh, for 
delaying those, you know, impending attacks, especially with the uh, rogue. So, you know, you, you, if you're able to put down some board presence and they end up deciding to attack your minion, then you, you're able to get an Oasis ally. I say that with a question mark because usually they just hit your face. Right. But, I mean, <laughs> there is, there is a, definitely a... At least there's a, some, something out there for, hey, you can't just kill my minions off and I don't have a response to that. So I think it's it's interesting and it definitely uh, will see play for sure. Yes, the uh, the secret mage is stuck around for quite a while. So there's in the last meta that there maybe wasn't a lot of support. We're going to lose uh, three sets worth of of support for it. So this may fit in uh, just as a filler. I don't think long term uh, this secret is good enough just because Water Elemental hasn't been uh, seen as good enough um, on its own. Uh, granted, you get it for a discount of one, but it comes with the, the drawback of having to... Um, be a response to something that your opponent does. So, um, but with, with something where say you play out your game master and then you have the Oasis ally, people are going to want to take out your game master and that, you know, at least has some sort of response to that. So, yeah. Uh, Although it doesn't, it doesn't affect what the person's doing. I, I guess it's kind of like the, uh, the, pack secret um, pack tactics uh, where you get another copy of something, but it is, you know, of a certain size. Right. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, again, it's one that doesn't really strike me as, as especially useful, um, but that would probably be filler until something better came along. Or it's just useful and rogue when they end up using it with. Uh, <laughs> it might be with all the other secrets that are not in their oh, class, right? Yeah. <laughs> Rhyme tongue is a rare three mana three four. After you cast a frost spell, summon a one one elemental that freezes. I kind of feel like they need to give uh, freezing. Um, <laughs> Uh, like freezing on uh, damage or something, a a keyword because saying that, that, that it was... freezes, it's kind of weird. <laughs> so so it summons a one one elemental that is stuck in place because it's frozen. <laughs> right, <laughs> it is weird. Like hearing you say that, I'm like they didn't write that out well. Uh, it's like, not the like, last one that will comment on the writing though. They why don't they just call it something like frost touch? Right, right, like. Like there you go, like oh, an elemental, uh, one one elemental that has frost touch, and you're like, oh, frost touch means that if it's touched by this, like it's done damage, it it freezes. <laughs> I know that, you know that, <laughs> everybody knows that. Versus now, every single elemental has to say freezing any character damaged by this minion. <laughs> or is it, does it even have to be damaged? I don't know. Some of them do, some of them no, don't. No, it, it does. It, okay. it specifically, that's that's what the frosted elemental oh. that's summoned. It, it says freezing any character damaged by this minion. Oh, that's like, a cute yeah. elemental too. It is. It is really cute. But um, I, I mean, it works with that whole, like I'm, I'm doing a whole bunch of frost spells. Um, 
And Flurry's it, free. It's supposed to be like the equivalent of the 3 4 that's in Hunter that does the whole discover a beast thing. Um, I don't know. If there's more, I think if there's a, a, enough frost, it might work. Um, at the moment, I don't feel like there's enough to maybe yeah. make it worthwhile, especially if Flurry's like the mainstay of like why you're doing it. I, I feel like there, there may need to be like one or two more free spells that come out to be able to really make that like a thing. That's you know fair. I mean. mm-hmm. I think that there is enough in um, in wild that people might experiment, but there's so many other strong archetypes for mage. I I have a hard time seeing it um, seeing it find play there. And standard, you're right. There might not be enough just yet, uh, but it definitely well, seems I- like they want to support the the freeze mage archetype again. Uh, so I do expect that we'll see more in the uh, 35 card set and, and the other two in the uh, year. Uh, well, the, the, then the, the thing Griffin. is on top of it, it's a one, one that, that freezes things when it attacks, but it it's doesn't have rush. It's just there. <laughs> so then it's like, okay, now I need to broom it or something else. I, I, I just, uh, yeah. I think we'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jury's still out. Probably won't see until a month or two in. <laughs> Reckless Apprentice, a rare four mana, three, five with a battle cry. Fire your hero power at all enemies. Um, so the one thing that I've I've learned about watching the theory crafting streams is this is the slowest animation ever. Oh, good. Because <laughs> it essentially, t- it, it, it takes the time to literally show your hero power being fired individually at every single individual enemy. Um, Excellent. Which I guess it's great if you just want to take up time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but otherwise, um, yeah, I mean, if you've upgraded your hero power, it's great. Like it's going to enable that hero power um, built uh, mage deck. Uh, perfect for that deck. Uh, does it fit in anything else? No. Does it enable that archetype? Yeah. So um, I'm prepping for uh, the Nas Tormu tournament that Wolfram and uh, Reckless Rogue are running. Um, and so I'm looking for things that have really, really slow animations with the idea that I play it right at the end of my turn. And then hopefully it takes so long that it takes up their turn. It's just, so it's, uh, it's, it's funny that you say that because quite literally that is my plan for my deck that I'm building. <laughs> is I plan on building Secret Paladin because I know that secrets take forever. <laughs> <laughs> great we're gonna see each other in the finals and it's gonna be the the most annoying thing <laughs> like i can't do anything the secret animation takes forever <laughs> it's like great hurry up i'm gonna make sure to buff everything that i have with Libra's. because <laughs> if you kill them you have to wait <laughs> there you go i like it i just hope that i don't need to recast them real quickly or it's all gonna go <laughs> really awry very quickly 
it'll be interesting to see if everybody's thinking the same way and it'll end up being instead of a fun tournament people will be like you guys all suck (laughs) (laughs) this is the worst ever (laughs) refreshing spring water is a common four mana spell draw two cards refresh two mana crystals for each spell drawn um so definitely this i think is one of the best draw cards i think i've ever seen Mm -hmm. um period it's it's it this has to be one of the better cards in this set zero mana Uh, draw two potentially yeah zero mana draw two especially if you're talking about no minion mage like Mm -hmm. with just that one dude that that's like hey you happen to hit me sorry it cost you two to draw me you're still not gonna be upset about that right even if you happen to hit him you're gonna be like yes i've done it now I can finally do the thing that I wanted to do. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. They may just run enough spells that that more than likely it's going to be free or it's going to be two. Um, so either way, even if it's that, even if it's two mana for draw two, um, you're set. That that's excellent. Uh, it's it's a great great card. The only thing that I would think would keep it out of every mage deck is just space in the deck uh, where maybe you are going a little bit um, more on the elemental side, maybe, or uh, some other um, minion synergies. But mage doesn't really do a lot of that right now. And so I'm expecting that we're going to see this in pretty much everything. I mean... The only thing I can think is like, well, what if I've already drawn all my cards because I had all that spell power and I used the the you know the other spell power draw card? I, I still don't think you're upset about using this card either, right? I, I mean, at that point, you're drawing everything, so that way you can kill the person. Kill yeah, the person. I, I guess in that case, the cram session. Um, yeah. So if you're doing spell damage, maybe cram sessions better, but. Um, I would think you'd run both for those times when you don't have spell power. I guess we'll see if it get if it ends up getting the cut. Um, the challenge is it's still four mana. Even if you get it back, uh, it, it's still just a little slow to, to get out compared to say cram session, which can get you four at the four cards at the same time. So um, yeah, we'll see. Varden Dawngrasp Legendary 4 mana 3-3 Battle cry Freeze all enemy minions If any are already frozen Deal 4 damage to them instead Um, So He's one of the mercenaries uh, As well, correct? Believe so Probably (laughs) He's the mage mercenary Um, uh, Yeah, and like all the, the Mercenaries for each set uh, Tavish being the other one, um, and the outcast uh, minion for Demon Hunter was 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 theirs. Uh, they they're they're solid minion. They're they're solid uh, cards that I think belong in every deck type, um, except for maybe no minion mage. Um, but even <laughs> then, maybe if you're just running a few. Uh, because they're not all no minions. That's 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 your answer. That's that's a powerful card to add in. Now he does mean that you can't have Kazakus, but um, in the meantime, it's like 
well, but he's amazing. So yeah. I mean, you can only you can still have Kazakas. You just have to draw him before or Varden before you draw Kazakas. True, true, and and maybe that's the answer. You just have him and 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 Kazakas, and hopefully by the time that all lines up, you're 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 good to go. And there's enough other um, draw. But, so how do you read but, this one? Actually, I I just wanted I, to see how you read it first. I I read this as one mana develop a three three. Frost Nova, <laughs> right? Like that's amazing. And then you also have Flurry, so then uh, you could. If there's three minions on the board, you've dealt four damage to them. Um, you could also have the um, the Glacier Racer. So you're on turn five. You freeze two minions, deal three damage to them, and then deal four more damage to them. Um, yeah. I, I mean, especially in this freeze mage deck that we're building, mm-hmm. it, it enables that archetype. Do I think that we're at the point where we're going to see a total total free freeze mage type build? I, I think it'll be played around with. I don't know if there's enough yet, but uh, it's it's definitely still solid in, inclusion, even if it's just all it is 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 frost nova one mana develop a three. I agree. I think I think we'll see a lot of this. My my challenge on this one is the wording that you freeze all enemy minions. Period. If any are already frozen, deal four damage to them instead. So is the them referring to the all enemy minions? So you're dealing four damage to everything if any minion is frozen? <laughs> Or are you only dealing damage to the frozen ones? <laughs> I got you. The very specific, if any, are already frozen. So if, if one of them's frozen, they're all getting damage. Um, I think it it specifically is it, it's it's poor word choicing. Exactly. I think if anything, I think if anything, if like if any mi- minion is frozen, deal four damage to frozen minions. Oh man, you should or, have been or, on the on the post or, team. <laughs> or, or or battle cry. If any if any minion is frozen, deal four damage to it. Period. Freeze all enemy minions. Right? If they're already frozen, they get frozen a second time. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, unless that, that might hurt design for uh, if you freeze an enemy this turn or something like that, but. I don't know. Design space is a weird one. Yeah, I, I don't. I it, it's 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 not written well. How the effect is coded in there may even be really awkward too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they could have. There's there are definitely cards that even even the same effect isn't written correctly the same way. Right, and they end up coming back and like fixing them too later on so right like in in magic the the wording on some of these like difference between play and summon um you know and what counts for what are all very different and should probably be standardized (laughs) (laughs) well you know they're a small indie company what do you expect (laughs) yeah indeed <laughs> Mordrish Fire Eyes, a legendary 10 mana 10 10 with the battle cry. If you've dealt 10 damage with your hero power this game, deal 10 damage to all enemies. 
So I feel like this is the guitarist for the band that um, ETC is running. Am I, am I wrong? Like, Oh, ETC maybe. Yeah. The, the, the like lead guitarist. He's the backup guitarist. Like, love it. I feel like we there's we're missing one other band member and he's going to come out soon, but pretty soon they're, they're, they're all going to form a band and then we're going to have like this, like very BlizzCon feeling concert all <laughs> headed up by uh, amazing uh, uh, minions that we've come to know and love in Hearthstone. But no, this is this is the reason that you build that that hero power mage deck is that the end results is that you get a ten ten minion for ten that also deals ten damage to the entire board and your enemy's face all at the same time to and your en- enemy's board only. It doesn't hit your board. Oh, did I, did I say board? I, well, you said the entire board, so I just wanted to make sure that it was, oh, it was yeah, clear. Yeah, there. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. In my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, their their whole board, their board, yeah, not yours. Their <laughs> board is gone. And uh, then it's like, you know, then you click the end turn, and you're like, your turn. I mean, <laughs> and of course, you slam this down with authority. I mean, that's that's going to be amazing. And then you know, the the sad, the really the the hard part of it is, is that then it's their turn. They don't they don't have a board left, and they still have to deal with a ten ten minion being on, facing them. I mean, that's that, pretty crazy. That's, that's that's insane. The fact that like you know, I mean, yeah, you could maybe if you're that freeze mage, you freeze it, right? But. Uh, eventually you still have to deal with that so um there's i think it's 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 amazing there's there's definitely going to be decks built around it um is it at the point where people have developed it just yet i mean it's still we haven't even gotten the cards yet um some of us have but i mean i don't we've not really had a chance to play with it i I think there's going to be some definitely things that are played around with it and there's going to be something that comes out of it where um, people are upset about it, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It may also be that fringe thing, like Mozaki was all along, right? Mozaki like, Mage was like one of those things, just like, yeah, it happens, but it doesn't happen all the time. And when it does happen, sometimes you're like, huh, why did they just concede? Right. Uh, so I don't see this as being really great. So I think as people explore it, uh, like Genelai is one of my favorite uh, minions of all time. Uh, mm-hmm. Even didn't see a lot of play uh, for, but this does a little bit more damage uh, if you meet the requirements. So maybe, um, and I, I do like your idea of get the whole band together and maybe even get the band together. If they're all three in play, then you win the game and it gives you a two minute concert if you want to listen to it or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny that you say Janelai. Janelai was like one of the first legendaries that I opened. In fact, I think it was the first legendary that I opened. So um, I, I tried to make that deck work and uh and I never succeeded. But. It, it was hard to get that much hero um, hero power damage. And granted, we have a bit of help here with the wildfire and uh, what was the the other minion, um, the reckless apprentice that will get you there a lot faster. Um, so yeah, I'm planning on throwing it in a, a hero power mage in wild and see what you can do. I think there's things to, to be said, to be done. 
just turn 10 just seems like such a big ask these days. All right. So now we're at Paladin. I'm expecting that there's a lot to say here. So we'll start with Conviction. Epic one mana holy spell. Give a random friendly minion plus three attack. Uh, It's a rank spell. So at five mana, then it gives two random uh, friendly minions plus three attack. And at 10 mana, it gives three random friendly minions plus three attack. Um. So yeah, I'll, I'll have a lot to say. Uh, conviction's <laughs> great. Uh, this is conviction. Actually, I feel like has gone. Like this is the reason that we don't have as much rush, neutral rush or charge. I mean, especially neutral charge, because like think if I had gotten all three charge minions on the board and then given them all the plus three attack, like that that'd be nutty. Um, but. Um, even with that, Paladin is really great, especially with some of the cards that are coming along at developing boards. Um, so um, I, I feel like it'll see play. It kind of fits into every deck. Um, and there, this also allows us to be able to utilize uh, Smoru as well um, as like a board clear, even all the way up to, to four attacks. So... Um, yeah, I think it's, it's good. Yeah, fits into existing archetypes pretty well. You get a big board, uh, even broom it, and then give a bunch of stuff, uh, a bonus on the attack to clear, and then get maybe some more to the face. So I agree. It should see quite a bit of play. Mm-hmm. Galloping Savior, a common one-mana secret. After your opponent plays three cards in a turn, summon a 3-4 Steed with Taunt. Um, so as far as the secrets that we've had, there are some amazing secrets out there. This one, um, it works to protect against a very specific threat that's out there in the stealth aggro rogue and also a few, like a few others. Um, but I don't know if it's, um, like really all that amazing, um, it may also not be triggered for a long, long time. So if you end up wanting it to not trigger because you need, say, to utilize another card that's coming in the set, maybe that's why we include it. Um, but I don't know. I feel like there are so many other secrets that do way more powerful things that this is... Uh, that are easier to trigger. Uh, yeah. yeah. Easier to trigger, but definitely more powerful. Mm-hmm. Um and that that ability of if they trigger or not is not really something that we're super concerned about. We kind of want those effects to happen. Um, so I don't know. Maybe if we need a, a, a harder to trigger secret because we want to enable other um, cards, that's why we include it. But I don't think it is one that gets included. <laughs> Knight of Anointment, a common one mana one one uh, battle cry. Draw a holy spell. Um, so specific draw is great. Um, it also is draw. Um, the paladin set kind of with core switching uh, reduced the amount of draw that it had. Um, so uh, this is great. Uh, I mean, there's also the is it the Cobalt Librarian that's in Wild. 
it's a that one mana two one, but you also have to do damage to yourself as a warlock. Mm-hmm. Um, to draw um, this equivalency is is amazing. I can just draw it, and I can draw a very specific thing too, a holy spell. Granted, <laughs> almost all the spells in Paladin are holy spells, so it's pretty much draw any any number of things. Uh, but I don't think you're you're going to be upset about slotting this into Librum Paladin, uh, or even into uh, other even as even if all you do is draw a secret with it. I don't think you're upset about using it as a draw option, especially for one mana, and you develop a one one. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize that the Librums were. I guess not all of them are holy, right? But. Um... Oh, yeah, no, they are all holy, except, except for the, the ju- except for the, the non-spell, right? So, yeah, that's <laughs> I mean that's pretty crazy. The book. I'm sorry, I, I call the Librum of Judgment the book, like because it's just <laughs> it is a book. You hit them in the face with the book, and uh, nah, go away. <laughs> Soldiers caravans a two mana one three rare at the start of your turn. Summon two one one Silverhand recruits. So another caravan, but this is Paladin's turn for a caravan. Um, And I like this caravan. Um, For the dude Paladin thing, I don't know if everyone sees the power in it, but it is also a two-mana card, so Rally um, can bring it back. Um, And at that point, when you Rally it, there may be other priorities versus taking out this uh, caravan, Mm -hmm. but then it's it's just going to keep creating more and more Silver Hands that then you're like, wait, no, I need to kill those silver hands. And meanwhile, you forget that this uh, caravan's over here just making the trouble. So then it also splits decisions. Uh, and at three health um, on turn two, pretty good. Uh, I agree. I think um, the silver hand recruits have a lot of uh, benefits now. They've last set, they really started. Uh, trying to make the dude pally a thing again this gets it started early at two mana um it's still kind of difficult to clear a one three uh you can maybe do it um before you get any benefit out of it but most likely you get at least one turn of silver hand recruits and then it's something that you have to deal with so um dude pally i think gets the support that it needs to to be yet another paladin that you see on the ladder pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I feel like there's... I When I theorycrafted the, the paladin decks that I theorycrafted, granted, the the last one that I theorycrafted probably more meme than a deck, um, but I had no less than five uh, deck types that I wanted to build. Um and Dude Paladin distinctly had this caravan as part of it. Um, oh, absolutely. And I, I feel like it's it's definitely going to see play, and I feel like you're going to see a variety of Paladin uh, coming in and, until someone figures out the right combination for, for it to, to work. I, I, I promise I'll try to do that as quickly as I can. <laughs> no, I think it's great when there's multiple. It makes it harder to mulligan, but when there's multiple decks that are valid and, and viable uh, for each class, it definitely makes it more interesting on the ladder when you're not facing the same deck over and over again. And so that, that's one of the things I really appreciate actually about you is how much you experiment and uh, well, bring and, new- and, and, 
And I like that too. Like I like the fact that like when it comes to Mulligan, when you're when you're playing against a warlock, you're like, well, I can either Mulligan for this Ticketus control, or I have to Mulligan for Zoo. Um, for Paladin, it was like, well, I have to Mulligan for Libram, and that's it. Um, until now, we've kind of. Um, set up that potential for for multiple deck types to be well, extremely fun. Not really, because you had a, you have to mulligan for Libram, you have to mulligan for uh, Scam or Cheese or <laughs> Ramp, whatever you want to call it. You have to mulligan for the, um, the Rally Pally and uh, for, uh, what was the other one? The Murlocs. Dual Paladin? Murlocs. Dual, yeah, Dual is another one. There's, there's a lot of Paladin on the ladder. Uh, yeah. But really, it came down to there was one that that really people were bringing, and that was the one that you mulled in for. And pure pally. <laughs> Sword of the Fallen, a rare two mana, uh, one attack, three durability weapon. After your hero attacks, cast a secret from your deck. Um, so uh, when I saw this reveal, it was like one of the last reveals before they ba- did the big reveal stream. I was like, yes, this is what we waited for. <laughs> um, this is essentially Paladin draw um, or deck thinning. It also is, is a secret enabler. A lot of the, the video reviews that I saw uh, when they would talk about uh the legendary that we're going to talk about later. They're like, there's no way it's going to work. There's no enabler. There's Helens don't want to cast their secrets. Well, we don't have to now, right? We can just go ahead and equip the sword on, and we can even do it as turn, turn one with the coin and immediately start um, getting our secrets in play and uh, making it even harder for our opponent to, to, do what they need to do. Plus, you know, this constant one attack for three turns, that's that's six cards if you got both of the swords. That's amazing. Do you run six secrets? I I, I think you run eight. Um, so I I think, uh, it, especially if you're building the secret deck, I think you run eight secrets. Uh, you have... Uh, get down <laughs> or noble sacrifice. I just call it get down because he shouts <laughs> out when he, he jumps out. Um, then you also have Oh My Yog, you know, your favorite secret. <laughs> I, I <love> that one. <laughs> and then uh, we also have, let's see here, um, the new card that came out in core, which was. Um, is that reckoning? Reckoning, yeah. And then we also have Avenge that's coming back, and I think all four of those are the the, the ones that you run. Um, now, do you run all eight? Um, I, I think I, I would want to say yes. Uh, the fact that you have all of all those uh, various ones kind of enables a lot of different things. You could you could even be able to get something buffed very easily. Um, where they're trying to take out something and they go to attack it and instead you get that noble sacrifice and then also avenge triggering at the same time. Um, and it, to where, you know, they didn't hit the target that they wanted and not only did they not hit it, now they're also buffing it too. And then you continue to do whatever it is that you're going to do. And they don't like the fact that you have a lot of secrets. So. <laughs> 
It, it just seems like the secrets in Paladin haven't been really strong enough to support the um, the secret archetype uh and especially in standard core um i i just feel like dedicating that many slots um unless you're guaranteed to pull them out with uh, with the uh the weapon seems like it seems like you don't have enough good stuff left um so i'm interested in what you come up with uh for for that to make it i mean you don't have to put it all eight in to for, to to be fair but eight out of 30 cards is an awful lot no i and, and and i i don't i don't know if you do all eight maybe you're that's that's where you're thinking you know what avenge is better like with the current deck type that i'm doing so so maybe i run two of those and noble sacrifice is really an excellent um, one, so I'm going to run two of those, and maybe I just one of the the other two. Um, but you got to have at least a little bit of differentiation. Otherwise, you know, if you're just running two secrets, then it's easy to figure out, easy, easy to, to test. Figure out, right, right. Um, but depending on how you're actually building the deck, and if you're really working towards like the legendary that we'll talk about um, later, um, maybe you are running that many. Especially if maybe you're sorting the deck in a distinct way once you've gotten a hold of your swords, so that way you don't draw them out. And mm-hmm. instead, they're just, you know, um, being played only with your sword. I mean, there, there, there could be unique ways of that it's done. Fair enough. The Northwatch Commander feeds into that as well. Um, following the sword, it's a three mana, three four with a battle cry. If you control a secret, draw a minion. So specific draw is what we have. Um, also works off of that secret. I feel like there's almost enough of a synergy here, just even between, say, the the sword and the Northwatch commander, where maybe even this is like a combo with one of, just even a one of secret. Let's say it's Omayog, where you put that Omayog into your deck, you don't mulligan it, but you grab hold of the sword and you get the commander, so now you can get it out, play it, and draw a very specific minion, and there you go. You're, you're off to the races. Um, do I think that that's as simple as it's going to be? No, I feel like you're you're, you're going to use this, this, this immense secret synergy to create a very secret package deck mm-hmm. and he's part of that oh yeah because sure. he'll he'll at least get you around those secrets so that you're not drawing them um <laughs> or so that you have something else to play because you know when you have a handful of secrets that you've already got played then it doesn't feel so good mm-hmm. carriel rome four mana legendary uh four three with rush and divine shield whenever Carrial Rome attacks reduce the cost of holy spells in your hand by one. So it's interesting too. Um, some of the secrets are holy, and some of them aren't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that's interesting. But conviction that that's a holy spell, event holy spell, the uh, reckoning. Oh my, Yog is shadow. Uh, Shield of Honor is holy. The Librams are holy. Um, so it's it's interesting. The buff cards holy. The the some some things are some things aren't. But um, how that all plays out, uh, Carol Rome. She's the she's the mercenary from from uh, the set for Paladin. Uh, amazing four three. 
uh, Rush Divine Shield, that means it's uh, true silver, uh, but developing a minion. So you can attack right away, still have a minion left on the board. Um, and the like, just even the Divine Shield Rush alone, like if, mm-hmm. if it didn't do this ability of reducing the cost of holy spells to anything, it would be amazing. Um, the fact that it does that other stuff also great makes Conviction free. Um, so you can go ahead and, and use your mana elsewhere. Um, but then I, there's also unique things that can happen with other um, buffs that are coming along and even ones that, that exist already. In fact, I have an idea somewhere in my mind that there's there's this deck that exists out there where you make multiple carryall roams and discount down a whole bunch of holy spells by using Gift of Luminance. Um, that's That's the... The oh, nice. deck builder and me going, there's there's this plan in the distance. But even without that plan in the distance, she's amazing as it is. The the just solidly put into any deck, just like you know, your Varden Dawn Grasp at that four cost uh makes Kazakis that that card where you're like, well, you're not coming in here because <laughs> I have my four cost minion that I want. Uh, in fact, what's what's really, really interesting, uh, aside from uh, Tavish, um, Kurtris is, is four-cost, Varden is four-cost, Cariel is four-cost, uh, even as you continue to go down, uh, a good portion of them are all four-cost. So you either have this... Uh, <laughs> your your mercenary or, or you have Kazakis, but you can't have both. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like oftentimes people are going to opt for the for their class. Uh, yeah, mini for sure. And this does seem really good. A lot of lot of use, uh, especially learning all of the different holy spells uh, that got it added after the fact. Um, so, like you said, good just based on Rush Divine Shield at four. Um, with the extra bonus, why wouldn't you include it? Unless you just weren't playing any holy spells, then you might find something that fits a little bit better. But um, it seems pretty strong just as a four mana, four, three with Rush and Divine Shield. Invigorating. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I even considered maybe not including her in like Librem Paladin because the Librems already get discounted, but it's like, but there are times where they don't get discounted. I'm like, no, she's included. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Invigorating sermons, a common four mana holy spell, give plus one, plus one to all minions in your hand, deck and battlefield. Um. So this is the this is the world in which we make multiple versions of Carol Rogue because it's a holy spell and we discount this down to one, right? Like that's how this works. No. Um I, I I don't know if this is good enough at four mana to, to work out. Now at three mana, if you've played Carol, then you can use it. Maybe if you've developed a good solid board with those silver hands. And it, it does work on the hand, your hand and the battlefield. So, um, you know, the things that you have on board will will get that buff. And it goes all the way into your deck, too. So, like, your soldier caravan can then be up to, like, where it's a 3-5 if you cast both versions of it. I just don't know. It's really slow. 
um, for that that little bump uh, in attack and health that doesn't carry over to silver hands if you if you've recruited them after the fact. Um, maybe yeah, I, I'll play around with it, but I don't think it's going to be an inclusion. Yeah, I kind of see it as more of that uh, dude pally or some kind of a token, something that gets the board wide and four mana to give plus one, plus one to all of your minions everywhere actually seems pretty good in that uh, in that regard. Like when you compare it to the, the Hunter Caravan, that was just your hand for two mana, uh, but every turn, I guess. Um, uh, you'd almost rather have the effect where it hits the ones in your deck as well. So there's a there's a lot going on there, uh, and like you said, maybe not in the current archetypes that we have, but it'll be something that I think people experiment with. It might even be something that gets uh, tossed into like um, Mech Pally and Wild or something, um, or Hand Buff Pally and Wild uh, to to shore it up a little bit so that you don't have to necessarily carry the ones that only hit your hand um so yeah i'm i'm curious to see where all this gets used like you said it does get discounted pretty easily with the uh the other holy um um synergies so i'm on the on the fence here i kind of agree that it's a little slow uh for most uses that we're seeing now but I mean, even ramp pally could could use that because it's then the cost doesn't affect it as much, right? In, in wild, because there's no ramp pally anymore. In right in wild, <laughs> that, that dragon ship has sailed and is <laughs> <laughs> say goodbye. Good riddance. <laughs> <sighs> Veteran War Medic is an epic 4-mana 3-5. After you cast a holy spell, summon a 2-2 Medic with lifesteal. Um, so this is amazing. Uh, this is definitely slots into uh, Librem Paladin right, right away because um, all those Librems are holy. So, you know, all you need is, you know, a, even a, a minion on board you could get a veteran war medic, a broomstick, and one uh, Libram, and you've developed multiple minions uh, that have, or medics that have lifesteal as well. Uh, gets you early healing right away um, and becomes a priority target to eliminate as well. Um, yeah, it's looking good. Got a good body uh, on it. Um, so has some survivability even at that mid game range. And like you said, gives you the lifesteal fairly early, um, which is where where you can actually beat Pally is with a very aggro deck. So uh, yeah, once you get more that early healing. Yeah. And and. I think that's that's where it, it's going to help out. It's going to shore up some of those weaknesses. So I, it, it's yeah, definitely in a Libram Paladin fits in there quite well. Um, and it may even fit other places too. Um, but um, I'll be, I definitely will play around with it. It's, it's a good card for sure. Cannon Master Smith is a legendary five mana four four with a battle cry. Transform your secrets into three three soldiers. They transform back when they die. 
So is it Smith or Smythe? Yeah. Or is it, is it Smithy? <laughs> uh, I was going to say Smythe, but then I was like, you know, that looks like the old English Smith. So Okay. All right. I, I'll, I'll say Smythe, you say Smith. Well, it'll be like potato, potato. Exactly. We'll, we'll there we go. Um, uh, yeah. Excellent with that. those secret synergies. Uh, if you have no secrets, not all that great. If you have one secret, okay. If you have two secrets that are just even in hand, like let's say you were running those eight secrets that I talked about and you happen to draw two of them. Um, on, on a turn seven, you play both your secrets and then turn them into soldiers. Uh, yeah, seven mana to develop uh, ten, 10 mana worth of stats in three different bodies. Easy. And then on top of it, they you don't lose those secrets. They turn back into um, secrets when they're killed. So unless they get silenced by, you know, that sigil of silence. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> but, uh, or do they then turn into a death rattle or? Yeah, they get the death rattle, which says okay. like essentially call like recast or transform back into a secret is, is what it says. Um, so they, just essentially have the secret that they were like attached to them, essentially, I believe. I've not and seen it in play. In the order <laughs> so, played, I guess we have some experimentation to do there. Yeah, where they sit, uh, I don't know. Um, but I would assume it's it, you're not going to get back random other secrets. You're going to get back the secret that you had prior. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also some interesting things to like, like with some of the neutral cards out there too, to be able to to somehow like get into a unique place where you're you're developing boards off of other mini or your opponent's secrets too. So, um, but what's what's interesting about it is the fact that it from your secrets they they may have play tested around your secrets and didn't trigger them, um, and and been like, okay, cool. Well, I didn't trigger trigger them. Well, if they play tested around them before. And were it managed to not trigger them, well, then they have to replay around them again once you've turned them into a soldier and then they died. And now they don't know which secret it was that they just managed to put back back up in play. So um, kind of interesting there. Plus the secrets then also protect the soldiers that you then have on the board. Like let's say, for example, you had, you know, you managed to get three secrets, but you had two secrets in hand that you couldn't end up casting because those secrets were currently active. Well, now they're not active, but then they can become react. That's it, just it becomes a nutty little play where you can, you can literally make it like very frustrating for. Not only yourself, but also your opponent. <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds like frustrating for me. Like, oh, I can play this one. Oh, I shouldn't have because now they killed the one that would have given me but that wait, back. If they didn't kill trigger. it, then... Yeah, exactly. Does it, does it trigger the, the one? And then do I get it back? Like, like, like... Experimentation <laughs> like, incoming next week early. It, it, wait, if it, if I play Reckoning, it turn it into a soldier, and then I play Reckoning again, they kill that soldier, so they trigger Reckoning, which then kills the minion, 
which then the minion that died turns into Reckoning. So now I have Reckoning again. So they go to kill the other minion, and that turns into <laughs> Noble Sacrifice, which then when they go to attack my face, then they can't because I have Noble Sacrifice. Hmm. Wait, and then they also have another event so that that thing dies? I don't know. <laughs> And I think that that confusion, that all, all of that is going to make for some interesting play. And it's also going to make people like frustrated. Like, what is this secret paladin doing? They're all quitting Hearthstone. And it'll be like, (laughs) like uh, playing against priests where it's just frustrating. And even when you win, (laughs) even when you're you're like, what was that? I I don't want any of that. (laughs) <laughs> all right on to priest desperate prayer it's a zero mana holy spell restore five health to each hero wait i thought they deleted this class <laughs> no they didn't no, okay I, i'm just kidding uh uh this is desperate prayer is uh gonna be helpful for other enabling plus on top of it uh you know for priests oftentimes they're not in actively damaging uh, the opponent's face, especially against aggro. Like, aggro is developing um, and pushing towards their face. For free, they get to go ahead and heal, and they may not even take the negative of healing the opponent. They may not have done damage to the, to the opponent yet. I, I feel like it's it kind of fits into uh, a priest deck. Plus, it's also free, um, so if you get it off of your... Um, Sothic Veil Weaver, you're not going to be upset about that. Um, yeah, good spell. Yeah, and I mean, I, we don't really see a lot of those uh, low-cost healing spells just because they take up a space. But with so much um, generation and Priest uh, that they seem to be going down, this could be a good one to just be generated on. I've actually had good success with it in duels as well, uh, as more as an activator, because uh, oftentimes I run slower priest decks there, uh, and then this can trigger my corrupt um, minion uh, with Spellburst or the Spellburst minion that gives uh, corrupt cards. So definitely some places that you can see it. I'm, I'm not expecting that it'll be run uh, hard in many decks, but uh, like you said, you get it off of a Veil Weaver or something, um, you'll be happy with it. Mm-hmm. Condemn is the priest rank spell. It's a two mana epic holy spell. Deal one damage to all enemy minions. Uh, at five mana, it turns to two damage, and at ten to three damage. And uh, I want to know how can I get this spell over in Paladin? Because um, I love it. It's great. Uh, so, at, obviously, at rank one, um, it, it's kind of like Holy Ripple. It doesn't quite do enough, usually, but it would help with, like, your uh, stealth minions from Agro Rogue. Um, so, great for that. Or the dudes um, in Pally. Yeah, or all those dudes, especially because when it's rank one, they don't have their Divine Shields up just yet, you know from uh, Lothraxian. Um, But even if it does get up to two, the Divine Shield's obviously not going to be... They're just going to take... It's just going to take them off. But um, at the point where it ranks up at five mana, it's now 
better than Consecration because it's a discounted Consecration. It's only two mana. And when it gets all the way up to the 10, 10 rank, it's it's going to be able to hit more uh, for harder, bigger boards, and take things out. Um, uh, it's amazing. I, I love it. It's a great spell. Um, definitely part of uh, Priest Toolkit, and I think you'll see it in every deck. I'm not sure. I, I think that this... The usage of this one's going to depend on how the meta uh, forms. Uh, it seems like with some of the others, uh, we've maybe slowed it down a bit, like Druid with all of its taunts and things like that. Um, and if it ends up going a little bit heavier that way, this doesn't do quite enough, and there may be better... Um, I mean, probably not at the the two cost, but there may be better ways of dealing with those boards. Um, so... You, you've convinced me that it's a pretty great card, though, uh, especially if we do have the aggro meta, which we always do at the beginning of a, a new meta, right? Um, to deal with some of that uh, rush before you can get the rest of your stuff built up. So thanks for changing my mind on it. <laughs> I, um, yeah, it's... It really is. I, I feel like that's what Priest wants, right? They want to be able to have that board control. And it, oftentimes that's in the form of AOE. Uh, and uh, it's it's just the the further along it goes, the more on rate it becomes, the, the, even the better it becomes. Um, so, um, and I, I feel like you'll probably see it right around that, that five mana turn. That's when you're going to see that it being utilized the most, to be honest. Serena Bloodfeather is a two mana legendary 1 1. With a battle cry, choose an enemy minion, steal attack and health from it until this has more. It also has the battle cry, confuse yourself and everyone else around you with how this thing works. <laughs> um, so you get to pick the, the minion, which is nice. So it's targeted, but essentially it's. It, it just subtracts from both until there is more on this minion. It's more it's of both. More of both. Yeah. So if it's say um, Yesera, a four twelve, then it would become a five thirteen. Hmm. I don't know. I know, <laughs> no, because you're stealing it from from them, so it's going to average it out, right? So uh, it would be, a, I guess, you would be a. Um, Wait, no, because it wouldn't die, right? It would be so a three, uh, three eight, right? <laughs> but I, I'm wondering if it can kill things that have zero power. Okay, so so Ysera's a four twelve. It's a one one. So it becomes so it's five, so it's three, and thirteen, so half of thirteen is so it'd be seven. No. Oh, okay. So it'd be a three seven, and meanwhile Ysera would be a two six. Right. <laughs> Yay. That that would oh my god that was amazing it's you know that was so easy to do you're totally gonna have the amount of time that you need especially when you're playing with not <laughs> to figure out Just how that, this card works 
<laughs> well, you don't really have to figure figure that part out, though. You just um, you, you use just play it. you use uh, sp- spells that reduce the attack, um, so that you just steal all of its health, and then it. Oh no, because you'd have you'd have more already on the uh, attack. Hmm. I don't, I'm not sure how you use this effectively. <laughs> maybe you just have to give give a, a, a health buff, or um, maybe you get the swap uh, priest, where you swap the attack and health of minions and uh, end up stealing more. I don't know. <laughs> I, I <laughs> all I know is. Uh, math is hard. <laughs> thank you, Blizzard. <laughs> Soothsayer's Caravan is a rare two mana one three at the start of your turn. Copy a spell from your opponent's deck to your hand. See, and I thought here, I thought that um, we were going away from pre stealing our things. Would have been um, nice. Yeah. Then they make this Soothsayer Caravan, which the paca on it is really cute, um, but I don't like it. Um, and because it's it's excellent. I mean, it is a start of the turn effect, um, but at three health, we know how hard it is to kill a Suthic Veil Weaver, um, mm-hmm. and that's at three health. Um, it's going to stick around. It's going to have that effect. And on top of it, it's, it's specifically spells. Um, which priests love spells. They, and that's everybody they runs them. They're veil weavers. And yeah, every, there's always a spell. And then on top of it, then there's sometimes unique spells, like, and getting access, priests getting access to those unique spells, it, they're, they're, they're gonna make use of them to then beat you up and make you feel bad because they're, they're using your cards against you. Um, <laughs> So. so we're going to just all agree to not play any spells in our decks until nobody plays Caravan yeah. and then add them back in. We'll just play minions. <laughs> all minions. No spells. Devouring Plague is a common three mana shadow spell with lifesteal deal four damage randomly split among all enemy minions. So it's like... Um... Cthune, right? Like like the little missiles. Yeah, or arcane then, missiles, yeah. Yeah. And then they steal life. Huh. I mean, and if you only have one minion out, which is which is possible, that means it's just dead. And also it's I would assume it's those missile type things, so like it's gonna destroy divine shields, which is kind of annoying. Um yeah, I think <laughs> I think Although, my prime is that he's going to die, but the uh, the life steal doesn't happen on the divine shields, but no. um, but yeah, it's an easy way to take care of small boards. It's also a really great activator on the um, flesh giant, and it takes a little while oh, to uh, to finish. So <laughs> another Nazdormu card here. Ah, okay. Life steal is slow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, definitely part of the, the flesh giant is, is interesting. Um, and the fact that it, it, it is, it's specifically targeting minions too. That means that's an aggro stopper as well. I mean, it's not going face. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so 
uh, yeah, I feel like that's an inclusion. Yeah, absolutely. And especially when we talk about the, um, the legendary coming up here in a, in a few, um, I, I, I think it couples pretty nicely with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the void flares, a rare four mana, three, four with a battle cry for each spell in your hand, deal one damage to a random enemy minion. So he's like the the minion type of the spell, mm-hmm. um, except for you're you're having to balance that like minions versus um, spells to be able to get that perfect balance, right? Right. Um, the hard part is priest draw sometimes is a challenge. It's more generate um, than draw, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, if you can get enough generation going. Of those spells because you can't you can't have that happen. Um, but usually it's just like a one for one thing. Um, I don't know. At four man, it's kind of like that. It could be good. I mean, especially with the three four body. I mean, it. it, it I think it'll see play. Um, I'm I'm kind of seeing this one more as a wild card kind of, uh, and it's and even then I'm not sure that it's good enough because it is just uh, minions, um, but you do end up with a lot of cards in like an APM priest um, that may make make. I guess that's not quite good enough in wild right now either because there's so much better um, synergies with the Raza priest and. Um, uh, resurrect priest so that you don't see the APM or Nomi priest uh, much anymore. But in those cases, this could be the clear to get through uh, as protection. But yeah, I think you end up wanting to, to use your spells a little bit more uh, and yeah. four mana for a three, four is just kind of iffy. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, every class is like, it's like they have this template for each class. And I said, oh, we need four mana, three, fours for, for which classes? <laughs> All of them. Um, I, I don't think... And, and on top of it, like, at the expense of, like, uh, like this is this is what we're going to play instead of Kazakus, I'm like, no, I'm not playing this. <laughs> the other card. <laughs> right. Zyrella is a legendary 4-mana four 4-4 four, four with a battle cry. If you've restored health this turn, deal that much damage to all enemy minions. And... This is why you might run Desperate Prayer. Um, you can heal both both you and your opponent and then deal 10 damage to all enemy minions. Wait, didn't we have to, like, do a really hard, like, build our hero power up, do a whole bunch of... <laughs> right. Uh, hero power shenanigans and mage to do the same thing. I mean, granted that would face, but it caught at the cost of running a 10 mana mana minion in our hand, having to build our deck very difficultly, very specifically. And this is, Hey, just get two cards like that go together. Right. (laughs) Um, She's amazing. Yeah. Like when it comes to the, the four mana mercenaries, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Though Love to it. be fair, she is just minions again. So unlike the uh, the mage version it, that hits face as well, um, you you don't get to to get back what you healed before. 
which is unfortunate, but probably better in, in the priest archetypes that we've seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're not winning. They're not going to win the game with it, but they, they're they're also not going to lose the game with it. <laughs> right. Uh, same, I think, for the priest of Anshi, which is an epic five mana, five, five taunt with a battle cry. If you've restored health this turn, gain plus three, plus three. Pretty easy to make that a five mana, eight, eight. Oh, so easy. And, and you know, this, this it, it kind of makes you think about, uh, there's a, another five mana, eight, eight with Paladin has with the Carousel Griffin. With the Carousel Griffin, though, I have to play a six mana minion beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does, I don't have a zero cost spell that I can just go ahead and put down an eight, eight. Right. You know, that, that, that. <laughs> You have to play something that costs more rather than just heal yourself uh, on yeah, a turn. Just heal yeah. Just heal you know you want to heal yourself anyways. Just heal yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so easy to get down. Um per even even if you weren't able somehow, some way, you were just like, no, I really need to stop what's happening right now. And you play it without the battle cry, right? Without the getting it to an eight eight. It's still an amazing minion. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, they also know no, no, that, amazing, that, but it's not bad. Uh, five mana, five five taunt. Yeah, that's that's pretty. That's pretty. It's okay. <laughs> okay, it's not as good as an eight eight, but it's still good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the golden shower. I mean, the light shower elemental, uh, rare six mana six six taunt elemental with death rattle. Restore eight health to all friendly characters. I didn't know Priest was going down the taunt route with Druid, but um, that's awesome. I'm, I mean, that's to your to yourself. That's to everything else. I mean, I don't know. At six mana, it's pretty pricey, especially for 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 what it for the six six. But I mean, it's still pretty good. I like it. Yeah, it's good enough. Um, I, I actually like it better than the one we just talked about, the Priest of Anshi, uh, just because it has that heal effect, and the heal effect can then be used to trigger some of those if you've healed this turn. So you you can get the Priest, uh, that plus three, plus three, by killing off your taunt on your turn. Uh, or if you, kill it, if you attack into something on your turn, then... Um, the same turn, you can use Zyrella to deal a bunch of damage to all of their, all of their stuff. So, um, you know, there's a lot of synergies there, and it's an elemental which has some other synergies elsewhere. Um, th- that six mana for a six six, I just said five mana for a five five was okay, uh, but just because it's almost always going to give you some health back as well. Um, I, I like this one a, a little bit better. I think we'll see see it see play. Well, and and, and you know it it, it kind of makes me think about how it could work with the light steed, right? If oh you, yeah. The lights the light steed is four, also an elemental. Mm-hmm. Um, when you heal friendly characters, they gain two health. I believe is what mm-hmm. it is. Um, so this hits all friendly characters. Yeah. Um, um, so all your friendly minions would also not only get healed but also get their health and get boosted yeah um i think that's pretty good 
I agree. Yeah. Power word fortitude. Common eight mana holy spell. Give a minion plus three plus five. Costs one less for each spell in your hand. Um, at eight mana, you're like, that's that's quite the price to pay for three three five worth of <laughs> right. stats. Um, I don't think you're... I almost feel like you're not going to run this, but you're going to be happy when you find it, when you're doing those crazy turns where you fill your hand with a whole bunch of spells from a Bell Weaver. But... Yeah, it's um, it's a it's a tough one to ask at that cost and just wondering how much you can even reduce it, right? Like you're you're probably not going to have a handful of nothing but spells um which would make it free. So at what point does this really break even for you and how often do people really play the uh, buffs in priest anymore anyway? Yeah. Um, and and so where what is the price point at th- for three five worth of stats where you feel like that's good um is it four mana like i mean four four mana i think is average on those stats so on those stats yeah yeah. four mana so you need to have four spells i mean it's it's very doable do you really want to cast that and get those stats I mean, the the other thing is it's kind of got an anti-synergy with itself, right? You, that you want to play this on a minion, but you need spells in your hand. So you, you um, I don't know. I, I, I have a hard time seeing this one uh, C play uh, just because you're, you need minions, but you'll need spells to make it affordable. So uh, it's not a good combination. <laughs> Onto Rogue. Paralytic Poison is a rare one-mana nature spell. Give your weapon plus one attack, and your hero is immune while attacking. Um, so I thought rogues, generally speaking, want to hit your face with their weapon. Like, they're not really wanting to trade themselves into your minions. Um... I mean, they'll, they'll do it if they have to, um, but... Maybe better in the really mirror match. Um, yeah, I, I, the only thing that I could see is, like, you could take out a taunt, like a big taunt, with, like, a weapon swing, you know, and not have to have to be like, oh, no, I'm going to take all this damage because I just attacked that taunt man. So there's benefit there, but... Other than that, I mean, even at one mana, plus one attack, I mean, I feel like you're just, you're not upset if you generate this somehow, but I don't feel like you're purposefully maybe running it. Yeah, I agree. For I mean, they did just boost the Nitro Boost Poison to two mana, um, but there's not a lot of weapons that stick around to really give you this, or to give this that... that, um, a, a real benefit right the like i don't think they added any weapons did they um they did they added weapons as well yeah there there's there's there might be uh, some play where where it makes sense to do it but 
I, for sure, in Wild, you have to think about putting this in King's Bane, um, especially with the other poison oh, yeah. that may may let you go both I, ways. I but even then, it might not be <laughs> it might not be good enough uh, still because there's enough other ways to give bigger bonuses, and you don't want to load up so that you're so dependent on the King's Bane that you can't survive until you until you get it. So, um, I, I think. I think it's kind of a, it'll be experimented with, but I'm not sure that it's actually good enough. Uh, Yoink is a, an epic one mana spell. Discover a hero power and set its cost to zero. Swap back after two uses. I, I love the related cards off of this. It's all the hero powers. <laughs> or all the basic hero powers. Yeah, and all the things that they create, too. It's like, uh, if you didn't know, Silverhand Recruit, also related to this. Um, uh, yeah, I feel like this is the one mana card that was put into Rogue, just so that way Wandmaker didn't give you everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, generally speaking, uh, most of the hero powers you're not going to want. You're not going to be upset if you cast it, though, and you end up being able to select, say, um, you know, healing or armor um, or even, like, the the um, steady shot from the hunter or the druid ability as a rogue. Um, but you're not specifically going to go out of your way to put this into your deck. So that way you can maybe luck into Steady Shot. Because I, for all you know, you end up with totems. And, and that's not necessarily what they want. Well, you're discovering it. So you, you can choose against the totems if you want. And it is zero cost uh, for those two uses. So if you have something like the self-sharpening sword out, and maybe that's where you'd also use the paralytic poison just to give you that extra four damage then um then this gives you something to do if you're low on cards but in weapon rogue you're not low on cards so uh, Never, i i right? agree you're, and 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 on top of it it's not it's still not free if you're low on cards you're losing two health so and there's definitely been times where i know like like they're running that fine line of their health equals they just need to push that that next turn if they can get the, get it this turn they're they're good oh yeah i wasn't i wasn't thinking uh i mean granted if you're low on health you're probably not going to take the warlock one but i wasn't really thinking to use it for draws more thinking use it for something to do with your hero power or with your mana i although i guess you're still not spending mana if it's free so yeah. talking myself in circles here um, but with <laughs> so, we with weapons then you might still have have a use because you don't want to clear your own weapon I'm just trying, in my mind, I'm trying to think, there's no way that, that it's a complete whiff. Is there, like, like, okay, if I get Totem and Dude, everything else is, is somewhat okay? Like, like, the complete whiff for Rogue would be what? Life Tap, Totem, and Dude. <laughs> They're still free, so even a free dude is free. Mm -hmm. It's not horrible, but it's not really what you want. Um, 
I, I, yeah, I'm sorry. There's no way I'm, I, I'm, I just keep going back to, there's still no way that I, that I run this in any deck that, that I want to run it. <laughs> right. Maybe if it included some of the upgraded hero powers or alternate hero powers or something like that. But yeah, yeah I agree. Or, or if the grizzled wizard was still a thing and there were like upgraded hero powers, like the mage one, and you wanted to be able to say, steal that mage power and then turn it into something else and be like, ha ha, now you have nothing. Right. It, it's still not, uh, and it only, it's changes back. So it'd be like, okay, cool. I just gave you the ability to draw or make a dagger. Is, is the card that lets you swap hero powers still in, uh, it's rotating. It's rotating. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. in, in wild, it might see uses, but yeah, I mean, probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, people—they've already grizzled wizard with a uh, with Finley already, so right. They're not gonna bother to yoink. Uh, efficient Octobot, a common two mana one four mech with frenzy, reduce the cost of cards in your hand by one. That is cool. It is <laughs> pretty just cool. A cool card. Um, yeah, rogue loves reducing things in their hand. Uh, at at one four uh, at two mana cost, you're you're bound to be able to activate that somehow, even if you're doing it with your own uh, um, prize plunder, which you're not doing. Um, but you could. Um, where the only question becomes like, what what deck does this go in that you need that cost reduction? But. I would pretty much say any because <laughs> um, rogues like doing things for free or, or for nothing. So um, yeah, yeah, you get it, get it on your uh, cutting class or something like that to make it even easier to get for low value or, um, you know, it reduces the cost of all of the cards in your hand. So your secret passage yes. is then free. Uh, combos are easier to pull off. Um, I think there's yeah. a lot of use for it, uh, but at yeah. one attack uh, on turn two, um, it's not going to go in the most aggro decks, right? Well, but there was, a, you know, I'm reminded of another one for a uh, statted minion that costs three. Granted, he also gave you lackeys, um, but uh, yeah, it, it still saw play. Um, it still is, you know, able to have board presence and kind of take care of dudes that are out there. So, yeah, no, um, for sure. For sure. He'll see play, uh, but just not in the aggro decks. Like you never saw the, the lackey generator or the miscreant, uh, in those faster ones. Yeah. So, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I understand. Silverleaf poisons, uh, common two mana nature spell. Give your weapon after your hero attacks, draw a card. Wait, I thought I wrote. I, I thought Druid had her. What am I saying? I mean, there we go. Um, <laughs> is this punchy noodle? Rogue, yeah, this is punchy noodle. You're getting there. Uh, I thought Rogue had plenty of draw. Uh, right. This is even more draw. Right? Like, <laughs> um, it is two mana, but I mean, we're seeing weapons in Rogue now that that last multiple upon multiple turns. So you're talking about two mana draw three four um yeah uh <laughs> if you throw it on your king's bane even more in wild true um so i mean do do i think that they they're needing draw that badly that they necessarily need to run this every time 
Um, I don't know. I don't know if it'll make the cut, but... Uh, <laughs> I, so even with your own weapon, with the uh, the hero power weapon, uh, this can can give you two cards um, just spread over two turns. So it's kind of like the cunning class. Um, if you don't have the the big boosts for your uh, for your weapon, so it might still be worth it. Um, two mana for, to draw two cards is pretty good, um, and you can make it even better by um, putting it on a higher durability weapon. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I think more in wild you'll see this the cutlass, um, the lifesteal cutlass that that. Um, uh, gets uh, more durability the more cards you play from other classes and Kingsbane I think use this to better effect um, but I don't know I think I think draw is always always a good thing if you can cut a five mana spell for something that you know you can get two to four um, draws from over time that might be that might be a good yeah, replacement I, I can see that yeah it, it just as a, a one for one replacement mm-hmm for that card, yeah, I could see it as being an increase there. Um, but the other side of it too is that sometimes that card doesn't cost them anything, right? So, right, it's so the ones that are built around it. So, uh, um, probably stick with the cutting class and it's instant rather than overtime. And, and there is still weapon removal, right? So, uh, the overtime part can be a detriment, but um, in a pinch, we you might see it. I, yeah, I think it'll 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 be out there. Um, I don't I don't know if it like I feel like it might be the that thirty first card or thirty second card. Right. <laughs> first on the on the uh, mulligan board or the sideboard. Sideboard, yeah. Wicked stab is the rogue ranked spell. Common two mana, deal two damage, uh, upgrades at five mana to four damage, and at ten mana to six damage. So if they manage to get to to turn ten, it is fireball for two. Yeah. <laughs> if they manage to get to turn five, it's uh, still four damage for two, which is unprecedented. Amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Um. Yeah i i I thought we got rid of eviscerate, but instead we didn't. We just removed the combo requirement, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, you're still you're still looking for this when you secret passage on five, right? And uh, oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. So uh, I I see this as an auto include in everything. I. I I don't expect any rogue decks to not have this. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll it'll be constantly played. The artwork on the card is amazing. <laughs> so cool. All right. Field contact. Rare three mana three two. After you play a battle cry or combo card, draw a card. We were just talking about all the draw that Rogue already has. So, and now here's more. I don't, I don't know. I don't think he, to be honest, at two health, is he sticking around? Like, I, I don't, 
I want to, I want to say yes, but no, uh, I don't, I don't know if, if it's good enough. So I think that this was kind of meant as the world kick replacement. Um, so that you're getting something when you're playing those combo cards. Um, but I, I tend to agree that the health is a little bit light for sticking around. you are going to want to probably play them earlier rather than later. Um, you really have to build around it. Yeah. And someone might. Uh, Miracle Rogue's obviously been a thing in the past and uh, it's making a comeback as people are playing it in classic mode. They may want to make a, make a chance at doing it in uh, standard again. Uh, but <laughs> I'm uncertain on this one. Um, I tend to agree there's enough draw already. Um I, I feel like World Kick was just better with the combo cards, and so I'm not sure we're going to see another combo deck, especially with Eviscerate rotating as well. So, um, I mean, maybe, maybe somewhere in a world where where Cutter Butter and that—I mean, he does exist. So, yeah, there's there might be some play with him. I don't like. I wish. I wish I knew more about Rogue to be able to say, "Oh yeah, he's. he's this is why." Um, but I. I just don't. At that health, I don't think he's sticking around long enough to, to do his effect. And at well, you three don't. Mana for you don't just, need a lot though from him um, because of all the other draw. So if you can just get one or two, um, just for playing other cards, uh, that's not difficult to chain. Um, well, and it is battle cry or combo, so it's kind of like either or. That's that's interesting that it's both. Right. But, uh, Which we we have seen in the past with the um, the shark, right? Uh, for Rasakan's Rumble. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess that one's a wait and see. But we're not expecting much from it. Swine Tusk Shank is an epic three mana, two attack, two durability weapon. After you play a poison, gain plus one durability. So it can be amazing. You can get all of these poisons and it'll last forever. Um, <laughs> and do a lot of damage. And it only costs three mana. Um, but there's another weapon out there that already is kind of like taking the mainstay already. Now, do you run this to just have another weapon? Yeah, I, I think so. If you're running a poison type deck and and it, it can it can uh, corrupt Nitro Boost even at two, um, so and that would then increase the durability of the weapon, which would then increase your damage over turn. So it it's it's doable. Um, I think it's an inclusion in that type of build where where you are focused on the weapons, like a weapon rogue. Um, I don't know if it would see play in other decks though, in like a more combo oriented or uh, other builds. Yeah, it may it may it may be one of those ones that waits until the next rotation when the um, self sharpening sword goes away and uh, you need something uh, to to make that. Um, make the case uh, for using poisons. Um, I just, I feel like it's not quite good enough at three. I'd rather have the one for uh, yeah, weapon. I, and I, 
I think there was talk about this weapon that you need something along the lines of like four poisons before it would become like the equivalent of like the self sharpening sword. And at that point, you're like <laughs> four poisons, you're probably at the point where uh, you're either at the end of the game already or you've already found the, the self sharpening sword. You're like, all right, let me toss this thing away. I, I mean, there are enough. There are enough. Uh, or there is enough draw that you can end up with a handful of poisons uh, that you can dump out. It doesn't have to be that that late, um, and you get them through um, through the secret passage as well. So uh, you know, even if they're not sitting in your hand for any length of time, then you could still discover them or get them in other ways. So making it durable though it doesn't really help you um, to attack is, is maybe not enough in what we've been seeing so far. It, it would be interesting if it was along the lines of like, it gets plus one durability and plus one attack. Like that would be bonkers. Um, that would probably be two bonkers. Then. <laughs> <laughs> it's more along the lines of the cutlass um, in, um, in wild, uh, but with the cutlass having more ways of activating it. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sold on that one either. Apothecary Hellbrim is a legendary four mana three, two with a battle cry and death rattle at a random poison to your hand. So you get it both when he comes in and when he departs, which will be quickly because he's a three, two. Um, it is it is card development. Um, you, they are random, so you may end up with the one that gives draw. You may end up with the one that you know makes you um, invulnerable. You may get a uh, nitro boost. You may you might just get uh, you know those various poisons. Uh, it could be good. Could be good. Yeah, if you're basing um, your deck around poisons or weapons in general, it probably is. I'd rather run this than the poisons themselves, actually. Yeah, and and I mean, of those poisons that are out there, I don't think you're upset about the random ones that if you were to get them. So, yeah, I think uh, for for what he does. It's not great stats, but you get it's basically two cards for four mana and a three two, um, which is you know two mana for two cards that are low cost and couple with combos and things. I think I think we'll see him. Um, I don't think we'll see a lot of the other poisons, so they're more added uh, maybe for uh, for him. Just just so that way they don't. He's not able to constantly give you nitro boost poison. <laughs> right. Right. Nitro boost or deadly uh, poison. Yeah. Uh, oil rig ambusher, rare four mana, four, four with a battle cry, deal two damage. If this entered your hand this turn, deal four instead. Um, so I'm expecting that this entered your hand will also include being returned to your hand. So if you return it yeah, and um, make it cheaper, step, right? shadow step, deal four. Um, if you or draw ten, ten woo. <laughs> or ten woo, yeah, there you go. Uh, so 
that seems pretty good to me. <laughs> um, yeah, it's and it's kind of like SI agent in a way, like mm-hmm. just just on stats alone, it's average stats, also a ping. Doesn't um, require the combo. It it is kind of pricey at at four, but. I mean, that's that's the only concern I would have, like with the decks where you're wanting to make sure you get the four damage is the fact that it's a four cost media, not inhibiting your play. Otherwise, um, are you going to be able to use it when you draw it or right. when it enters your hand? Because the enter your hand, does that also mean like if you uh, secret passage? I would assume so. Yes. Right. Mm hmm. So, I mean, do I want to on five secret passage and find this? I probably want to find other things. That's that's my only concern. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, you're probably playing everything else that you draw instead of this and then letting this shuffle back in. Yeah, and then going, okay, well, uh, at some point I'll get four more damage. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there's a lot of people that are like, this is crazy. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it does seem pretty crazy because there's so many ways that it can enter your hand and you can reuse it. But it kind of feels like, yeah, you might have to have the deck uh, geared towards using this, which might then just be a different style deck instead of the ones that we're, we're used to now. Uh, or you can use it with Scab's Cutter Butter, the legendary four mana three three with a combo. The next two cards you play this turn cost three less. So I see it as playing a poison, playing Scab's, then maybe playing um, the oil rig ambusher for one. <laughs> yeah, or you even prep. And then you now oh, there you go scabs, and then you what else am I doing? <laughs> Frenzy with your octobot, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, so the next two after that cost three less. So I'm gonna play my oil rig ambusher. I'm going to equip my self sharpening sword, and then I'm going to. Nitro boost poison and be happy. Yeah, that seems like a pretty good turn. Yeah. Uh I, I think there's a lot. There's there's a lot that you can do with him. He's obviously a, a very um mana positive card at, at four mana. Mm-hmm. And subtract six. <laughs> I mean, you're you're negative two for him. And so he's essentially Develop a body and also shadow step. <laughs> you know, like, right. Okay. Cool. And um, and he's the most expensive new rogue card at four mana. Not, that's crazy to me. Well, and, and you know what? That's that was actually something that I noticed that was interesting with with Paladin too. The most expensive card for Paladin five. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. The game is speeding now, up. Now priest eight, but 
Uh, it's just interesting. It's like how everything has descended down. I feel like we'll see some of those more expensive cards maybe in the mini set. but uh, Hopefully, because I, I do think that those are, are fun to play, the expensive cards, if you can get them out. Um, yeah. But, you know, Druid's going to make them all only cost one anyway, so... <laughs> so it won't matter anyhow. <laughs> okay, shamans where all of the cute cards are. Or most of them. I don't know. A good number. Spawn pool forager, one mana common. Murloc one two with a death rattle. Summon a one one tiny fin. Wait, wait. This did 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 Mermy take off his bandages? I swear he took off his bandages and he gained a health. <laughs> That's, that's all he and he became a shaman specific card. I mean, and he got Mermy, a fish. <laughs> yeah, he got a fish. Um, Murray was good even at one mana. Like there were a lot of people that were playing him right when he first came out. Mm-hmm. Same with this. Uh, I feel like uh, you know, a, a yeah, a Murloc that that also leaves behind a body when he's played, but he has two health instead. So he's like initial board presence. That's great. Um, and, and I, I think they had to do that for Murlocs, though, because uh, because of all the removal and they're just a little bit too fragile. So giving giving the extra uh, health uh, may help it stay alive long enough to make a difference. Yeah. yeah. Now, and he's in the, my the colors. Only thing, <laughs> the, the only thing that I do have to say is that he does make um, he's not terrible, but he does make uh, the the murder 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 prime uh a little bit worse because uh, <laughs> he is kind of low on stats but uh still you know i mean there there has there has to be some low cost murlocs in the pool uh and so he's he's not bad, not bad chain lightning is an epic Two mana nature spell, also a rank spell for shaman. Uh, deal two damage to a minion and a random adjacent one at five mana. Then it's deal three damage to a minion and a random adjacent one. And uh, at ten mana, it's deal four damage to a so, minion um, and random adjacent. So this this is like. Um some of the other lightning spells that we used to have, except for you can target the first blast. The other one's random, but I mean, sometimes there's only two minions on the board mm-hmm. and at f- four damage at, at, at that rank three, that's, that's still pretty good. Four damage is, is, is no joke. Yeah. Well, it's um, eight dam- or four damage at the, just the rank one. Yeah. Yeah. Or just the one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit more damage than a landslide uh, and doesn't require you to be overloaded. So um, I, I like it. I think it'll be I think it'll be used. Yeah, I think all the rank spells are really well done. Um, and this one's definitely part of that that set of board control. Um, great for Shaman who lost some board control with the rotation, but gaining it back here. Um, this is a perfect way to do it. Well, the perfect way is Fungal Firemancer Flurgle. <laughs> He's the legendary <laughs> two mana, two, three Murloc. Uh, after you play a Murloc, deal one damage to all enemies. All enemies, not just uh, enemy minions. <laughs> uh, so, in, in Enabler for Murloc Shaman. Um, if Murloc Shaman becomes a thing, uh, 
it, it might. Uh, there, there are some uh, neutral Murlocs too. Um, I love the the little cute Murloc in the background. That's the, the that was the spoiler <laughs> for this card, <laughs> and I'm sad that he's not in Paladin. But uh, the 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 uh, one thing that is very interesting is that he's still te- Firemancer Flurgle is still technically in Paladin, and because he exists in Paladin, I've done the math. One in one hundred times that you summon the Murder Prime you will do do three damage to the enemy board and his uh, face. <laughs> uh, no, actually, it's only when you play a Murloc, not when you summon him. Oh, so, so you actually will have to play the Murlocs uh, with, uh, the, with him. But Sadly, sadly, sadly. <laughs> All my math was in vain. I was thinking it was summon. Oh. No, that would that would be really powerful. I would I would like especially with the last Murloc, you know, with death rattles and things doing extra damage. So uh, this is still my favorite card in the set. I just think that it does enable things. It might even make uh, make Murloc Shaman viable in wild. Uh, probably not a big winner just because of all the other stuff but i've been trying to use it anyway in wild and it just doesn't work so uh this though i think gets you through some of the taunts um and uh, other issues that you run into with murlocs uh in wild um and maybe in standard if there's enough support uh there are a few other murlocs that we get uh, both in shaman and in, and neutrals um but they have different effects that i'm I'm not 100% certain makes a Murloc Shaman a standard deck, but I'm sure going to try. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, and, and still, I mean, he can't. you can't find him off of the Angling Rod. The Angling Rod's still, still around. Um, so there, there's still hope. <laughs> uh, South Coast Chieftain? Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Okay. South Coast Chieftain is a common 2-mana 3-2 Murloc with a battle cry, if you control another Murloc, deal 2 damage. Um, so, easy. You know, turn 1, you have your Spawnful Pool Forger, and then turn 2, you're pretty much guaranteed to be able to pull off that 2 damage because your uh, Death Rattle there could keep another Murloc on the board. Um kind of enables that tempo that Murlocs love um, is, you know, develop boards, be able to, you know, kind of keep, keep them on board. And, and they, that might even clear the other minion that's still potentially lurking around or uh, at least sends damage face. I think it's good. I think it's good too. It does uh, then uh, three damage possibly with a Flurgle out already. So um and at three two, it's decent stats for two mana. So I, I, if you're playing Murlocs, you're playing this one for sure. Tiny Finn's Caravan, rare two mana one three. At the start of your turn, draw a Murloc. Oh my goodness! All the cuteness. <laughs> the cuteness overload. Matt Dixon oh, art. Man. So you gotta find the frog and. Oh man! Is there a frog in it? Yeah. Is it in the, no, that's a fishtail right there. Is the frog on top of Senji? It's a uh, fi- of uh, yeah of Finja. Finja, yeah. Yeah. We were hoping to get a Finja. It was instead this caravan, um, but 
one of the things that Murloc Shaman had problems with was maintaining a full hand since we're losing the uh, other way of generating Murlocs. I guess this is what we're supposed to be uh, happy with. I think it'll still be the problem for Murloc Shaman is just not having enough um, enough draw or enough generation uh, to sustain it throughout. Um, but if you're playing Murlocs, you probably have to play this just to try to keep up. It's so cute. I can't get over how cute it is. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I feel like the draw will work. Um, I, I don't know, though. You you kind of want to be able to be playing Murlocs the whole time. Yeah. I don't know. The hard part is is that you're you're probably not wanting to play this on two. You're wanting to play that the one we just saw, right? Like right. You're wanting to play the South Coast, Coast Chieftain. It doesn't stick around to wait for you, you know, to draw at the start of turn that's that's hard to say and then how do you protect it as well with marlocks it's hard to do yeah exactly so kind of a disappoint disappointing but i think you still i, I think we're still gonna need it for <laughs> for just survivability late game because marlocks aren't strong enough with what they've given us to win by turn five. So um, you're going to be out of cards uh, by then. This is the, the only way they really gave us uh, to try to make up for it. And it's too bad. It's not also a Murloc. Like it doesn't oh, benefit right. from the health buffs. It doesn't benefit mm -hmm. from, from all that other things. So then is that where, you know, you end up having to, to buff its health with um, like your, your mallet or your, uh, um, what is the the one that gives with, plus two plus two and if it's a totem yeah, copy? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I don't know that you run. You want to run those in in Murloc <laughs> Shaman though either. So, you know, you're taking away more and more of the Murloc spaces. Um, um, maybe and maybe that's where the you know there's another card that we're about to talk about too, and that's where that other card comes in. Before we get there, uh, Arid Stormer is a common three mana two five elemental uh, for with a battle cry. If you played an elemental last turn, gain Rush and Wind Fury. Um, <laughs> um, it is one of those elementals that helps the elemental deck build. But the hard part about elemental builds sometimes is is having that elemental to play. Um, in that string of of cards to keep that around uh draw is going to be very important to making sure that that happens um if you can get it you can discount this there's a neutral card that we'll talk about later that discounts elementals and then you can almost play this turn too um but still that battle cry rush and wind fury together you you see how that works so well with uh crab rider the crab rider um it's that's amazing on a on a bigger body with more attack. Um, granted, it's just it costs one more, and there's also a, a deck building slash uh, play element to it. But definitely uh, work. Yeah, I, I I expect that this will find its way into the um, the Wind Fury Shaman that was getting played a little bit. Um, you know, you get the Cage Match Custodians. Uh, two mana elemental that 
feeds into this that then you can boost with the the mallet or the uh the whack-a-nole hammer um you know there's ways that you can get him boosted he's an elemental too so uh, you got earthen might i think is still in right oh no that's that's a that's a wild card um but there should be other ways that you can boost him there's other ways in fact there's there's a way on the next card well let's get to it then the nofin can stop us uh it's a three mana rare spell Give your minions plus one, plus one. Give your murlocs an extra plus one, plus one. So there you go. You can boost him right here with just, just a simple plus one, plus one. Um, although this could also be the way that that caravan sticks around, right? We added another health. Um, mm, there you go. Murlocs get, get two, like plus two, plus two at the same time. Um, and maybe that's a good turn five, right? We're able to put down the caravan. The murlocs are more of a concern because they they're they're even bigger the caravan maybe not so much um so then you can get that draw that you need going or maybe that's that that's exactly it they kill off your your caravan and meanwhile your murlocs continue to swarm face you know yeah yeah for for sure that goes in your murloc decks you might use it in some others there is that one mana um the one mana overload one does that stick around uh, that gives plus one plus one to your minions as well. Um, uh, storm something. I know what you're talking about. I'll just take a real quick gander here. Now you're you're making me. Yeah, storm's no. wrath. I think storm's wrath is leaving. Is it? It was the scent of dragons. You're right, man. All the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll cut that part out. Um, <laughs> just making a note. All right. <laughs> Brucon is a legendary four mana five four uh, with nature spell damage plus three. So our chain lightning gets to get increased um, significantly. Five will be able to do um, six damage with it. So that's that's awesome. It also works well with. Um, the other spell damage, uh, other nature spells that you have for um, shaman. So you're, I believe we're, that that means you know you're you're increasing lightning bolts. You're increasing uh, landslide, which landslides awesome oh. if you're overloaded too. You're you're talking about a lot of damage there. Um, yeah, I didn't realize that lightning. was a nature spell then. So I guess anything that's lightning style is... Uh... Yeah, lightning storm, uh, storm strike. Uh, There's a fair amount. Tidal, tidal surge as well. Um, torrent, all nature, and even tidal wave. So you got quite a bit of... Uh, <laughs> Oh man, and with Tidal Wave, then you get even more healing than two, so. 
Yeah. Although at that point, then uh, Brucon's <laughs> like, hey, you're welcome for all that healing. Goodbye. <laughs> Earth Revenant is a four mana, two six rare elemental with taunt and battle cry deal one damage to all enemy minions. Um, so that deal one damage to all enemy minions, that's kind of like the, what was it? The sandstorm elemental that, mm-hmm. that we remember um, with the overload. So this is an overload, but it is, um, it is also sticking around as well as it, and has taunt. that taunt. Body. Yeah. And it's an elemental. So it helps those elemental synergies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think it definitely finds a place. Um adding a taunt minion into shaman that um, works out. I mean, not, usually don't see too many taunt minions that are a shaman base. So it's kind of nice. Or we haven't in a while anyway. Yeah. Um, well, o- oftentimes because that overload cost was too high. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, it's a little weak at two attack, uh, but maybe we maybe we do have enough elementals now that we can see some kind of an elemental play uh, with weapons and um, and other ways of attacking that we were introduced last set uh, that haven't really been fully uh, experimented with. Uh, that if you can get that going to the face while you're protected with some taunts and some elementals that are higher priority targets than. Maybe we see something. Uh, just haven't haven't seen it in the past. Don't think it fits into current um, shaman builds. Lilypad Lurker, an epic five mana four five elemental with the battle cry. If you played an elemental last turn, transform an enemy minion into a one or a zero one frog with taunt. So hex on a stick, and and you get to pick it right. Yeah, you get to pick it. I think. So hex is it doesn't three. Say random, so. <laughs> yeah, hex is three. So for two mana, you're getting a four five elemental. Yeah, hex is four. Four. A four, or it used to be three. So, <laughs> so it's even yeah, better. So, it, so it's one mana. I get a four five. It, as long as you have played an elemental last and, turn. And yeah. I, yeah. I, Above the little frog that's inside the elemental. Do you see that? <laughs> yep. That's the Matt Dixon. Yeah. Man. Uh, he's uh, he's so the best. It, that's good. I mean, at, at five mana, you, I think if you're if you're running elementals, you're running this, and I don't think that you're. I think you're you're gonna do that. But this this is one of those cards that makes you want to build that elemental shaman for sure. All right, we'll give it a try. Moving on to Warlock. Um, Altar of Fire. It's an epic one mana. Destroy the top three cards of each deck. Fire spell. I hate <laughs> it's it. Important that it's fire. It's fire. <laughs> it's the Altar of Fire. Um, it has to be fire, right? So, because <laughs> it matters. Um, <laughs> the only, it, it'll matter later on. I bet they're going to make us understand why it's specifically a fire spell um so this to me essentially is just saying like hey by the way you like that ticketus warlock deck guess what we can do more of that um i I don't 
what the biggest thing with this card is not that I don't think people are going to play it right away. I don't think it's uh hey turn one play altar of fire. Uh, I don't I don't know that that's that's how it's going to work. I think there's going to be more of a control style built deck, um, and then they they get to the end where they've played Tictus maybe once, and there's still a few more cards left in the deck. The warlock player has you know already gotten their Yasarge in hand, knows that that is kind of guaranteeing that they're going to be able to to play off the plays that they need to play, and they want to continue the pain of getting rid of your cards. And that's where I think the play is. <laughs> Oftentimes in the like theory craft streams, they just see people like they're like, "Oh, Ultra Fire, play it." But <laughs> <laughs> like they lose their ticket to us, they lose their their uh, Rustwix, they lose their Nehru, all the things that they needed to <laughs> actually pull off the deck, and uh, then immediately go ahead and concede. Yeah, it's uh, this is a really tough one. It seems like it's just a uh, one man to do nothing because you know there's nothing to say that you wouldn't have lost those three cards anyway. It's kind of like the idea behind the old tracking, right? Um, except that you don't get something in your hand, you're just getting rid of uh, you're thinning your deck, um, for, for no other reason. Maybe trying to kill some combo pieces from the other side. I'm not sure that you even run this in a Ticketus deck because Ticketus is so important to that. Um, but I do see a case for playing it on turn one and then holding the second one for after a pull kilt or some other way that people have manipulated their decks. Um, just because it is frustrating. Like, oh man, you're really like, really? You're going to, you're going to gamble, but uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, if, if you manage to, to get the altar of fire with some of the later cards, like Ticketus and some things that we'll see, yeah, maybe. So you're either holding it until you get all of your combo pieces, like you said. Um, and in that case, it's just a dead card in your hand the whole time. So you might as well toss it back and, and you know, not keep it. And that might be the, the better play. Uh, but you're more likely to burn your ticketus later than you are earlier, right? Because there's more cards in your deck um, on turn one than there are are later so it's kind of a, a gambler's approach there it'll feel bad if you if you hit it obviously um you lose it in Rustwix, and uh, i don't know what what the other one that would feel bad your um canrathod prime or, or whatever um but this is definitely the start of an annoying annoyance deck though <laughs> Grimoire of Sacrifice, common one uh, mana shadow spell, destroy a friendly minion, deal two damage to all enemy minions. It's more uh, board control for Warlock, uh, just more and more control control. Um, and um, this time they don't need to sacrifice all of their minions with the plagues. They can just, you know, just, just one of them. Yeah. Uh, with um, and 
there's still ways to generate tokens and you know cheap minions that I think this this makes a lot of sense. Uh, although there's not as much like you would get with the Plague of Flames. Um, dealing the damage to all uh, enemy minions um, has a lot of protection for the early game, which is also where warlocks struggle a bit. Um, so I think we will see this uh, before warlocks could get developed. Then rogues were kind of running uh, wild on them. This clears out those stealth minions um, mm-hmm. without having to play more minions to to catch up uh, and use the Plague of Flames. Uh, so it's a little bit more f- efficient that way. So definitely we'll see play um, in the control style. Good against any aggro. Apothecary's Caravan, rare two mana, one three. At the start of your turn, summon a one cost minion from your deck. So this is Warlock's Caravan. Um, and it just, it's kind of like telling me, okay, I can get a flame up without having to get my face pinked for three. Um, that sounds awesome for like a zoo style deck. Although with that, it's a one, three. So then it's like, but wait, I develop a one, three though, to do that. And it, that doesn't quite fit the aggro. So it's like. (laughs) <laughs> kind of counterintuitive there, but there might be other, like, even in a control style deck where there might be one cost minions where you're like, yeah, I, you know what? I really need to go ahead and get that card out. So there's play for it. <laughs> it's just hard to think, like, what one mana you would want maybe Flame Imp to be summoned with this, but ideally you'll have Flame Imp in your opening hand if you're going to play that style. You don't want the Spirit Jailer to be pulled because it's a battle cry. Um, so maybe a void walker is that still in the possessed villager is a one one with a death rattle oh is that back in the core shadow beast that's in core but yeah all of the all of the one cost uh minions are ones that you want to keep in your opening hand (laughs) so uh there's just not a lot there Uh, a lot not a lot of support right now um um. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the, there there are uh, one cost neutrals, uh, none of which I would think are like, oh, you know what I really need is this. I mean, I could see perhaps you go ahead and get out a young priestess, but then at that point you're just ensuring that that caravan sticks around to then get other one cost things that are we're still having a hard time figuring out which which ones they are right intrepid (laughs) initiate or you don't want the infectious sporling probably you don't want your pen flinger i'm not sure i'm not sure what you're going for there because all of the good ones are battle cry it's you could get your safety inspector that way you don't end up shuffling in things Oh, yeah, one mana, uh, one three. Maybe you really want a Worgen il- Infiltrator. That's what you really want. <laughs> I mean, that would work in that zoo-style deck, but I- I'm sorry. I'm I'm going to go with no. Yeah, same. The, the caravans have been pretty underwhelming so far. <laughs> Other than the Paladin one, which has some utility that we'll see, I think. Yeah, I think I think that's the one we'll see of all the caravans. It's like why and the priest one. We'll, like, we'll definitely see the priest. Oh, one. right. 
way more of the priest caravan than we really want to see. <laughs> uh, imp Swarm is a common two-mana fell spell. Uh, summon a 3-2 imp. Uh, and this is also a ranked spell. So at uh, five, then it summons two 3-2 three, two imps. And at 10 mana, it summons three 3-2 three, imps. I'm not really sold on this one either as a spell giving you one, basically costing one more than the <laughs> the uh, imp that you could get on one, um, the flame <laughs> imp. But but it's, it doesn't do damage to your face. That's it true. Looks cool. It does look it's cool. cool. Um, um, yeah, and at, at five, then getting... I, I just don't, I don't know. This is like the one where it's like, of all, like all the rank spells, it's the one that's like, why? Unless there's some, there there could be like some, some game plan down the road, right? Where it's like the, is it, was it the jumbo imp, giant imp? Mm-hmm. Where like the number of, of demons that you had that died made it cheaper? Mm-hmm. Right. So like maybe that's somewhere in there. Like there's there's a Melganis coming down, right? Like 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 something something is gonna happen where where there's a, a reason for needing all these little demons. And and it could be as simple as like, oh, it, it sets you up for a sacrificial pack. Mm-hmm. Or uh I mean I'm sorry, for yeah. more of sacrifice, not sacrificial pack. But that that's also another reason for it too. Um, I don't know. Uh, just not 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 the best out of the rank spells. It's, it's probably like the the loser of the rank spells for the moment. But it may change in the future. That's fair. I I, I kind of agree. It is board refill for Zoo um, when they do inevitably get hit with some mass removal um, and it could be good in arena. Uh, you know, you draw something late and you just need a little bit more on the board. Uh, then that's not bad stats, the three attack, um, for even late game in arena, um, probably has more synergies in duels. So looking at other, other ways you might be able to use it, uh, rather than standard or wild. Uh, I think there's more utility there, but I agree. It's probably the, the but last of the ranked. They do stick around if the if it's a fire breather that that hits the mm-hmm. board. They they do kind of synergize with uh, Minari Mosher, like with the life steal. Oh uh, yeah. Even even those kind of minor synergies, I don't don't know if that's enough. Blood shard bristleback. Rare three mana three three with life steal and a battle cry. If your deck contains ten or fewer cards, deal six damage to a minion. It's life steal though. It's life steal that can do six on the turn it comes into play. If yeah. you save it till later. Yeah. Um and and for 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 that later deck, I mean, you're already gonna be burning away your deck with Ultra of Fire. Um, it gets you healing later, which um, 
lately it has felt like Warlock has not needed additional <laughs> healing, but but uh, the fact that it's a that six damage whew, for for three, um, but at the at the detriment of having to be careful about soul fragments, which is one of the ways that they were getting a lot of life back. Um, yeah, because they can't fill it with with the uh, right. You could. You, I've played games where I've had more than ten soul fragments in my deck, so that would completely negate this bristleback. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, the it's it, even early on if you don't have the ten or fewer cards and you play it, it's still a three three life steal minion for three, yeah. which is pretty good. Yeah, um, uh, but you probably don't need it really early um, for that purpose and you're more likely to need it for saving for the the damage later uh because then you could get potentially nine back from it uh while still trading it in for something um so it's just a tough spot to be in it's a late game card with an early game cost um so i'm not sure where it fits yeah i'm just also trying to think like like what else are you playing with this that you're like um, I guess it could come down on like a sociologist turn afterwards. I mean, like, I, don't, I just don't know where, like, at what point are you like, yeah, yay, this is, I get to play it finally. Um, <laughs> when you have 10 exactly cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. It It's interesting. I think there there's this deck that they're trying to build, which is like, I destroyed my deck. And so I win. Right. Um, but I don't, I don't know if uh, like, like where they literally think like, no, I'm not going to corrupt Tictus. I'm going to actually do the exact opposite of that. I'm just going to go ahead and play Tictus on six. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you could and you could see that in, uh, in a uh, Mechathune Warlock in, in Wild. You know, get through the deck faster. You don't need... Um, who was the other guy that used to do that... Um, that would remove everything from your deck that costs uh, under a certain amount. Uh, drawing a complete blank, but yeah, it's another way. It's another way of clearing out your deck for a Mechathune Hemet. turn. Hemet, yes. Cabal Outfitter, common three mana three three with a battle cry and death rattle. Give another random friendly minion plus one plus one. Wow, that's like the apothecary, but just like, just go ahead and take these stats. That's awesome. That's pretty good, especially on three. Like that's that's solid. I mean, it they're both random, but that doesn't. In a zoo style deck, you're not going to be upset about this. Yeah, I, I, I mean, and on three, you most likely only have two other uh, minions, yeah. if if that. I mean, so, like, like you might have played your. Uh, your imp and then your you followed it up with the wriggling horror and then there you go come on out there hitting uh, yeah good good for zoo i think it's a great card decent on curve 
You can even use this to sacrifice to give another one. Um, yeah, for the for the um, Grimoire of Sacrifice. Just like keep pushing damage and meanwhile you're buffing all your guys. I, I think it's good. Yeah. Uh, Tamsin Rome is a legendary three mana one three. Whenever you cast a shadow spell that costs one or more, add a copy to your hand that costs zero. And pretty much all of the Warlock spells now are either Fell or Shadow, right? So, so yeah. They, or no, there's Fire is mixed in as well. So we have, you know, Raise Dead, Ritual of Doom, uh, Demonic Studies. Uh, School Spirits. More Sacrifice, Mortal Coil, Wicked Whispers, Drain Soul, Soul Shear, School Spirits, Soul Ren, Siphon Soul, Deck of Chaos even. Uh, Skull Gul'dan, Twisting Nether, and Hysteria. Well, Twisting Nether probably wouldn't work. (laughs) (laughs) And Hysteria might be a questionable one there, too. Um, Still? I don't know. Zero Mana Hysteria seems pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. Well, but you're just worried that, you know, she may not stick around. Right. To, like, be able to give it to you. I don't... I would assume that you have to wait for, or is it just when it's cast? Like she's like, oh, there you go. Now the spell resolves. Yeah, it says whenever you I cast would, it, so I would guess that you'd get it when you cast it. But when you cast it right away, yeah. It is interesting too that she's also one of the mercenaries that's at three cost. So uh, Kazakis could fit in this deck. Oh, if you're not wanting to run a four cost. Interesting. Um. So so. Uh, yeah, I've, there's plenty, plenty of spells that that work with her, um, and very nicely too. I I would think you easily want to double soul shear. Um, oh yeah, and and you'd be happy about that for sure. Unless you're trying to thin your deck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless you're burning it all away. Burn it all away. Soul rent. You know. Yeah. Sorry. Go. Ahead. I was just going to move on. You have more to say on that one. Go. Okay, Soul Rend, rare four mana shadow spell, deal five damage to all minions, destroy a card in your deck for each one killed. <laughs> so this is the deck where you're destroying your own deck. Uh, you just need Mechathune in hand. <laughs> yeah, but I think we're about to figure out our Mechathune, and it's uh, it's a spicy one. Um it's interesting. Um, it kind of feels like this is like the emergency button. Like I, I don't want to, but I have to. And but I just don't know where the five damage uh, hits. Like at four, I, I think you're taking out every minion. You're not not doing that. And so, depending on how big that board is, you're getting rid of three to four cards for this. Um, And those could be important cards. They could not be. And they can be yours (laughs) as well. So, yeah, I think maybe for uh, Nibiru Fireblade, who's our next one, a legendary five mana five, five with a battle cry. If your deck is empty, open a portal that fills your board with three, two imps each turn. Um, So this is the, and that that's that end result, right? Like 
okay, now my deck's completely gone. I've I've done it. Yay! And uh, my the end result is that I get to fill the board with imps. With three two imps. <laughs> Which, you know, has worked okay in the, the uh, discard quest um, in the past. Uh, it wasn't filling the whole board, but just adding two at a time. Um, so the challenge here is obviously you're taking fatigue damage every turn as well. Uh, unless you have ways of shuffling things into your deck that don't hurt you, um, like Archivist. Um, but... The Envoy Rustwick as well. Or Rustwicks, yeah, I guess. Or Canrathad, if he's still around. So there's there are ways to, to, to refill it afterwards. So I mean it's not and and those imps could while annoying may also enable you to then draw those those primes so that way you can use them. Mm-hmm. They're they're they need to be dealt with as well. So it's possible. I just don't know. Like, I don't like, like, do you build the deck to purposefully get there? Like, I want to get there as quickly as possible. (laughs) And then is this at the beginning of the turn that it fills your board (laughs) so that you may not have space for the primes? You have to kill them off. (laughs) If, your deck is empty. Open a portal that fills your board with three two. Oh, it's at the turn. at the end of your turn. Fill your board. I think it's at the beginning. Uh, no, uh, the burning blade portal actually says it's at the end of your oh, turn. It's a, oh, it's a yeah. related card. Got to remember to look oh, at those. Man. man, I know. Yes. Okay. End of turn. Man, it's the same imps from the other uh, uh, from the rank spell too. <laughs> Baron Scavenger is an epic six mana six six with taunt costs one while your deck has ten or fewer cards. So, I mean, these are the cards that kind of ena- enable that intent of I'm destroying my deck um, to get a one cost blocker and a life steal that. I mean, even I would think even in like a control warlock where you're holding out until the end, you might be including this card just because of the fact that like once you get down to those ten cards, yeah, cool, cost one. Play it. Although at that point you have more mana than you usually need, right? So uh, unless you're comboing it with something and it doesn't have a tribe. So I don't know. You might still just be using your tutors and draws and things like that that fill your, keep your hand full and uh, synergize well rather than looking for a one mana, even if it's a 6-6 six, six taunt. But it could also be the thing that saves you. So, you know, yeah, it'll I mean, it's worth experimenting I mean, with. Oftentimes, we've seen with the corrupt cards how... A 6-6 six, six taunt works out well with the Strongman. So, I, you know, I could see it working. All right, everyone. Hope you're uh, sticking with us here. We know we're at the almost four-hour mark with still Warrior and Neutrals to go. 
Uh, let's jump into it, though. Warsong Envoy is a one mana rare one three with frenzy gain plus one attack for each damaged character. It, it is a frenzy character. I know there's some frenzy mechanics coming along, um, but it only gains it once. And it's granted it's a one mana. So like it could just gain it for itself, which means it becomes a two, maybe two or one. I mean, it's not terrible for one mana. Um, not a bad starting off, but I don't know if it's like a. am super excited to maybe there's some play with it later on. So it's uh, each damaged character, which would include your opponent's minions and you. So okay. um, and your opponent even. So, um, yeah, and you can couple this with a couple other things that deal damage and give it boosts right so there's there's ways you can make him pretty big and for one for one mana that's pretty strong i think uh especially at a one three body okay gotcha gotcha i guess i just thought of it as like himself because like you're you're playing him on one maybe too many not too many things are are injured at that point but yeah i could see later on you get real strong so Yeah, if it doesn't kill whatever he attacks the first time, then that's plus two. Nice, nice. One mana. I I can't see anything wrong with this. It may even make more of an aggro um, warrior happen instead of just the control that we keep seeing. Bulk up a common two mana spell. Give a random taunt minion in your hand, plus one, plus one, and copy it. Oh, wow. That's cool. I mean... We've seen hand buff kind of a, a thing uh, before with uh, armor up, was it? So, um, and hand buffing definitely seems to be a thing. Uh, there, I know that there's other um, taunt minions as well coming in the set, and there probably are some pretty good taunt minions that you could utilize that with. Um, granted, it's only one, and it does cost two, but it gives you another one so i mean it gives you another one yeah oh no i i think this is a a good card actually um you know you can couple it with the the one that i think it's a dual class card that uh, if you have no other minions um then it gets you get two copies of a two four or something um so you get that one doubled in your hand it's a pretty good start uh um the biggest thing that I think of is, is like copying clowns, right? Like, oh, and <laughs> you, how many, like, how many clowns does this guy really have, right? Like, that's the only thing that I'm thinking in my mind is like, interesting. I'm make so many clowns. <laughs> I don't know that we'll get to a corrupt, um, clown warrior uh from this but that is an interesting idea and and actually it makes me think about running clowns in wild with the quest um the old taunt quest uh warrior uh, yeah so some experimentation needs to be done to see if that can be viable again mm-hmm. a conditioning is a rare two mana spell uh give your minions in your hand plus one plus one it's also a rank spell so at five uh mana it gives your minions in your hand plus two plus two and minions in your hand get plus three plus three at ten oh, the art on these are, are phenomenal <laughs> she goes from from just kind of doing this push-up to like 
doing it on fingertips to then doing it one handed with her uh, like arm behind her back. back. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're going with the, the those those taunt minions, you're making multiple copies of them. This is definitely part of that hand buff synergy. Um, and even just even at the the two mana. I mean, you're you're probably not using it, you know, early on, um, but maybe you are because you're trying to set up your turns wisely. Um, but I would think you're probably at least doing the 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 turn five or turn ten, so you're getting a massive benefit out of that. Even if you're just hitting, you know, some rush minions in your hand, they don't have to be taunt. So uh, there's 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 definitely. Uh, some good use out of that it'll be interesting to see how hand buff really works with warrior yeah hand buff's been tried so many times uh and is so rare so rarely works uh that i i because you're not getting the copy like you got on the last card i'm not sure that this sees a lot of play just because i don't know where it fits in in the deck construction like you're limited to 30 cards is this better than any of the 30 cards that you'd put in that you would be buffing uh probably not um plus three plus three for two is pretty good but by turn 10 most of the time you're gonna not have that many cards in your hand um so yeah i'm i'm lukewarm on it at best in hunter i'd like it just because there's other synergies uh with with the hand um but in warrior not sure that if it's uh, unless you're coupling it with the one that gives you a copy of a taunt so first you buff it buff your taunt minion and then you buff it again and and get a copy but still kind of iffy big giant clowns is all i see (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the killer clowns from outer space right yeah rokara is a legendary three mana two three with rush after a friendly minion attacks and survives gives it plus one plus one actually seems pretty good with so, the war song envoy is is that herself as well or is it uh other friendly minions. I would, I would think it's other. Uh, no, it says after a friendly minion, so it should include she herself. Even herself. So she becomes, you know, increased as well. And she has rush as well, so it kind of works with that whole rush um, warrior build. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you get the envoy as well. If it's, if it's surviving, then it keeps getting buffed. And, uh, <laughs> Now it is attack, so it is it, it, it is kind of that rush. That's what you're looking at, and then it makes me wonder, like with Samaru, does that mean then Samaru does two damage because he'll be buffed? Hmm. Not sure. What is Samaru? We get to him later, right? <laughs> yeah, we get to him. <laughs> Outrider's Axe, a rare four mana, three, three weapon. So three attack, three durability. After your hero attacks and kills a minion, draw a card. Um, Pam, I, I literally need to double check in my mind. Like, Warrior still has the ability to draw out a specific card and, and make it 
uh, more durable, right? Like Corsair Cash still exists in Standard? Yeah. So I get to continually draw with Warrior. Um, as long as, you know, our our opponent decides to play minions that are of three health or less. Well, and you, um, you can still Nitro Boost Poison this too, right? Oh, wow. uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> what? And so not only is it going to be, it's going to be a five attack weapon with four durability that draws cards. Seems pretty good. Wait, upgrade left, right? Let's just, I just want to double check. My, my mind is now reeling with that. Yes, upgrade is gone. Whew. I'm about to be scared. <laughs> really scared. And is the, uh, the uh, p- pillager, horde pillager, also? Yeah, that's that's gone too. I know that's gone. Okay. So there's not ways to really get it back easily Ooh, either. No, that was scary. But still, I you know this. It, I, I don't think we really saw too much nitro boost poison being run with uh, warrior, but I, I think this definitely uh, ensures Makes that a that case. is a, a definite thing for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and it builds your hand for buffing it. So maybe hand buff does happen. <laughs> maybe finally make yeah. it work. Rancor. Epic four mana spell. Deal two damage to all minions. Gain two armor for each one destroyed. Wow. Seems pretty That's good, especially pretty against good. aggro stuff. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to this in duels. <laughs> Um, yeah and you're definitely running uh four mana things in warrior warrior is not a not worried about kazagas with that that axe so uh uh, i think uh that's a great way to, to develop armor um as long as we're within that damage uh you know you can uh Get get up there pretty pretty steadily. I would think. Just might be a little bit slow, um, and might have better choices at that four spot. It's the only thing I would think. Like armor is important for control style, and so this helps on the control warriors. But um, everything else that we've seen so far from this is more aggressive. So this may uh, augment existing. Um, warrior decks, but maybe not as much on what we're expecting from the next set. Whirling Combatant, a common four mana two six with battle cry and frenzy, deal one damage to all other minions. Battle cry and frenzy. So it does one damage to all other minions and then upon taking damage then deals one damage to all other minions that is interesting it's like a it's it's a frenzy enabler um and yeah uh, also a frenzy itself which is kind of interesting so you can you know make your war song envoy then even more 
um, has even more of a chance to be able to to get buffed up quite a bit once it once oh, yeah. it does friendly if it's played like kind of like in tandem with the whirling combatant. Oh yeah, then anything else on the board that survives boosts the war song. Uh, yeah, envoy. So yeah, I can see I can see that being a thing. Enrage Warriors also been a thing uh, recently um, in the latest Master Sword and everything. So um, you know, this definitely enables that. Uh, interesting to see where that goes. Obviously, is also different from um, the the hand buff stuff that we're looking at. But then again, frenzy benefits from hand buff as well. Um, makes it more likely to survive. Um, yeah. And, and even, you know, armor Smith is still continuing to stay with us. So there's, there's a way oh, yeah. for, for that armor Smith to still put in some work. Um, and, Good point. Um, it kind of, Yeah, just I, I think I think it's a good card and provides a board control while at the same time kind of enabling that that uh, rage synergy with like shield of honor and mm -hmm. the like as well. Morshawn Elite is an epic five mana four four with taunt and a battle cry. If your hero attacked to this turn, summon a copy of this. And. So this the Morshawn Elite, then that's where that hand buffing kind of comes in. You have the ability to make copies of it in your hand and make copies of it when it plays as well. Mm -hmm. uh, that copy could be buffed and then later on buffed again with conditioning. Um, and you have that Outrider's Axe as well. Uh, you know, playing on four and then Morshawn on five, you know, you're kind of setting up pretty well to have a pretty significant board um and you know five mana for eight eight and stats on two different bodies that both have taunt yes please well it's a little bit of a challenge to get it uh i mean there are weapons obviously in warrior but we haven't seen a, a lot of them be used usually uh decks in warrior that have weapons only have you know, one or two copies of one. Um, so making sure that you have that out before you play the the elite uh, in order to take advantage of it uh, is going to be important because five mana for four four taunt just isn't quite good enough. Um, granted, if you've buffed it a few times, that changes um, that changes its value. But um, fitting it in at the five spot uh, in a control warrior is not going to be difficult. Um, you probably see it there, but um, you, you're going to have to build the deck around it a little bit, I think. Well, you also have, not only do you have this Outlander's Axe, but we have, have the Sword Eater too, right? I mean, that, that guy's a taunt minion. Yeah. Also kind of fits into that taunt build, gives you a weapon to enable the Morishan Elite as well. That's true. It comes out the turn awesome. before. Yeah. Okay. That's doable too. It would just be nice if he was a pirate or something, too, just to give you a little bit more synergy. Yeah, all those pirates that we see running around the barrens, right? <laughs> that, that's true. Uh, Stone Maul Anchorman, common five mana, four, five with Rush and Frenzy. Draw a card. He's a pirate. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I built up for that. <laughs> oh, His hat is held on with a horn, so... Um. <laughs> And, and uh, you know, he's an anchorman, so he's bringing us the news. <laughs> Good point. Uh, and in, in the form of he's Rush, he has Frenzy, he draws you cards. Um, and for He's a pirate. Mana, <laughs> he is a pirate. Uh, that's an amazing card. Uh, for a comment, really great. Just solid, solid card. Um I feel like this is going to be running that rush deck. It's going to be running a lot of decks. Um, that's a pretty good card. Yeah, it'll be picked in arena. It'll be played in duels for sure. This is a this is a good card. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Overlord Sarfang is a legendary seven mana five four with a battle cry. Resurrect two friendly frenzy minions. Deal one damage to all other minions. So. Enabling more enrage and uh, board control, and it automatically triggers the frenzy of those two frenzy minions that you are making sure to get. <laughs> or does it? Or does it? Wait, does it? We go back to the Wait. wording this time around. Does it? I think it does. Maybe. You mean the or other not. minions there aren't to the. <laughs> <laughs> are the ones that you uh, you resurrected? It's all other minions besides Sarfang. I am not sure. So it may or may not trigger the frenzy <laughs> <laughs> of your resurrected minions. We'll we'll have to test this out. Um, but regardless, it seems pretty good. Um, you'll be able to get the frenzy hopefully the next turn anyway. So, and and actually. What's also great with Sarfang and uh, minions like him is Barov exists, right? So, so you can Barov and then play Sarfang. So True. you can clear their board, set up a huge board, and now you're like, go ahead, your turn. Although seven mana for a five four, unless you've got those frenzy minions played in their good ones, um, which we've seen a few good ones already, um, including the anchor man. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty strong. Um, so I guess my question is though, because of the fact that you're you're if you're playing him, are you? going to then avoid playing some of your other frenzy, frenzy minions to ensure that you get the two that you really want? Or are you happy with, you know, okay, yeah, I got a war song on boy. That's great. Um, yeah, like you might not want the... I think you're going to be happy with the Warsong Envoy, um, because especially because that one's going to deal one damage to all the other minions, and then he's going to survive and get the bonus for all, anything that survived uh, alongside him. You might not be as happy with the Whirling Combatant, um, just because it's only a 2-6. Uh, so it would actually be the smallest one, right? Yeah, and I think instead you you wouldn't run him, so you would run uh, the Anchorman, 
and you'd run other frenzy minions that will come across in neutrals. So let's get into them. Uh, starting first, starting off our neutrals is the Kindling Elemental. It's a common one mana one two elemental with a battle cry. The next elemental you play costs one less. So this is that elemental that we referred to when we were looking at the shaman cards, and it mm-hmm. kind of enables that uh, those elemental synergies with shaman. But it might even help enable some unique combos that require some. Uh, you know, deck building uh, people to look at, you know, some of the other elementals that exist in other classes. Um, and so I like it. You know, anytime you're going to give me a one one mana, one, two, and it also discounts. Yeah. And it's not a this turn. It's uh, the it's next one you turn. play, so you can Whenever carry it over. It. Yeah, it'll carry over. Far Watch Post is a common 2-mana two 2-4 two that can't attack. After your opponent draws a card, it costs one more up to 10. Um, so there's a bunch of different Watch Posts, um, and this is one of them. It's two cost. Um, and I'm actually really looking forward to trying to play Watch Posts, um, and I think a lot of people are. They, there's... A great little synergy, and there's a, even a payoff at the end for for using them. This one specifically, it uh, it causes your opponent to have to deal with it, and otherwise their cards just cost more. And we can see how discounts impact our ability to be able to play things right away. Uh, the opposite then also helps to uh, delay things, so that way you can get your game plan further along before they get their game plan definitely disruptive like you play this after they play an elemental on a turn then you know they might have wrecked their plans so yeah and uh you know even though it can't attack doesn't mean that you can't do things with it for the board space that it's in and and to be honest i don't i don't think people are gonna really want to leave that just sitting around yeah even if even if it it's not attacking. It's still doing something. And the fact that it has two attack means that they just can't destroy it for free. Their mm-hmm. minions will take damage or they'll take damage if they're attacking with a weapon. So. And it survives a bit longer than the caravans. So for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hecklefang Hyena is a rare two mana, two, four beast with a battle cry deal three damage to your hero. This kind of reminds me of uh, the Jackal Pup, which was a magic card that uh, was played a lot um, when I was really big into the competitive scene. Uh, It was a 2-1 for one um, that basically dealt a damage to you, and then you just had the early minion. I'm not sure the 2-4 is enough, um, because you're not going to you're not going to get enough value if they're they are able to clear it uh to offset the three damage that's dealt to you um if it was a three three i think it would be it would be like really good value at two four it probably survives long enough to to deal more to your opponent than to you but it's not guaranteed so uh, i'm not i'm not sure where this really fits I feel like it may even just be a beast out there that, you know, it, we, we made this one. So that way, you know, uh, 
what is it? Uh, partner studies. Is that the one? Or partner assignment from Druid? Where um, they can mm -hmm. get two or three cost beasts into their uh, yeah into their hand for one. Mm -hmm. Like I think that's where it is. It's it's this is I've created this minion that's okay, but really you take damage and it's probably not all that great. Makes sense. Uh, Lushwater Mercenary is a common two mana three two Murloc with a battle cry. If you control a Murloc, gain plus one plus one. Um, and so this enables that Murloc Shaman that we saw. It might even make Murloc Paladin a thing. I don't think there's enough Murlocs in Paladin right now, but um, I mean, a two mana four three is pretty strong. But yeah, two mana four threes. That's awesome. Although it's uh, a, it's a little word weirded wordly again in that it just says if you control a murloc, I'm guessing that means if you control another murloc. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not not that murloc, right? Like, okay, but still excellent for for two mana. That's that's phenomenal. Absolutely. A lush water scout, common two mana one three murloc. After you summon a murloc, give it plus one attack and rush. Oh, wait, so this one is summon. So now we're back to the it, my math being in 1 in 100 times, uh, three of the Murlocs that you summon with Divine Shield automatically have Rush. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and plus one attack. Uh-huh. Uh, it also makes your Crab Riders amazing because they get more attack. Um, it, it enables more Murloc stuff. I it's a at a one three. It's kind of like those caravans. It's like this is the actually the caravan that you wanted, the one that you got. <laughs> um, uh, so it kind of works out. I, I like it. It's a as far as murlocs go, it's, it it fits in the stable of this is something that I'm adding into any murloc deck I build. I just wish that they didn't get rid of the war leader. Uh, I don't mind losing the the oracle, the one that gives your murlocs plus one attack, but the or the uh, war leader was so key to buffing things like this with one attack. Um, but you know, if it's giving everything else plus one attack that you play after it, I I, I agree, and it's rush. good. And, and rush. rush. I mean, that's that's phenomenal. It makes this Lushwater Mercenary amazing. The <laughs> five three with Rush, like that's awesome. Are we gonna maybe even see a, a Murloc Warrior then with the the Rush package to take advantage of etc? Probably not. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oasis Thrasher is a common two mana two three beast. With uh, frenzy, deal three damage to the enemy hero. Um, so I think this fits into uh, Hunter quite well. I agree. As a, a solid two cost beast, um, enables a lot of those um, beast synergies. If if you're looking for a beast that you want to buff with that, we have the one discover. Like that's awesome. It's that that way you ensure that frenzy, um, and then if you're shuffling it back in um, with the the buffs as well, um, it's just gonna be amazing. That's that's solid for Hunter. 
Uh, and, and, you know, off a partner assignment, not bad at all, comparatively to the, the Kalai, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, and, you know, there are some other beast synergies uh, that have been uh, creeping into Druid as well. So we might see it there. Um, honestly, it, the Frenzy is a pretty good uh, ability as as well. So you might just see it in other aggressive decks as uh, just a way to do extra damage. Two mana for two three is not bad. Uh, and then when you add in the extra three damage that you get um, for dealing damage to it, maybe even see it in in the Frenzy uh, Warrior. Yeah, yeah, you could very well. Uh, Peon is, <clears throat> excuse me, Peon is a common two mana two three with a frenzy. Add a random spell from your class to your hand. So zug zug back to work. <laughs> 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 what do you want? Um, <laughs> definitely reminds you of of not even World of Warcraft, but but uh, Warcraft. Yeah, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or Warcraft 2 more specifically a lot of people playing that um, more so than the original Warcraft um, and uh, yeah it can, it can fill your hand for 2 mana 2-3 two, that's not a bad bad body at all it is random though um, but the spell pools are smaller right now so maybe this finds a place in, in decks that are okay with getting random spells added to their hand maybe in that priest deck that wants to have spells and minions it gives you both um Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's okay. Again, a two mana two three is the river croc body uh, with an extra ability. Uh, this one doesn't have the uh, tribal synergies, but um, you know it gives you cards instead. So um, that's usually a good thing. Uh, depends on what class. Uh, it might again find way into a frenzy warrior just because you know you want to play some frenzies there. Um, We'll see. Talented Arcanist, a common two mana one three with a battle cry. Your next spell this turn has spell damage plus two. It's one specific spell gets this plus two spell damage that you've spent two mana to get that plus two. Just don't see it. Look, I mean, it works with cram session, and you know, potentially, um, potentially in a spell damage mage, um, where you just need a little extra boost from time to time. Uh, but you, there's probably better ways to to get it than this uh, that are a little bit more consistent. Um, Still, I see this with cram session on turn four, and it's like even if you have nothing else on the board, then you get your three cards uh, from cram session. It's not bad, but you know when you're starting to have to do two two card combos um, mid game, then you're it's not a strong position to be in. Toad of the Wilds, common two mana two two beast with taunt battle cry. If you're holding a nature spell, gain plus two health. Cutest. So that would work with with druid the the taunt druid right like mm-hmm. like that I think he fits right in like, Ab- absolutely super excited to have him like like come on buddy 
<laughs> come join us. We have discounts for you and everything. It's going to be amazing. And he's like, yes, I love this. I get extra health too. Yay. Cutest card in the set. Uh, super adorable. And like, the, it's not even just the frog. Like, look at the like wisps in the background. Like that is, that is some beautiful artwork. Even his eyes are smiling upside down. <laughs> uh, um, I I wish there was like it, it's to me the the odd part of it is though is like like this is a nature spell gain two health beast. So where where are these other nature spells that we're we're finding that don't belong in you know. In, in druid that's what i want to know that that like he's showing up and going oh Shaman. you know what i didn't didn't you know i actually belong in rogue nitro boost silver leaf paralytic and deadly poison all nature oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh interesting <laughs> isn't that super interesting how did you not know that <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I still have a long way to go to get caught up on the spell schools <laughs> No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying. I don't think anyone was aware of that. Um, so yeah, in shaman, you could see it potentially, especially if you're looking at like a control shaman early on. If you're holding on to that dunk tank, you're waiting to corrupt it, um, and and you have a landslide in hand, um, lightning storm. Even your uh, chain lightning; those are all nature spells. Even torrent too. Um, so yeah, I could see a control shaman maybe wanting to run a couple of them because for two mana, two four taunts, not bad at all. Especially if that's helping you to keep that control. So, yeah. Definitely going to see a lot more play though, in Druid. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, uh, Baron's Trapper is a common three mana two four. Your death rattle cards cost one less. Okay, so discounts down interesting cards. Um, could work with that death rattle uh, demon hunter that that uh, mm-hmm. is uh, kind of happening. So maybe there's there's uh, something there because I mean, if you get enough of a discount on enough cards, I mean, could be pretty good. Anytime there is a discounter, there's always a way to utilize that, maybe a little bit more than what we think. And and it takes just some, you know, deck building and, and yeah, work out for sure. And they, they keep trying to push a Death Rattle Hunter build on us, um, but this could work in that, you know, with getting the uh, Tonk uh, discounted, comes out a turn earlier uh works well in duels with the hero power that triggers death rattles as well uh just lets you get things out there so you might not see a lot of this in standard because death rattle hasn't really caught on um but you know people will experiment probably in the demon hunter uh probably in hunter in libram paladin it means that your libraums if they're not discounted down right away hey guess what There you go. Cheaper. <laughs> Although you were just saying that you don't necessarily need to reduce their costs as holy spells. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Crossroads Gossiper is a common three mana, four, three. After a friendly secret is revealed, gain plus two, plus two. Um, 
so um, this this is definitely a card. I, I see it going into Secret Paladin right away, um, but I see it going into any Secret-centric deck. Uh, I would think Hunter would, would definitely use it, and, and even uh, Mage, for sure. Um, uh, I don't know if Mage is necessarily worried about it, but but it's possible that like people see it as oh like I'm gonna go ahead and be able to attack this and, and get rid of it and instead that enables your other secrets to trigger. That's a good point. Although uh, in the past they've had uh, a uh, the ethereal arcanist at four mana as that if you control it a secret at the end of your turn you gain plus two plus two that seemed like it was a little bit easier to control um and it didn't see a lot of play uh so i'm uh, this one being a three mana four three instead of a four mana three three stats are a little bit better you can take a few more risks um you might just use it as a bait so that your rigged fair game uh triggers um so yeah i i kind of see it i'm I'm not sure what other secret uh, decks would use it. I'm interested in seeing what your secret paladin looks like. Um, but I'm like I had mentioned when we were talking, Pally, I'm not sure that that's a strong archetype. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye on this one. Yeah, just with secret paladin, you have the ability with a, a noble sacrifice and even avenge to be able to have like, whoa, this mm -hmm. all of a sudden became a huge minion very quickly. Um, and on top of it, you tried to kill it and didn't even succeed. So, mm, good point. It, there, there's possibilities out there for it to get really strong very quickly and uh, be able to, like, all of a sudden you're like, oh, I didn't realize I was doing that. <laughs> all right. Death's Head Cultist is a common three mana, two, four with taunt. Death Rattle, restore four health to your hero. So this would help out a couple different death rattle builds, but I think it's it it kind of can fit into a lot of decks. It's an early taunt with with health restoration. Not a bad body for the stats. I mean, you're definitely paying a little bit, like one mana for that four healing. But uh, um, I think I think it can fit in some places for sure. it's just kind of a it's one of those awkward ones that the cost makes it seem like it's early game but the effect makes it seem like it's later game that you, you know if you play it on three you might not have even taken four uh for damage yet and it has to die um for it to have the effect so um yeah i don't know I, I feel like there's just going to be better options in that slot um, just because of the limited space and decks. I'm not, it might fit in like the demon hunter uh, death rattle build that we were talking about earlier, uh, or maybe some other control deck, maybe a warrior or a warlock uh, deck uh, that, you know, already has enough healing. Um, but if they take out the, um, take out the soul fragment generators in favor of destroying their own decks, then this might make sense in there. Uh, plus you wouldn't feel as bad about <laughs> discarding it. Uh, so, well, and, and I mean, I guess if we put reborn on it and gave it one more attack, then it would be okay. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You feel like super excited about it. I, I, I still think it's a great card. I think you'll see it. I, I think it's going to see play in control style decks for sure. Um, and it may not be played right on three, but it will still, I think it'll still be there for sure. Hog Rancher, a common three mana, three two with a battle cry, summon a two one hog with rush. Uh, another contender for the cutest card in the set is the hog so i'm gonna craft this card in gold immediately um upon set release when i can craft cards because that hog is amazing (laughs) so (laughs) it's so perfect so happy Um, that should be the happy hearthstone uh so the cuteness um, and, and on top of it, for three mana, for that type of effect, it's kind of like the, was it the Locust Keeper or something mm-hmm. like that? Buck Catcher. Um, and, uh, but, but with more stats um, at a slightly higher cost, but more stats to back it up. Uh, I, I think it sees play. I, I think so, too. I think it sees a lot of play in a lot of uh, aggro decks, so... <laughs> Look for this day one to be one of the more popular cards, I think. And and the cutest card. And <laughs> up there on the cutest. <laughs> Horde Operative, a rare three mana, three four with a battle cry. Copy your opponent's secrets and put them into play. Um, uh, this is a great, uh, kind of like a secret tech, but not um, in a way like now all of a sudden I get to know all your secrets and now I have them too, which then means now you have to play around the same things that you just faced with me. But now I know how to play around your secrets and you know how to play around mine too, but now they're mine. Um, and uh, just interesting, I, I, especially like in that secret paladin, I, I feel like this, this card could potentially find a slot in it. Um, I think it's it, it definitely becomes a tech choice if uh, some of those secret decks do became become like the the strong mainstay of the meta. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, if if secrets aren't that big of a deal, it, it may not uh, matter all that much at all. It may not fit into any deck. Agree for for them. It's very meta dependent on whether we'll see a lot of this if your um secret paladin does become a big thing it probably does see play you might see one of uh, of them in uh tournament play uh because it can deal with a variety of decks like whether hunters um make it back into the uh tourney sphere uh or the secret versions of mage uh do then um you may see it here and there i don't think it's going to be super prevalent but Tech cards are always good to have uh, on hand for any given meta. Mancrick, legendary three mana, three, four with a battle cry. Help Mancrick find his wife. She was last seen somewhere in your deck. Uh, then Olgra, uh, Mancrick's wife, uh, is a cast when drawn spell. Uh, summons a 310 Mancrick who immediately attacks the enemy hero. 
That's so interesting too, because like on on the man curse wife, actually, now that I'm looking at it, it just has like the diamond there, but apparently it means that it is a three cost spell. Um, and he's a three ten. Uh, immediately going to the face, so putting putting damage and pressure. Um, very iconic uh, car or quest in the Barrens, kind of um, one of those things where. Uh, if you were in the Barrens, you definitely talked to Mancrick and found out that he doesn't know how to walk very far. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's just so sad. hard to find my first time. Uh, just the, the the pixels that you had to find exactly to find her. And uh, yeah, he was having a hard time with it, too, I, I suppose. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, with that, still not bad. I mean, three the stats three four for a three and then immediate three damage face um that you know avoids taunts and everything and then that a three ten body is pretty nice yeah um, and summon directly like four twelves like and you're not paying for it it definitely can work out <laughs> um i don't know if i mean of the cards which which deck this fits in I, I i've heard talk of it going into those hunter decks um but other than that i mean i don't know if it, if it's like this is something i need to make sure that it's in my deck yeah i think it'll be more people throwing it in just because they like the the lore um rather than it necessarily synergizes with the rest of their deck it's just a strong card overall um and you know, with with just a positive upside, there's nothing nothing wrong with having a three ten that just goes to your opponent's face. Morshan Watch Post Rare Three Mana Three Five Can't Attack after your opponent plays a minion, summon a two two Grunt, and the Grunt is wow. just a two two. <laughs> Uh, so this is uh, more for that watch post deck that, that we're all waiting to build. Um, and definitely at turn three, any, any minion that's played afterwards, your tempo is better than the tempo of, uh, somebody else because you, you put this watch post out there. Um, and you're able to deal with the threat that they played because you now have a two, two minion in play. Um, and, uh, just kind of snowballs from there. We saw we saw a little bit towards the end of the last meta how the um, there was that ogre right that everybody was playing with, and if you cast a spell, you end up getting a two-two mm-hmm. minion taunt, and how that kind of ended up causing some issues within the meta as well. Um, and this is even cheaper, comes out a little bit quicker, and enables you to kind of combat those, uh, you know aggro board building decks with your own kind of board building as well. Um, so I, I, I think this is part of that, that uh, deck synergy and works well. It puts your tempo kind of ahead of theirs. The Ogre Mancer, that's what his name was. Uh, the Ratchet Privateer is a common three mana four, three pirate with a battle cry. Give your weapon plus one attack. We maybe see this in the uh, the warrior uh, with the the draw weapon, right? Oh, okay, yeah. See that again. Three mana, four threes, decent stats. Um, 
might see it in some rogue uh, as well. Well, I mean, with that draw weapon, it, that's where I could see it. That's probably where this comes in because it, it, it's a chance for a warrior to increase the damage so that way they can ensure the draw. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, it might be enough, but if, if it doesn't, if it doesn't work in that deck, it doesn't, I don't know if this works really in any deck, unless there's some sort of pirate deck in the future where we just don't know about just yet. There'll always be pirate decks. <laughs> <laughs> Although one, one attack on your weapon tends to get left out of uh, pirate decks for whatever reason. There's just so many other cards that are faster. Sunwell Initiate is a common three mana three four with frenzy gain divine shield. It's decent stats. Divine shield's strong. Um, I just don't know what you'd put it in. Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to think about. Is where does he fit? I mean, nice. Yeah, great. Um, you can get a divine shield if you don't kill him just outright, but you know, at on your opponent's turn three, turn four, maybe they they have an answer for that. But maybe they don't, and if that's the case, then that frenzy is gonna proc, and then they're they're gonna have access to even more damage. It it could work out. I, I think it's a solid card. I don't know if it's. If it's the choice that I make for other three cost things, but so maybe maybe again in that warrior frenzy deck uh, where you're just packing it with as many frenzy things as you can, um, maybe go for an achievement. Uh, then you just use all of the frenzies. But I agree, this one seems to be the odd man out. Venomous Scorpid, common three mana one three beast with poisonous and battle cry. Discover a spell. So it's a Vulpura Scoundrel, but now it has poison and does one damage instead of two, um, which all it needs to do is one damage. I mean, it's killing whatever it attacks and the broom still exists. So uh, definitely a way to potentially deal with a uh, big taunt or threat. Um, While replacing itself? Yeah, you also get to discover a spell. I mean, that that that's awesome. Uh, neutral poison. Um, and beast that, yeah, again, beast. you know, can be that used can in Druid, well. discovered. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> I think it's going to be in a lot more decks than, uh, than uh, people think. And, uh, yeah. Poison hasn't been as popular, though, um, as other things, and it doesn't have quite enough attack to fit in other beast synergies. Um, so I don't know if there's control beast that would really take advantage of it. So, well, it's a good card, but I don't know if it'll see a whole lot of play. I, I, I don't know. I feel like there's there's places for it. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't count it out just yet. <laughs> Blade Master Samuro is a legendary four mana one six rush with frenzy deal damage equal to this minion's attack to all enemy minions. Uh, 
I guess this is where the hand buff comes in. Uh, definitely. Hand buff. You, you got plenty of... And he's a good one to get back from the uh, legendary uh, warrior deck as well. And he'll be diamond, right? Oh, diamond as well, yeah. And there's plenty of, plenty of buffs available out there to, to buff up his attack before you even manage to, to put that damage in. And, and, and it's not limited to just one class. So, um, But even at the four mana deal one to all enemy minions, that's still still not bad. Uh, I mean, if that's the answer you need, it's it, it might be the answer you need. So. And you get the animation, so... Uh. <laughs> I, I I feel like we'll we'll see him uh, fit into a few different decks <laughs> for sure. Uh, Crossroads Watch Post is an epic watch post. Uh, four mana, four six can't attack. Whenever your opponent casts a spell, give your minions plus one plus one. Um. So this one kind of pair with that ogre mancer. Like you'd be able to have two things that like deal with spells it is four mana though um granted it's a four six so there's potential like if you could give it taunt say for example um with like your um defender of Argus, um like that that might enable it to to kind of work out um I just don't know at, at the four mana cost of the watch posts that are out there. Do you need to play this one in order to get the benefit from it? Uh, and and is it enough of a benefit uh, for taking up that board space? Um, kind of iffy on this one. I agree. I guess we'll see uh, about what the watch post decks uh, really need um if they if they can skip past this one and uh, just get by with the others dark spear berserker is a common four mana five seven with a death rattle deal five damage to your hero finally we have one that you want to play when they're silence when the uh the demon hunter played the zero mana silence <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, and that's, that's really it. I, I don't think anyone wants to play this card. Um, it's, it's one of those like silence priest cards, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like if, if that becomes a thing, like it's got a ton of attack and health. So yay. But otherwise that's a really bad <laughs> death rattle. Not worth the the cost i mean there is a lot of healing though so you might find room for it it's really really good stats for four mana uh, just yeah it's a tough one to include because you don't have necessarily the control over when it does that damage the gruntled patrons a common four mana three three frenzy summon another gruntled patron so then that gruntled patron then has Frenzy summon another gruntled patron, which then that patron has. Hey, everyone, get in here. <laughs> it's like, like every last one of them, right? Um, and so if you have some sort of uh, like card that 
does damage to minions until one of them dies, you could get several of these very quickly filling up boards. <laughs> I, <laughs> but then some of them are dying. Yeah, you get two. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I think with the warrior, yeah, uh, it's it's probably very easy for them to to proc it. But at four mana for the three three, I like it. Kind of reminds me of the Replicatotron. Mm-hmm. That also, you could like play a little one mana minion next to it and it might turn into a three, three that has awesome things. It might also just hit your other minion that's on the other side. Cause it was completely random. Um, <laughs> I, it's just one of those, those weird mechanics that it, it's supposed to be good, but it, 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 yeah, it's supposed to be. Yeah. Someone will find a way to break it. I'm sure, but it doesn't seem as fast as the other patrons that uh, we've seen. So, um, or as consistent. Um, so I, I'm not expecting that we're going to see a patron deck at all. Uh, and it probably doesn't make the cut for enrage warrior. The injured marauder, a four mana five ten common uh, taunt with battle cry, deals six damage to this minion. So it comes in as a four mana five four that can be healed. Yeah, so helps out uh, with priest where they have a lot of healing uh, and can kind of make that happen and even buff it up further. Um, so if there's that healing buff stats, that's awesome in wild. That's there's uh, an amazing minion for that druid deck that loves to summon four cost minions. Yeah, uh, this and wild. This is going to be really good. This is going to see play in standard too. It's just too good of stats uh, for the cost, uh, and uh, it's easy enough to heal it. Even just healing it by two uh, makes him a really strong taunt. Um, hard to get through. Um, We've seen like in Druid, especially where you can boost all of the taunts and get copies. It's just going to be amazing. Yeah. So you're even saying like run potion vendor. That's what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be good. Kazakus, Golem Shaper. Um, It's a legendary four mana, three, three with a battle cry. If your deck has no four cost cards, build a custom Golem. And so it's kind of like we've been hearing his name echo through the tomes uh, as we talked about other four cost uh, minions. Uh, there's a bunch of different choices. I don't know all of them. Some of them involve stealth and copying golems and drawing cards and a, a number of things, but pretty awesome things. Uh, it's definitely like a control tempo style play. You have, automatically have something to play on five after you play him on four if you have no other four cost cards in your deck um but as we've seen there's quite a few uh um decks out there that like the four cost cards are pretty much auto include so i don't know if all the options that he provides results in that he sees play quite a bit but i feel like um warlock might try him out um quite a bit and Hunter might even try him, but I don't know. Maybe not. 
Yeah, I'm curious to see. I haven't seen all of the different options, but it's one that a lot of people have been talking about and all of the golems that I've seen. Um, I don't know if I've seen all of the different variations yet. Uh, seem pretty good. And Kazakus, the first time around, uh, had had kind of that sweet spot at the five mana one. So I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what the five mana golems are and testing this out. Uh like you said, there's a lot of auto-includes on four mana, uh, but just like we were seeing Zephyrus included in non-Highlander decks, you may see Kazakus uh, with a the splash of four mana cards as well, because it's just at the time of the battle cry. South Sea Scoundrels, an epic four mana five five pirate with a battle cry of discover a card in your opponent's deck. They draw theirs as well. So this is a card that says pick a card out of your opponent's deck and draw it for them. It might help you out, but it definitely helps them out because they built their deck to use their cards. Meanwhile, you just happen to randomly pick one of their three cards. I mean, yeah, I could see it having potential use to like mess with hands like like if you play it against a demon hunter you could make them force them to draw their skull which then means it's buried in their and like mm-hmm. underneath the card right um i don't know <laughs> um there, there might be some some case for well what i'm going to do is fill fill my opponent's hands with bananas by playing mukla and the banana mm-hmm. vendor and then I play this South Sea Scoundrel, but that feels like a lot of a lot of work to like make this card work. That's true, um, but usually there's a lot of cards that you'll want as much as they do. Uh, you, you're not really. I mean, you're looking for their combo pieces if you've got their handful. Uh, four mana for, for a 5-5 five, five is actually pretty good, but you're also getting a card from your opponent. So, you know, there, there's a plus side as well. Uh, yes, they can probably use it to better effect. Like, you can draw something that only helps a certain tribe that you don't have. But I don't know. This, this one, I think, is going to be a sleeper uh, that likely gets thrown into... Um, uh, you know, random decks uh, as a one-off uh, to try to disrupt in some way, whether it's um, the, you know, you can disrupt the, the um, Demon Hunter uh, legendary that summons death rattle minions from people's decks. You can, um, you know, put something in their hand that they really wanted to, to draw uh, off the top um, that casts automatically, for instance. Um, <laughs> so, well, and I, I guess the biggest thing would be if, if you're playing against control, oftentimes they sit right at the, that, that perfect right. mm-hmm. nine cards. So at a minimum, you're burning a card. Mm-hmm. So... And that's not even including what if you built a deck specifically designed around burning cards. Like, wait a second. There is a deck that's designed around burning cards. So it's possible maybe it sees a place in Warlock. But 
I mean, it is four costs, so then it's, is this card better than that other four cost card that we just looked at? Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> a good point. I mean, it is stats wise, so five, five is better than a three, three. Well, let me just re add that. Yeah, yeah, five, five better than three, three. <laughs> <laughs> It, but is it really that much better? <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> it's you you don't get as much of a say in what you get with the uh, four mana scoundrel. Versus I get to pick exactly what I want. Okay. A spirit healer is an epic four mana three six. After you cast a holy spell, give a random friendly minion plus two health. Um. Well, we know Paladin and Priest are the ones that have access to the Holy Spells. Um, at four mana, is that is that something we're we're doing right? Like, are we are we going for all this extra health that we might be able to get? Um, Librams might be able to utilize this uh, because we know that they're holy. Uh, Priest might actually benefit from it better because they're doing all that like gaining two health on a lot of minions but um, they already but have it so yeah, i would i would see maybe more in the paladin built around the uh the uh what was the legendary that you were um that reduces the cost carry all rome yeah carry all rome um Although it's random friendly minions, so it's a little less targeted, but that could save her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could, because it could give her, uh, bring her up to five health. So she sticks around for a little bit longer. I mean, there, there's fun to be had with it. I think I'm, I'm going to test it out. I'm going to play with it a little bit, but it doesn't mean that, like, it, it, it ends up staying, but it might. I mean, the other side of it, too, is that we also have the War Medic that's also a four cost. So maybe there's a fun play to be had where you're making those other little medics and then they're getting they're they're going to sometimes randomly get extra health, mm -hmm. um, especially if you're playing a, a good portion of those league rooms and cycling through them. That might be kind of the route that that um, happens to, to make it work, um, but maybe not. It's still still a fun card. Definitely something to try out. Baron's Blacksmith, an epic five mana three five with a frenzy. Give your other minions plus two plus two. This could could fit in the those the frenzy warrior deck. Um, depending on how many minions you have on board, you could increase the health on that. Uh, your one cost of frenzy minion, the war song one. Oh yeah. Uh, I. It, it could it could see play in that frenzy deck. It's a little um, expensive at five um, for what we've seen from those other frenzies, but um, <laughs> I mean, it's almost guaranteed to give you a, a decent boost. Um, you have enough other cheaper cheaper ones that you can play them after uh, the turn after the blacksmith and get a a giant board boosted that then also frenzies uh, and is more likely to survive. So um, built around this, I think that the frenzy deck will be a little bit stronger, but um, adding it in uh, just because it's frenzy, maybe not as much. 
Burning Blade Acolyte is a rare five mana one one. Oh, with a death and rattle, summon a five eight death demon spawn with taunt. Yeah, and this is like one of those payoff cards for that demon hunter death rattle deck, and uh, yeah, the that death rattle is, is incredibly strong. A five eight demon spawn with taunt. Yeah. Hmm. Um. And he's pretty easy to kill off too. So yeah, he's only one health. So so there's a number of ways to be able to to, take, to ensure that he even dies the turn that you summon him. Uh, yeah, e- easy uh, broom, uh, pen flinger. You know, there's there's a number of things, and demon hunter's not shied away from using that pen flinger either. So it's it's possible he fits into that deck somehow just to enable. Uh, the ability to to get that five eight down as soon as you you, you possibly could. Yeah, he's he's just a little expensive, and he's not a guarantee because there is still are still silence effects, um, and others like him haven't seen a lot of play as death rattles as much as they have with uh, battle cries. So. To be seen, but because we are introducing a couple of Death Rattle um, archetypes, it seems they're at least pushing for it. Uh, you may see him show up. Sigil of Flames also an opportunity to be able to make sure that he does go off. So there's ways. Yeah. Uh, Gold Road Grunt, five mana, three, seven taunt with Frenzy, gain armor equal to the damage taken. Of the frenzy minions out there, this is not one that I would use. <laughs> yeah, probably not. We, there's not really an armor um, armor warrior, but it does enable armor for other classes uh, besides uh, warrior. So maybe you see it in some control decks other than warrior. Um the only thing that it might work with is the fact that, like, if you're building that taunt warrior or taunt druid, wanting, yeah, or taunt druid, you're wanting to like buff up those taunts, and then it has a lot of health, but it's the controlling how much damage it takes. That's the the hard part, right? Because it, they could just uh, take attack it for for one damage or hit it for one damage and then yeah. okay, you gained one armor. Yeah, That's good point. <laughs> Still might be good in duels uh, with the Razor Gore um, ability that if you have armor, shuffle a bomb, but still kind of expensive for that. Uh, Razor Main Raider, common 5 mana 5-6 five, with Frenzy attack a random enemy. Getting to attack again seems pretty strong, and five mana for five six seems pretty good. So, yeah, is he too um, expensive yeah. though? Uh, he might be, but uh, you know, if there's not a lot of minions on board, that means he's going to automatically go face. So, no, that's I, a good point. Yeah, I think uh, you could. You could find it. You could find him a place, for sure. Frenzy Warrior. I'm going to build one. 
Yeah, depending on how 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 Sarfang really does, you know, work. If you, um, let's see, say we bear off Sarfang and get that Razorman Raider, like there's no board for him to hit. He's automatically going face. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. No, I'm I'm definitely looking at him differently now. I'm I'm excited to try it. I, I was reading it as enemy uh, minions, but any enemy, random enemy, yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. Shadow Hunter Vol'jin, we've seen already. It's available uh, currently. Uh, it's a legendary five mana three six with battle cry. Choose a minion, swap it with a random one in its owner's hand. Did you ever get it to work? Oh, I've I've used them quite a bit. I've used them uh, in. Libram Paladin, I use it to be able to put Leandrin back in hand uh, to be able to pull out uh, Elganoth. He's he's kind of an include with that because of the fact that Elganoth is a thing that you, if you don't have an answer to, that's the only way that you can kind of get rid of it. Um, And I actually have included him in Odd Paladin and Wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, I use him to be able to bump back my quartermasters, and actually, off oftentimes, which is because you you never end up playing it, and there's a fair amount of spells in it. Oftentimes, getting Baku uh, onto the board in its place, which <laughs> that's a huge increase in stats. He, he's all in all, I mean, an amazing legendary should feel free to put him into pretty much any control deck. Um, Especially with the South Sea Scoundrel so that you can pick a, a card and hopefully pull it with the Vulgin. Yeah, I mean, and and you could do it that way as well. Um, there's, there's plenty of ways to uh, utilize him. Very versatile. And, you know, I wasn't even, I wasn't using him in control. I used him in a aggro style deck. Um, and I would sometimes utilize it just to get rid of that taunt minion that happened to be in the way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it, it is distinctly, uh, it's a strong card, but you do need to be able to kind of know your matchups to be able to use it at, uh, kind of on other minions than your own, mm-hmm. but it is flexible, um, so that flexibility means that it gives you choices. Tarajo Brave is a rare 6-mana 4-8 with Frenzy. Destroy a random enemy minion. It feels really expensive for the cost. Um, and on top of it, if they don't have any minions and they just happen to do damage to it, the Frenzy still goes off. So... Although I feel like we've seen so many uh, ways that you can trigger it yourself uh, that it might still be warranted in a frenzy um, warrior or um, or as tech against a uh, a taunt druid, <laughs> for instance, yeah. um, where you might not be able to push through all of the buffed taunts, but. This is a way that you can destroy a minion uh, without having to deal direct damage. That's interesting. Love his hair, too. 
<laughs> uh, Cargo Battle Scar is a legendary seven mana five five with the battle cry. Summon a five five lookout for each watch post you've summoned this game. Um, so he's the payoff for playing watch posts, and not only like the watch posts themselves sometimes are enough of a payoff as well, but the fact that you could fill your board then with five fives as well is awesome I, I love that the battle cry is that you've summoned this game um i actually am really looking forward to using cargo battle scar in a watch post deck that only really utilizes the the two and three cost um watch posts because mm-hmm. i'm gonna rally them and then because uh. i've rallied them i've summoned them and so no matter what i can fill my board i don't need to even use the four cost one and uh, still have a pretty kind of awesome cargo. Um, uh, that's that's my initial plan. Uh, I, I think it, he fits into any any watch post deck that uh, gets built. And uh, for the price, he's he's even if you only manage to get a few of those watch posts up before you get to him on really just seven, one even. Yeah. I, th- I think you're happy about it. Yeah, 10 mana or 10, uh, 10, 10 in stats for seven mana seems pretty good. So when you get a whole board of them, that's even even better. It kind of reminds me of the uh, Nomi, which is a, maybe a little harder uh, to accomplish, um, but it had bigger minions. So people will find a way to, by, to make by, this work. I want to attack in one health. I mean, it also caught it, it, this appears a turn sooner. You don't have to empty out your deck, yep. <laughs> so. and you don't have to. Yeah, you you can you can play it even if you don't have any haven't played any watch posts. That's bad luck, but <laughs> it can happen. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't want to do it. Not seven mana for five, but uh, for five five of stats. But even if you've only played one, you know, ten 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 worth of stats for seven mana, still not. And finally, the Primordial Protector, an epic 8-mana 6-6 elemental with a battle cry, draw your highest cost spell, summon a random minion with the same cost. So this is a tutor, uh, and so what deck are you thinking you're going to build right away with this one? Because I want to (laughs) know. There's either amazing things happening with it, crazy things happening with it, or... What are you doing things happening with it? <laughs> yeah, so um, I honestly don't know in standard um, what I would what I would take. Um, let me just do a quick mage search here. I kind of thinking that you want your pyroblast um, from a from an eight. Uh, cost spell so that seems pretty strong um, maybe a, a burn mage that includes pyroblast um, or the puzzle box um, so yeah I, I think in 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 standard there's there's, there's kind of fun things to, to, to mess around with right you, you're thinking uh, well in demon hunter you can always get that skull easily enough right Although no one's playing that with a skull. I don't think it fits in Demon Hunter. Um, in Druid, Survival of the Fittest, right? Right. Easy. You, you've set up 
two big minions. You have the the survival of the fittest in hand. Now you can use that on on what two turns later, um, and uh, kind of get you there. In uh, Hunter, you have the ability to get in a grand slam, so that's kind of fun. There's there's this uh, deck idea going around with clowns and uh, utilizing that as well. So that way you can grand slam and be able to get your clowns <laughs> corrupted. Uh, kind of a fun deck to, to, to think about building with it. Uh, grand finale is the, the big thing with mage that I think a lot of people are going to do oh. because it mm-hmm. is an elemental. So you can play it automatically the next turn and you'll have more uh, big elementals. Um, so I think that's where a lot of people are going there with mage. Um, I don't know if, if specifically trying to tutor out a leap room of hope, especially because they keep getting discounted even while they're in your deck is, is something I'm going to want to do in paladin, but there's, uh, uh, I mean, you might be able to, uh, to use it in a Kael'thas, um, druid deck, uh, as well. Um, Get it there quickly. Get the uh, the primordial protector down, and then get the ten mana spell, the survival of the fittest, out for one. You know, at mm-hmm. some point. So, okay. um, yeah. Title title wave with a uh, with shaman, especially because you've already have all those elemental Elementals. synergies. You're, you could even discount it down with some of those neutrals mm-hmm. or with one of the neutrals. So you could do it on where you get it. You get your elemental on seven and then on eight, you're able to use your tidal wave. Seems pretty exciting. Lots of options is what we're saying. <laughs> There's so many choices. <laughs> which which choice is the one we want to choose? Um, I, I don't see necessarily warrior going for it or, uh, <laughs> uh, do we still have the, uh, summon two, um, two minions from your deck, <laughs> the big warrior that, uh, was popular. Oh, dimensional ripper. No, no. it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so the biggest spell that you actually have in warrior right now is brawl. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Or no, you have uh, have uh, the dual spell um, that summons. Uh, oh, commencement! Commencement, right. yeah, yeah. Still, still. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe it fits in a commencement deck, but I, I don't know if a commencement deck is something that's really happening. <laughs> Fair enough. Well. Noodle feels good. We got through all of the cards. How do you feel? Wait, that's it. That's it. That's it. Oh man, I was I I, I ended with how do we build crazy meme decks? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can start over if you want, but I don't uh, know. I'm, I'm, I'm good. That was that was quite a bit of time <laughs> to go through all the cards. <laughs> I just hope that the person on the other end isn't asleep. They enjoyed some of the funny jokes that I cracked and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think that people that are listening kind of listen on their like as background noise, um, maybe as they're falling asleep or as they're driving around, uh, and so hopefully, hopefully not the same thing at the same time because that would be terrible. <laughs> uh, we've all done it. Come on, 
<laughs> so you had uh, picked a uh, card of the week. Uh, Carry Uh As a reminder, that's the four mana, four, three uh, paladin sp- uh, minion uh, with rush and divine shield. Whenever it attacks, reduce the cost of holy spells in your hand by one. I think she's she's going to be a mainstay in almost every paladin deck that I come up with. In fact, I, I there's there's no deck where I'm like, uh, you know what I need to put in. Uh, yeah, every it always starts with her. Like <laughs> your so, new bay, huh? Yeah, I like like little did I know that when uh, you know Blizzard was thinking of me, they were like, you know what, you you need a. Uh, a new traveling companion. So that way you'll never roam alone. (laughs) So as I recall, that was Uriel for you in the last set. So how did that one work out? Uh, I don't, I don't think we saw eye to eye very well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully this one works out a little bit better. Yeah, you know, I, I just, you know, I like to play with my pens and my brooms, and uh, she had something very much against me doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't blame her, but, you know, we kind of went our separate ways. And the Baron becomes my bride. And the Baron becomes my bride. I've been stripped of my celibate's pride. So in her I do confide, and she keeps me satisfied, gives me all I need, and with spells in hand I crave, not only mana will I save, to this game we stay a slave. Rush divine shields, discounts, board control, she's my carriel. Oh, I'll take my time anywhere. Free to cast these secrets anywhere, and I'll redefine anywhere, anywhere with Rome, where I lay my head is home. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. I know this has been a long episode, so I hope you're able to break it down into more digestible chunks. If you have any thoughts on how I could do that better or what I should be doing for that, please let me know via the comments on your favorite podcast website, thehappyhearthstone.com post or by adding me on twitter and connecting via dm Uh, also i know it's been a little while since our last episode apologize for that i've been going through a bit of a tough time recently i think i'm through most of that though and should be back to our regular bi-monthly schedule now i really do appreciate your patience and support through that especially the producer producers of our show menock and number theory you guys are very important to me and i promise to do better for anyone else wondering how you can support the show there are a few ways you can join us on patreon at patreon.com slash the happy hearthstone and find a level that appeals to you patronage starts at just one dollar and that support really helps us keep the lights on uh, maintain the website etc you can review the podcast on your favorite podcast app and or tagging us on social media to let your friends know that you enjoy the podcast just helping to get the word out will help us uh, build an audience and finally you can reach out if you'd like to be part of the show we're a community podcast and would love to have you on the only requirements are that you enjoy the game and have something that you'd like to share whether you want to share your memes great plays hearthstone stories fan sets anything at all that's related to hearthstone i'm sure we have listeners that enjoy hearthstone the same way and would love to hear it just reach out to me via socials tagged in the show notes if you'd like to be on the show currently looking for guests as early as mid-april again thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you again in two weeks much love everyone